Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by Motorsport.com and Fly Racing. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lion's Den, with your host, Steve Mathis. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, welcome everybody to Pulp MX Show, presented by Motorsport.com and Fly Racing. Coming at you, it's Monday, November 16th, 5 p.m. Pacific. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Racer X Facebook page, Pulp MX YouTube page. We got video now, and it's been a massive hit. Many people say that it's the greatest thing in motocross. We see it all the time. 702-586-7857 if you have a question about the series coming up. The series that just finished, MXGP, whatever it is, give us a call. Marty Davalos will be on the show tonight. Man, I've always believed in. Man, I've always stood behind. Martin Davalos on the show tonight. The Ecuadorian bandito. Talking about 2021 and more. Monster Energy star rider Colt Nichols will be on. Don't sleep on Colt Nichols. I know last week... Chris Kiefer said that Christian Craig on the Star Yamaha team was, quote-unquote, the man to beat. Well, don't forget about Nichols. MX Sports' Tim Cotter will be in as well, or call in as well. Uh, looking forward to that. We may try to get our friend of the show, Phil Nicoletti, on as well. The Pulp MX app is available now on the App Store, and uh, there is a new app coming any minute now, any day. The new app shall be dropping. Stay tuned for that. Marks will have it done really soon. Uh, Amazon as well. If you go to the Amazon widget on pulpmex.com, click on that banner and make a purchase. We get a small slice of that. Thank you to Amazon and those people that are doing that. Karcher, we're an affiliate with Karcher. We're an affiliate with Arma. The codes are on pulpmexshow.com under sponsor deals. So if you're in the market for Arma, need some blitz, some fire, you need a pressure washer from Karcher, we can save you money. Use the codes uh, under sponsor deals on pulpmxshow.com. And uh, again, uh, thank you to people on Patreon as well. Some early access podcasts, although I'm pretty much all out of the early access podcast now. So I got to start knocking those out again. I got some ideas. I've been calling some guys and going to set some stuff up later. Uh, thank you for listening. 702-586-7857. Thank you to motorsport.com, Fly Racing, Vortex Racing, Race Tech Suspension and Engines, Roost MX, X-Brand Goggles, Vertex Pistons, Michelin Star Cross 5, Maxima USA, Skosh, Pro Filter, Firepower Batteries and Chains, FMF, Atlas Neck Brace, AtlasBrace.com, Chase Sexton wearing the Atlas Brace to a championship this past uh, year in Supercross, as well as some great results outdoors. Works Connection. We're going to give away our Works Connection uh, start device tonight. That we The contest we announced last week. Uh, that's coming up real shortly. Pulpamex 20 is a save at worksconnection.com. Guts Racing. Number one seat company in the industry. Seat foam, seat bases, seat covers, grippers, non-grippers, colors, customization. Gutsracing.com. Use the code and save with those guys. Get data. OGO Power Sports. Art of Sport. Intense Cycles. WUSA. Ride Engineering, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, Works Chassis Lab, all on board with us tonight, as are you, 702-586-7857. Great show tonight. Uh, looking forward to it. My co-host, the man in the co-captain's chair all night long, all the way from the East Coast, he's here. He's the voice of Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championships. He's the voice of Flat Track. He's the voice of intro, intro team intros. 
He is the voice of Geneva Supercross. He's the voice of Enduro Cross. He's the he was the voice of GNCC. He was the voice of Quad, ATV MX. Still, still, yeah, we're good. Jason Wygan, everybody. Yeah, what's up, man? Yeah, this is awesome. Thanks for coming in. Hey, man, I'm just here to soak up as many checks as I can. Mm-hmm. I hope no one that is involved with the KTM factory effort knows or listens. They probably don't listen. To the Nobody show, right? listens. No, nope. so they don't know yep. I'm here. Yeah, because I am flying to the West Coast to host. Their team intro for Red Bull KTM tomorrow morning, Yes, which is four hours away in California. Uh-huh. So I do not want them to know that I'm here Yeah, because I have to be there real early right. and I have to drive through the desert all night to get there. So hopefully no one at KTM is aware. They don't listen. Uh, though, so. I, I don't think they listen. Yeah. Um, you, do, you, do these, you do these intros, right? You, you've done the Kawasaki one before? Yeah. You've done the KTM one for a number of years now? Uh, yeah, a couple times you on did, and off and then you, two years in a row. Yeah. You did Suzuki, a, Suzuki had one a couple times. You, you did it? Yes, yes. So this is just cashing checks in the offseason. Oh, hey, as my man, my, the, you know, Ralph Shaheen shakes a bobblehead of, what was it? Gene Simmons. It Gene Simmons? Yeah. Well, I shake a bobblehead of Ralph yeah. when I go to yeah. the airport yeah. saying, if you're paying, I'm saying. Yeah. So I'm in. Yeah. What, what I think is, is funny is, look, you're, you're a great announcer. You're better at this stuff than I am. You're, you know, you're more professional than I am. All of that it's stuff. It's all true, right, yes. Right, right. But I wonder, like, I never, never get the call for this kind of stuff. And again, you're a better choice, but maybe you're busy, or maybe someone wants somebody local, or maybe I never mm. get a call from anyone important to do anything important. Yeah, I, I, I'm I, racking I, my brain I, yeah. to think of multiple teams, multiple years product launches, brand this, sponsorship that. Yes. Yeah, I cannot think of a single time. I believe uh, once Thor hired us to host a video television show at like Anaheim One, like 2012, and then uh, the show didn't even really get edited that day. It was supposed to be like, do you remember doing this? No, Dave I don't know what you're talking Dave about. Dave Gallon, he's at Thor, set this up for you and I to do this. Oh. I think there was one episode. We shot it in the Anaheim pits at like 3 in the afternoon, mm-hmm. and it was supposed to like get onto YouTube at like 5 p.m., Yeah, and it didn't get on YouTube until like after the race, and then I think they scrapped it right after that. Yeah. I, okay. Yes. And um, and Dave, I remember Dave Gallon, yeah. who's now at Monster. Yep. Canadian. Yep. Yep. So you you and him go way back saying, I want to get like the the like serious journalism from you and then the like out of control stuff from Steve. So yeah. that's the only yeah. time yeah. I could think of a company recognizing what you could bring to the table. Our buddy Dave Brosick uh, in Florida hit me up for a dealer signing one time. Oh, okay. He said, do you want yep. to do a dealer signing? Uh, we just busy at another one. That was how he said Because you they know. had two shops. Okay. Yes. So yes. I was the second choice to you. Yeah. And then he said, we can only pay you like 100 bucks." Yeah. And I was like, I'm out. But of course you. I was in. For the $100. Oh, I was in. All night. $100. If you're paying, I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, I, they hired Wes Kane at the other uh, okay. shop, by the way. So the I can literally not think of one important person to, to call me to do an important thing. Well, yeah. What team would be crazy enough to say, we're looking for Pulp to come in and host our <laughs> team you, intro? What team? Right. Maybe. Hey, a new team was just announced today about two hours ago. Yeah. Has... One of your favorite riders on yeah, it. Yeah. Alex Martin yeah. is now on the Manluck. Yep. Uh Merge. Merge. Rock River. Rock River yeah. team on a Yamaha. Yeah. Maybe that's what they need to do. I mean, I will hype up Troll Train. You I, will I, hype I up do Troll not have Train, a problem doing that. Right. Um, what if Phil ends up on a team? Could you could you be the hype man for that? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. So anyway, so congratulations on congratulations yeah. on your important thing that I never get called for. But yeah. I did do the Supercross preview show once again. And, of course, I knocked out of the park with that. When did you do it? 
uh, like two days ago. No. Wait, what's today? Monday? I did it on Friday. I did it on Thursday. Okay, yes. so, I mean, big deal. Number one. Oh, boy. Uh, they figured out how much they needed from me, and then right. they worked everyone else around it. Directing the show, holding things down over there, uh, building a bot to get a <laughs> PS5 early. <laughs> Travis Marks, what's up, Marks? Hello. I didn't actually have to. Oh, you didn't do that? No, I just, you got to be sneaky, though. You, you gotta, oh, you did? So you didn't build your bot? No, I just built a little thing to refresh the page for me. But Okay, uh, well, that's not really, that doesn't really count. So is this... Marks, is this like the Christmas, the item will be sold out item? Uh, and you prob- had to get... Probably. That- I don't know how long like the uh, like how long it'll actually be sold out for. I just know they're hard to find right now. But, but got, this has become a tradition. The tw- yeah. last 20 or 30 years, there's yeah. always an item you can't get. Yeah. Uh, so you figured ca- out a way to beat that Cabbage system. patch, yeah. Care Bears. All the way back, right, yeah. Right. Tickle Me Elmo. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. is my Tickle Me Elmo. For okay. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, also taking your calls over there, holding things down, is Lone Wolf. What's up, Talon? Hey, what's up? And and so lo- right before the show started, we just trying to get in the fact that you, Marks beat you out for the job of producer. Yeah. But then you came back in. Five years later. Five years later. Right. Something like that. We just trying to do yeah. all that math right before the show started. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I feel that I was, I remember doing the old show, and yeah. I'm pretty sure I was there. I only do this two, three times a year. Mm. And I'm pretty sure I was there the first time Mark showed up when it was the audition process oh okay and i think that's yep. what confused me yeah when i met talent tonight i thought maybe it was him but it was actually marks hmm. five years ago all right Mar- but marks is not necessarily buying into this that i was there so <laughs> it's, 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 uh, i mean i don't remember a lot from last week so okay right. so you five years me anything all right. yeah. Yeah. yeah all right um we each uh our buddy works connection uh we they offered us a starting device in honor of my starts at the world vet races uh, they offered us uh, a works connection starting device, which is used by uh, so many teams out there in the pits. Mm-hmm. Uh, we asked the number. You had to guess the number of the hole shots that Eli Tomac got this summer in the uh, Lucas Oil promo. I'm sorry, wait. Number of hole shots that Eli Tomac got in the Supercross series this okay. past uh, summer. All right. Uh, what do you think the number are? The Supercross series this past summer. Yes. Okay. Yes. How many hole shots did Eli Tomac get? Yeah, on the way to the championship. I suppose in this works connection part here, we don't want to turn this into a race tech rant on how hole shots and how they're counted and his first lap stats. No, we don't want no, me to get into that, no, right? No, we have enough time right now. But right, no, so we're just but, talking hole yeah, shots. Yeah, just officially no, credited no hole shots, right? Yep, yep. Two, uh, zero, none. Credited with zero. Wow. Yes, none. So, uh, we had forty-two people with the right answer. Mm-hmm. It's seventy-some entries. Yeah, forty-two people had the right answer. Uh, I'm going to go through those uh, people, and uh, the winner will get the whole shot device, but I need a number from you between 1 and 42. All right, cool. Thank you. 21 and a half? Can't do that. It can't be half numbers. Well, just I'm just saying, like, you're trying to just figure out what you said between. So I'm trying 20, to get as close to the... 21 and a half is 22. 22? All right, Reed? number 22. Congratulations. Okay. All right. BMX yep. legend, Chad Reed. BMX dad, mastermind. Um, Helmet painter. Yes, yeah. helmet painter right, right. to the stars. And I guarantee you his helmets are the best painted ones out there. They look friggin' good. I have to say, they look friggin' good. Um, I see Chad you, once a week. By the way, yeah. we'll get into this. Yeah. A little trivia. Got the last podium that uh, Joe Gibbs Racing oh. ever got in Supercross. Oh, yeah, the 2-2. Two, two. Uh, so number 22, we'll give you in touch with you. Thanks to Works Connection, worksconnection.com for that. Uh, we're going to give you a starting device, of course. Uh, coming off my 6-8 finishes last week at the World Vet Championships, of course. Look, whole shot device, schmoll shot device. Yeah. How many practice starts do you do? I did two. 
Okay, there yeah, you go. Yeah, there you go. I did two. Okay. One good, one horrible. Right. And then that was it. Yep. That was, Should I, was I put done. that up on the screen or are we no? No, okay. I think we're good okay. on that. Thank you for that. Uh, do we have any unauthorized uh, uh, videos that make me look like a piece of shit coming up tonight that I should know of? Well, like I said last week, I have not learned my lesson. Okay. So even if we did, I wouldn't tell you. Okay. All right. Yeah. I just want to make, well, I'm just trying to plan the show out. So if there's any unauthorized videos that are going to go up on the screen to make me look like a piece of shit for 15 to 20 minutes, mm. I would just like to be informed in the future. Thank uh, you. We'll consider it. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, thank we'll you. have a meeting. You and the guy in the corner yep. talk it up. For sure. Um, speaking of unauthorized starting videos that make me look like a piece of shit for 15 to 20 minutes, it's Randy Richardson from Michelin. What's up, RR? How are you? Hey, man, how are you doing tonight? We are good. Jason Wygant in studio, sitting in I your seat. Weege. Yeah. Weege. Hey. I'm a huge, huge fan. I'm, I'm almost as big a fan of Weege as a uh, as, uh, gentleman. Gentleman. Oh, Nash it's Nash. So. That's Nash. Hey, Randy and I were even yeah. communicating just this morning. He tried to call me, and I said, I can't talk. Yep. I'm on a plane headed to Vegas. And then I figured, Randy, you'd immediately say, but how is he texting? There's no way he paid yeah. for data on the plane. Uh-huh. I wasn't well, really flying. I was boarding at the time. Well, yeah, okay, got you, yeah. got you. And that's right. funny That's funny you should mention that uh, because uh, you missed out on an opportunity, uh, Weege. We, last week when I was in there in studio, uh, we, we had the opportunity to give away a couple of free sets of our prototype Michelin BMX bicycle tires. Oh, and, uh, oh wait a minute. You know, yeah, yeah, free, oh, oh, oh. free. Oh, oh. We're going to give away free BMX Michelin bicycle tires. But but similar to similar to Dark Side, you didn't call, so uh, oh. you don't win them. Okay, yeah. you don't win them. No. I actually tried but, to listen to last week's show on the way to the BMX track for a little night practice. Okay, and my son ah. said, my son said, I don't like it. It's boring. All they do is talk. <laughs> wow, that's yeah. He he's not wrong. And by the way, right. when you have an episode with Kiefer, as you did last week. The language is atrocious for a six-year-old. Yeah. I mean, my God, Kiefer. Yeah, yeah, Kiefer, yeah. Kiefer does that. Uh, yes. I've been known to get a little I, I, potty mouth, but Kiefer might have me beat. <laughs> right. And, and I apologize. I might have said dang and darn at the time, so I yeah. apologize to yeah. Lane. Yeah, that was uh, Hey, spe- speaking of that, if Lane would like the – if he likes a little bit more than just talk on there, uh, Travis, if you guys would go ahead and roll the, the additional songs, <laughs> the new songs I came up with this yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. That's all yeah. I have to say. <laughs> right, 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 right. Um, okay. He's looking hey, at the screen. Hey, just I'm so just you know. like, I'm just like, God. He's <laughs> got PTSD. Um, uh, <laughs> hey, in all in all seriousness, I wanted to announce uh, the winners that we sorted through uh, and and vetted on on this ability of writing and reach and 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 professionalism of the way they reached out to us. And I've got uh, the two winners mm-hmm. uh, of the Michelin BMX. So one of them is Schmad Schmreed, and the other one is <laughs> Schmoner Schmeels. Okay. Mm. Imagine wow. that. Wow, that's odd. Wow. Yeah, that's, imagine you, you you picked the guys. Their names are similar to a couple of celebrities in the, yeah. in, in, that I've heard of. I, yeah. I thought it was I thought it was very uh, schmironic that they both had names that yeah. uh, schmounded like that. Right. So, right. No. Right. In, in, hey, in all seriousness, uh, and I've emailed them uh, and the others as well, but uh, Michael Porter and Johnny Vance. So uh, those nice. are the two that I'm nice. going to hook up with. Uh, hook up with some uh, with some Michelin BMX bicycle tires. So they've got an email from me, right. and the others that emailed in, they've they've heard back to me as well. Those of you that have DM'd me on Instagram and I haven't got back to you yet, I apologize, but we'll we'll make that happen uh, and, in the next few days. And so. how was the response for shop at seniorcitizen dot com? Oh man, shop seniorcitizen dot com is uh, I've, I've I've maxed out I've, I've maxed out. 
I've hit that first 100 order mark oh, already, nice. so I'm blown okay. away by that. I really am, and 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 uh, and I do sincerely appreciate you uh, giving me uh, the platform. I know you let you let uh, Dark Side, you know, promote the Moto X Pod show, so I appreciate yeah. you letting me yeah. promote my little side gig. Uh, I'm a so. big fan of that that pod, he, that pony pod he does. <laughs> but Michelin exactly. Bicycle Tire is the official sponsor of that wrap up show uh, featuring well, Dark Side. Uh, so. Uh, until December thirty first. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Yep. Great job, yep. Darkside. Way to way to yep. way to ruin that one. Uh, yep. Darkside gets so. a gets an intro into the industry, gets a big time sponsor, and promptly just shits mm-hmm. all over it. Yep. Yeah, you know, like you know, like the old saying, "We'll burn that bridge when we get there." Yeah, so. yeah, absolutely. No, absolutely. So <laughs> anyway, uh, all right. Listen, I'll okay. let you guys go. Thanks, have a, Randy. Have a great show. Looking forward to uh, watching on YouTube and uh, enjoy your content. Hey, Thanks, man. Hey, Randy. Hey, Randy. Yes. Sometime in the yeah, next buddy. six to seven months. I yeah. might be able to procure a BMX bike at a price that is right for me. So at that time, wow. I'll be wondering if you might have some of those tires around <laughs> in the next six okay. or seven months. Yes. All right. Now, I know All for right. most kids, you would like to have the gift in time for Christmas. Yeah. But the price yeah. and the discount and the connection <laughs> won't be able to provide probably spring. Put them a, wrap up a picture. I was trying to – I was communicating with a man named Schmoner Schmields. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah, that man. Yeah. But uh, his brand is not able to provide new stock until March. So, Randy, I'll be hitting you up in March. Yeah. Okay. All right. Sounds good. We'll, 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 hey, maybe by then we'll have the tires commercially available, and I'll give you a set, and then Dark Side can buy some. How about there we that? go. Okay. Perfect. That'll yeah. work. Yeah. All right. All right. Later, guys. Thanks, Randy. Later, bye. That's Randy Richardson from Michelin, of course. Um, all right. Let's get into it here. Uh, Tickle is in. Hill is out at Moto mm-hmm. Concepts. Uh, Savachi is in. Baggett is out at the Rocky Mountain ATV You're, you're reporting team. this right now. You're just yes. saying it as fact. Yes. Okay. Um, but the big news in the sport, uh, oh, uh, we're going to talk about Jet Lawrence going to A-Stars and Red Bull, too, as well. Um, we're going to touch on that later on the show with, with Wygan here. But the big news of the week is uh, JGR Suzuki uh, folding up its tent. Uh, we lost Geico a month or so ago, lo- losing JGR now. Uh, absolutely a bummer. I don't know why, Weege, but this one – Hits me a little harder than the Geico guy. I mean, look, the Geico guys, they won championships. They won a great program, as do the JGR guys. Uh, but I don't know why. I just feel like, man, was it good to have Joe Gibbs racing in our sport. Was that ever awesome? And, man, does it suck that they're no longer around? I don't know why, but it just hits me a little harder. Yeah, the difference is, I think, more on the personal side for a lot of us. You know, I yeah. always say that that's the only team we really refer to it as, like, it's the JGR guys. Like, it's just like a group over there of, like, personalities. And you think of the riders that have come through there, especially our guy Phil, as an example. There's been so much personality with that team. It was by far honest, open to a fault, probably. Mm -hmm. We loved Koi. J-Bone's super popular. Because of all these things, I think it was a real personal connection. I think for the industry, it threw more people into a tizzy. For Honda's 250 team, every brand has a factory 250 team. Yeah. For that team to just suddenly be gone, and there was an amateur rider in the ranks, and there were five guys, and where are the Lawrence brothers going to go, and where's Shimoda going to go? It w- that was actually a bigger deal, I almost feel, from a business logistical standpoint. Right. Losing Geico. Right, yeah, yeah. Because the guys at JGR had, yeah, they weren't. Uh, right, right. Like, but, uh, yes, you lose a factory 250 team, yeah. it's a big deal. Right. I think it was more personal for a lot of the people in the industry, just because JGR was so fun. To yeah. have around, and, and and it was cool to have a JGR. Well, involved. the real problem yeah. is the real problem is um, other teams coming and going. It always hurts, but this is going to be the one that truly discourages other people yeah. from having a look at running a team in this sport. And I know that David Evans, who ran a lot of their business, and Coy and J Bone all knew 
the pressure was on them. If they couldn't make it work, they knew that other teams would say, well, if Joe Gibbs Racing can't make it work, right. why would we be able to do any better? Yep. So that's what makes it sting. So from what I gather, I mean, Suzuki's been, you know, I mean, it's weird because Suzuki developed an all-new 450 years ago. They won championships with Roxon. You know, Ricky, of course, was involved with them. Dunge, of course, and all. They had a good bike. They revamped their 250 or 450. It was pretty good. You know, no e-start, but, you know, yeah. a decent bike. Yeah. They put all the money in the 250. Three years ago, kind of redid the motor on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they 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 invested in their bikes to a t to a to a point. Yeah, not all the way, but they did show some investment. Um, they teamed up with JGR. At one point, JGR had two trucks: two fifty effort, four fifty effort. It was all Suzuki. Yeah. Um, then I just they just slowly kind of pulled back, right? More and more. And from what I gather, so from what I heard, Suzuki offered three hundred thousand dollars to Koi to run the effort uh, for support. And this is not from Koi himself, but from people close to that. The normal budget was like $1.3 million. And And Koi was like, look, and I talked to Koi about this. He didn't give me those numbers, but I talked to Koi about this last week. He called me. I couldn't believe it. After he complained about the election, after he complained about how dumb I am, after he said that nobody listens to my show, and after he said, oh, he made fun of my truck, we got talking about okay. the racing. All right. Um, and he just said, look, I can't be stupid for, for – I can't continue to be stupid year after year after year. Right. I – at the point I talked to him, he said it's 90% done. And I was like, really? Like, shit, I thought maybe 50%. Yeah. You know, he, was, yeah. he said 90%. And, and dude, sure enough, like, I think, I mean, I put this on Suzuki. I mean, so, they're in MotoGP. They're, they're winning there. They sell, they don't sell a lot of dirt bikes, but they sell a lot of scooters and, and cars. Financially, they seem stable of a company outside of dirt bikes, but they're only getting what they put into it with dirt bikes, which isn't, as we've seen, a ton. Um, they just, they don't want to go racing. Clearly they have Hep Suzuki, uh, Anstey, Entignap, Hartraft, but man, this is a blow. And I put more of it on Suzuki because I think Koi was willing to, to keep going. He didn't need to, you know, get rich off this thing. I, I think Suzuki was the final nail in the coffin. The team not having a major sponsor for the last couple of years that set, I think this path in motion, it was making it harder and harder. They had to get more creative. I don't think they were able to get the riders that they wanted. I mean, when you think about 2012 when they had Stu, or 2015 when they had Barsha, think of the mammoth expectations that the team had at yeah. one point. And think of where we were in 2019, 2020 mostly, where you're like, is JJR going to even get a guy in the main? I mean, it had fallen so far. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that losing the sponsor and not being able to spend the way they wanted to set it in motion the wrong right. way, the Suzuki was the final nail in the coffin, but, but, I think. But they would be racing – in 2021, if it wasn't would, for yes, Suzuki. That's why it was the final, yeah. it was the final nail in the coffin, right. but I don't think they were operating at the level that they anticipated them. Right. You know, they wanted no, to be yeah, yeah. the best team yeah, in the sport. Yeah, no. And that ship yeah. had already kind of sailed. Right. And the JGR thing, and trust me, I've thought about this a lot, because this has been potentially coming the last several years. Because yeah. we heard a year ago that Suzuki was already thinking of pulling uh, a lot of the funding, and I think JGR got them to stick around for one more year. So we've been kind of thinking about how would this obit be written if it were to come. Yeah. So much of it was bad timing and bad luck. Like, And then, look, they also didn't get results. They were around for a long time, and they didn't get the results expected. So how much is on them? How much is it on the luck? How much is it on the right partner at the right time? Uh, it's just fantastic, the, the irony in, in a lot of this stuff. Think about if they were on Yamaha, and dudes were bailing from the team to ride a Suzuki. Stewart left to ride a Suzuki. Millsaps left to ride a Suzuki. Dudes are bailing from the team, and then by the time they get on Suzuki... Now no one wants to be on Suzuki's. Yeah, no. When I when I look at their history, yeah, I think about 
the firecracker blowing up in the coyote's face. Oh yeah, over because and over. because yeah. they go and sign Savachi, who had a killer year at Cowie. Yeah, he is Very a good, good rider. He's a good rider. And at the race that you're at, probably yep. because of you, Maybe. he he wrecks his foot, heel, ankle, all that wrecks it. Yep. Uh, they go into racing with Weston Pike, who podiumed races and was their guy. Yeah. Weston suffers a career-ending injury at yes. Paris. They sign Bam Bam. And he does okay for them, and then they switch to Suzuki. He gets hurt a bunch, doesn't like the bike, leaves, yeah. bitter. They sign Stu. They take a giant swing, and they sign James Stewart. And the bike isn't ready. It's the first few years of that backwards Yamaha. It's not great. Yeah. He doesn't like it. He leaves team midseason, as you said. Uh, they get – well, Brayton worked. Millsaps worked. I would argue those, those signings and worked. And the team will also tell you that when they had that, like, mid-tier, the Grant, Millsaps, Brayton – they also found, I think, that was the best setup for them financially because the amount more you have to spend yes, to yeah, get a steward, yeah, to get yeah. uh, the guy at that level, I think they had found their place as like the fifth-place-ish team. J-Bone told me, look, we're tired of swinging for the fences and striking right, out. Right, But there was nothing wrong with getting some podium spots in top five. Right, but then yeah. that was falling apart. But yeah. I think it tells you something intrinsic to the industry. The two teams they were aligned with, two brands, Yamaha and Suzuki. Yeah. They were only aligned with those brands at the time the brands were at their worst. Right. They became Yamaha's factory team when Yamaha didn't have a factory team. As soon as the fortunes for Yamaha began to turn, what happened? They Yamaha grabbed Cooper back. Webb. They grabbed Cooper yes. Webb from JGR, yep. who was bidding against them, and, yep. and said, yeah, we got Cooper Webb. We're right. back. Right. And when Suzuki was the bike, like Stu said, I'll ride a Suzuki for free. That yeah. bike is so good. Right. Ken Roxon left KTM to ride a Suzuki. By the time they got Suzuki, no one wanted to be on a Suzuki. Suzuki was looking to spend less money. That ultimately drove the team into the ditch. So it kind of shows the way this field or sport but, works. When the factories know they're good and everything's in place, we'll take it from here. When we're struggling, we'll give it to the satellite team, Yeah, which almost guarantees the satellite team. And now team Yamaha's out again. Yamaha's out again, struggling a bit. Star, you take it. I know. Right. I know. Right. But one thing that really underrated hurt JGR they never once, they never once in their time had the hotshot amateur 250 star graduate up to their 450 team. Yeah, no. The no. whole time they were on Yamaha, Yamaha's 250 effort wasn't very good. And then the moment it started getting good and Cooper Webb moved up, yeah. Yamaha took him. It wasn't like Suzuki was breeding any. Suzuki yeah. used to breed all these yeah, great yeah, amateurs, right. but not when JGR was around. Yep. Every other 450 team they had to race. Where does Kawasaki's guys like Villapoto come from and, and Cinturolo yeah. come from? That they come from Team Green. Honda was getting all these guys from yep. Geico. So they were always on the wrong side of it, right. I feel, every time. Uh, Koi tried to build an oil brand. He sell, sold the oils, you know. Mm -hmm. He tried to do an uh, aftermarket performance modification shop. For and, Suzuki. For Suzuki and yeah. for uh, just in yeah. general, JGRMX. Yep. They were doing motors for, for Butler Brothers back in the day on yeah. Suzuki and stuff. They tried to uh, do the Suzuki. They built an engine package for Suzuki. Yep. They it, It's like... It wasn't. They built a shock one year when they they, when shock. they shocked. You know, they built a, a his own. Koi was uh, printing his own T-shirt. Oh, he literally. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He went to Disney Nations as a T-shirt vendor. Yes. Right. Yep. Yep. Um, printing his own T-shirts. They tried everything. That's man. That, that's what I'm saying. Like, yes. there is no question they underperformed. Yeah, the results were not good. There is no question. Right. But at the same time as underperformance, everything blew up in their face. It seemed like everything they touched blew up into their face. Oh, also, too, another thing. Mm -hmm. Hired Phil Nicoletti. Had no spot for him. Phil, you're just going to fill in. Nobody's going to get benched. That theory didn't work yeah, out. They didn't but, bench anybody, but, yes. But, 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 hey, Phil, 
you know, if we get an injury, you're going to drop yourself in, and he ended up getting a bunch of races because guys got hurt. I think he raced like, more than was, anyone during that span because they was, had so many injuries. It was brilliant. Things like that. That was a good move. Things like that. You're just like, good job, JGL. You're trying. You're working on it, you know? Yep. But as I said on this show a dozens of times, if they can't get a fucking sponsor with, yeah. with their connections, yeah. they couldn't get sport clips on there. They couldn't get Domino's. They couldn't get Verizon. They couldn't get FedEx. Yeah. All these companies they're aligned with on the NASCAR side. Yep. Fortune 500 companies, David Evans, Coy Gibbs, Coach will go in there and show off his Super Bowl wings, rings. Yep. They couldn't do it. They yep. couldn't sell our sport. Yep. Now, you can point the finger at them, and they probably deserve some of that because there were some conflicts with Toyota and, and Suzuki. Toyota, uh, there was some stuff going on. Well, they always they said they kind of had to be a Yamaha team Yeah. because Toyota, you can't sponsored by Toyota and ride Hondas. Yeah, They're competitors. Ex exactly. A few things Stuff like that. put them in the corner, but, but I don't think a ton no, of No, 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 but not yeah. a ton. But fuck me if they can't get a sponsor, man. That's a bad uh, way to look at our industry, you know, and, and then they're gone. And it's brutal, and, I, and it sucks. Yeah, I don't think anyone thought in 2007 when we heard this team was going to happen and then 2008 when they started that this wasn't going to usher in more teams like this, certainly not less than we had then. And as you said, we've lost Geico Honda. You know, even the RCH thing, that's not that long ago. You know, they had taken over the sport with a new model. They were Suzuki's factory team. They had Roxanne. They won a championship. And that team's gone. It's really not a good look. I'll have more on that topic later. We have a rant, I believe. Okay. I'll talk about that yeah. later. Race Tech Rant coming up. Expert on Terras, Motorsport.com. Tweet at Talon. Yeah, One other up. thing that I want to mention that I don't think the team will get any credit for. Do you remember when it started that Coy's vision was that the riders, we have a trainer for the riders. They will all train at our track with our trainer. They will come into our shop. Football teamish. Yeah, football yep. teamish. And people thought that was insanity. Yeah. Ah, you can't do that. Yeah. You can't. Yeah. You can't do that. In a way, that's what everyone is actually doing now. How does the Alden Baker KTM model work? It's yeah. not that different. Right. Cooper Webb, we don't just say, here's your millions. We'll see you on Saturday, Cooper. No, here's our guy. This is our trainer. We have a practice mechanic. Everything you do, we'll call California. We'll send him the data. Here's videos. I mean, I know that Carlos, Cooper Rose mechanic, gets videos of every practice start they do at Alden's. They send it to him on the phone in California. They have that team concept now. Coy's not going to get any credit for this because it actually didn't work out for JGR. Yeah. But that was what Coy wanted to do, and it seemed insane at the time, and yeah. it is now the way most teams operate. Right. You look at Star. Uh, they're going to – They bought uh, yeah. the goat farm in Florida. Yeah. They're moving over there. Swanepoel right. is the – basically, he doesn't train – doesn't train Jerry J. Martin, doesn't train um, a Ferrandis. Well, Ferrandis. But, yeah. yeah, but basically right. everybody else. Right. Yeah. So yeah. these successful teams, Star and KTM and Husky, are operating under that team lockdown concept where we will – Follow every single thing yep. you do. You don't just leave the reservation for five days, which was Coy's vision. Yep. JGR is not going to get any credit for that because it didn't really work for JGR, but it was the correct way to do business. Yeah. 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 Uh, real, real shame for sure that they're gone. Yeah. And and, uh, and like we said, personally, we like those guys. Yeah. And that's. I mean, I wrote a letter to JGR yeah. HR. That is true. But but I, that didn't help. I, it didn't help. Coy continued to treat me like shit. And he threw a water bottle at you? Yeah. I believe. That was what you prompted said, it. Yeah. Yes. He threw a water bottle yeah. at, my, at my head. It bounced yeah. off my head. Yes. Right. I don't know. Maybe they didn't help. Maybe yeah. he got suspended briefly. Yeah. By maybe, maybe I brought JGR yes, down. Yeah, right? Maybe he, down. Yeah. He suspended himself. Yeah. Yeah. What I worry about, you know, for me, it's uh, the, the true connection is I moved to North Carolina. Yeah. How are we, how are we doing on time? No, yeah, we're, we're, yeah, we're, we're, Tim Carter's coming up. So I moved to North Carolina, and that was really the, at that time, yeah. 
the only major motocross connection in the area. Those guys really took me in like one of theirs. I'd go to their shop every Monday. Um, and now there's a lot of motocross in North Carolina, but it just dawned on me over the weekend that is all from JGR. Like, Phil hasn't ridden for the team in a while, yeah. but he's there. He's there. Club MX also, but he's there because of JGR. I saw Kyle Peters. I went to dinner Saturday night, and I ran into Kyle Peters. Kyle Peters from North Carolina, but he did ride for JGR. Now he's on another team. Yeah. The point is, there's this large group of moto in Enzo North Carolina. Enzo Lopes was, is still out Enzo there. Enzo Lopes, yeah. right. It's a large group of moto in North Carolina that all came there really because of JGR. Uh, our guy, Ulykowski. JB, JB. JB, Justin JB Brayton, never right. moved away. Right. right, right. So now I'm worried the area doesn't need JGR right now as much because there's yeah. other things going yeah. on. But without that JGR feeder system, right. we're not going to have another JB in the area. From people you talk to, does it seem yeah. like Coy is going to be able to give some people some jobs in cup shops like he's done in the past? Has that... I don't think like expected. I think a few guys, yes. Okay. Uh, like Leroy. Yeah. See, I don't know about yeah, Leroy. J-Bone. There's been a couple of guys through the years that they've already done that to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. When they shut down the 250 team. Yeah. I remember Geico Glenn, yeah, who used yeah. to work for the Geico team. Yeah. He moved to the cup side. But look, they're facing a day of reckoning on that side as well. NASCAR, kind of smartly has realized we've got to help these teams save money. So the new car that's coming in NASCAR, which will now be 2022, 2020 is kind of messed up, oh, yeah. maybe you haven't noticed, yeah. Yeah. so they had to push that back. But the I, the general idea of that new car is it's going to be easier to build, so you need less staff and less engineers to help these teams save money. So they're anticipating that most NASCAR teams are going to have to cut 40% oh, okay. of their staff. 40? Yeah, within the next 18 yeah, months. Yeah. So it's not really the time to be moving guys right. over. Right, jeez, man. So it you'd hope, a... I mean, the team is probably only a dozen guys. You would hope you could find a few spots, but it's not a good time for that. Yep. And again, I'll get into the rant later. Business side is bad sponsors in all motorsports, so that doesn't help. Uh, absolutely. Jason Wygant here on the Pulp MX Show, presented by Motorsport.com and Fly Racing. Uh, Vertex Pistons, Weege, did you know that every two-stroke KTM and Husqvarna comes with a, KTM, a Vertex Piston in the engine from the factory? Wow. Including gas gas now. Uh, we'll talk about that tomorrow at their team intro. Uh, did you know that 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was founded in a small workshop in northern Italy? I did know that. Oh, you did? Yes. Okay, all right. Uh, Their renowned reputation for exceptional quality. They are an OEM supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, gas gas, and more exotic brands like Beta and TM. Mm. You need a piston? Mm, two-stroke? Yeah, or four-stroke. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I take a piston. You will? Yeah, I would, okay, I would okay. take one. All right. Yeah. Uh, two-stroke, yeah. four-stroke pistons and replica high-compression and GP, uh, GP-style configurations. Sales at PivotWorks.com. Mention Pulp MX Show. Sales at PivotWorks.com and get a deal from the folks at Vertex Pistons, Hot Cams as well, uh, PivotWorks, uh, the whole company line there. They can dial you in. Uh, thanks you to those guys for being a big part of our Pulp MX Fantasy sponsor list as well. Uh, fantasy did not go well for you, Weege, uh, as you forgot to get your team in one weekend. Well, it's because of – actually, really the beef should be between me and Marks, right? It was his dumb system, his dumb algorithm. Mm-hmm. I did not forget to get a team in. I had seven of my eight guys in the team. Hey, everybody's had a guy – not score points in a moto. Mm-hmm. Big deal if you only get well, points from seven or eight guys. You, you, but Marx's dumb algorithm said if you only pick seven out of eight, you get a zero for every rider. And that cost me $600. Better luck next year. $600. Uh, I was 11th overall. Yeah. 600 bucks. Okay. All right. Moving on. Uh, bringing you uh, sales at paperworks.com. Bringing you our first guest of the night. He is from MX Sports. Somebody that myself and Jason Wygant know well. It's Tim Carter. What's up, Tim? How are you, man? I'm well. How are you guys? Thanks for com- thanks for calling in. Appreciate it. What what do you do in this off season now, Tim? So so the GNCC series is wrapped. The Lucas Oil Pro Motocross is wrapped. 
Uh, you know, amateur racing is done for the year. What are you doing these days, Tim? What takes up your well, time? There, there is no off season. Now I'm building the Loretta Lynn schedule. Oh boy. Uh, okay. About 72 racetracks across the country. Um, I am uh, packing my bags and heading to the uh, Winter Olympics or the Minios. Uh, we are going to be doing racer TV down there, so I will go down and oversee the the production, at least for the first uh, half of the week. I think I am going to come home for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Um, on sponsorship sales, uh, we are in the process of building the pro motocross schedule for 2021. So there's there's a lot to do. We're we're doing virtual banquets uh, because oh, obviously yeah. we, we're not going to go indoors. So we're trying to figure out how to do it virtually. Um, and literally, we are just on the fly trying to put things together, make it all work, uh, and still give everyone their props for for doing a great job at GNCC. Uh, then we have virtual Congress this year, AMA Congress. So I'm involved in that. And uh, so there's plenty to do. There's yeah. not much time. My family and I are going to hopefully, if if COVID doesn't stop us, we're going to go to Florida for uh, Christmas as we always do. And nice. Okay, so right you're busy. Get yeah. Good effort. Yeah, we're busy. We're busy. It's no. We're we're not sitting around right. for sure. Do you do, does the office? The office is probably a little brighter these days since Wygant moved to North Carolina. Would you say, Tim? Like a, moves a little better, works a little more efficiency. Efficient? I'd say yes. Well, he's been gone for a long time. I know, I know, uh, but but I'm just saying, like it just seems hard to sm- compare. Must be good. Yeah, must be nice. Yeah, it's it's okay. Yeah, yeah. Poor Tim. I think I've been waiting for this massive break. Long. I'm tuning out for the next month vacation for Tim. Uh, I've been there 20 years now. I've been waiting 20 years, Tim, to hear you say that you don't have a lot going on and you're taking a big break. <laughs> but here you are going to Minios, dude. Yeah. yeah. Come on, man. Yeah, Tim. Well, you. You know, I really I, I I want Racer TV to 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 be there, and and we're changing some staff, so I'm going to go down and make sure that uh, it's working properly, and we got things lined up, and so yeah. What else do I got to do, right? Yeah, I guess, I guess. Hey, Tim, something we've been talking about on our show here and there is the GNCC series, and Weed, you you kind of helped me. Uh, uh, realized this a while ago. This is something we've known for a couple of years, but and I've in my in my days out at Western Riding or my I don't talk to a lot of people. Let's face it, I don't. But uh, but you when are I, weird and unapproachable. When yes. I do talk to people, yes. yes, they tell me I'm over waiting eight hours for two four lap motos at motocross tracks. I'm over that, and I and I heard it about <laughs> local races. Hundred percent. I love the off road stuff. I do hare and hound. The guy in our corner here. What do you race, Talon? Heron Hounds. Heron Hounds. Yeah, yeah, whatever that is. So, so Talon said the same thing. Like, I don't like going to motor. So, any, I don't like going to motocross races. These promoters need to figure out a way to get on the track in shorter time for less money, Tim. And this is where the GNCC series, from what I hear, and maybe off road in general, is really taking advantage of this, right? Like, do you, do you hear the stuff that I'm hearing, Tim? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, GNCC, that model hasn't really changed much. Um, and you do get more value when you go to a GNCC and you can get on the track for a couple hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't have to wait around all day, as you said. Uh, we're very fortunate that GNCC, uh, and, and mostly because of, of Yamaha and Monster Energy and Specialized, the production of the event has really been elevated. There's a lot going on 
for everyone in the family. Uh, and we start racing. The first race starts at 8 a.m. And on Saturday, we're at 7.38 o'clock at night uh, with Stasix uh, riding. Right. We had, I think this last week, we had 40 Stasix out riding. Um, so there's always something to do. There's a lot of value in that. Uh, and you don't have to have that exotic motocross bike. Uh, at Ironman this year, uh, I think some of those guys rode to the starting line with the mud on their bike from the previous year. <laughs> and, and they were competitive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 we had 900, I think there was 950 on the starting line at Ironman uh, for the bike amateur race. So there, there are massive crowds. There's lots of riders. It's, it's yeah. more of a... It's like how moto used to be. Right. Weege, I hear, I'm hearing this a lot, right? Like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not just GNTC. Yeah. It's all off-road. Yep. And honestly, part of it is just that your, your race has a scheduled start time. Uh, th- I've been taking my kid to some of the local uh, hair scrambles by me, Mideast. That's our old buddy, Buren, who, who helps GNTC for oh, yeah. time. And to just know that your race starts at 9, yeah. and it will be over at 10 or 9.30 for yeah. the P-Dub race, yep. and then you can get on with your day. Right. Uh, or you can show up at 10 and race your race at noon, and then at yeah, 2 yeah. o'clock you're yeah. on with your day. Yeah. It doesn't blow out your whole weekend. So, it's yeah, it's all off-road. And also, I have to admit this, I feel like from a safety standpoint, uh, as motocross tracks, like when you get to the point where you have to jump a certain jump or your result for the day will be ruined, yeah. you never get to that point in off-road, and I think that helps as well. Right, right. Yep. Yeah, I definitely I definitely hear more and more of that. Yeah. So, And obviously, MX Sports so, is a big part of that. Yep. So, Steve, when are we going to get you to one? Well, I've raced two of them, Tim. and uh, He has a plaque. He's very I have proud a plaque. of this. I have a plaque from Iron Man, 2001, Tim, fifth place. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Fifth place in mm-hmm. the industry class. Yep. Um, awesome. I, and then I raced the Unadilla, and it was an absolute downpour. I lost my gloves, I lost my goggles, and then I lost my sanity <laughs> and pulled it in early. Um, uh, so, yeah, yeah, I get that. that was, oh, it was it was unbelievable. But I'd like to go. But but I'll tell you what I I do want to talk to you tonight about Tim that could see me come out, and I, and I really think. Oh, here we go. This is right in Steve's wheelhouse, Tim. You stumbled right into one of Steve's passion projects. Yes, yes. Are are we? All right. Are we still doing the vintage Daytona race? Oh, that? Yeah. What are you talking about? That's what I'm talking about. E-bikes, bro. E-bikes. Oh. Yeah, that too. Oh, God. Yeah, so so if, uh, at this point in time, we are still doing okay. vintage uh, Daytona. Uh, there could be a curveball coming our way. Uh, uh, we'll know probably in the next 15 to 20 days um, okay. that, so- that would uh, eliminate that that vet race oh. uh, or vintage race. Um, I would like to do I, I that. Feel pretty, yeah, I would like I to do that. I feel pretty confident we're okay. going to be vintage racing at Daytona. Okay. More importantly. Yeah. Okay, so GNCC now has an e-bike, e-mountain yes. bike I, series. And I've watched a couple of videos oh, yeah. from them. Yeah. I don't know if you know this, Tim, but Steve is one of – Steve is probably as effective as selling – e-mountain bikes as the entire GNCC series. He is an absolute salesman through and through. Yes, yes. Greatest endorser that these products ever had. So when GNCC announced that there would be an FIM North America, what was it? How did we call it at Loretta's? Was it a FIM North America? North America World Championship yes. at Loretta Lens. Steve sent the stroking chin emoji text <laughs> thinking of going to Loretta's to, partici- to potentially participate to be a world champion. Yes. So, yes. Steve, this is where we need to get you. Yes. I, I would like to do one of those. Uh, I talked to, I talked to um, uh, Luke 
Nestler about it. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, yeah. I have to. Sh- I, I need an intense taser. I'm an intense athlete. I will not get on that other brand. Okay. Um, but uh, he thinks we can work this out. And I wouldn't mind trying it out. I, I think it'd be kind of fun. I, and from what I gather, these things have been a success, Tim, these e-bike races. You, you know, the e-bike races are good. We've doubled our entries. Uh, granted, we started out at about 30 bikes per race. Mm-hmm. Now we're up to 60-ish bikes per race. But I think where we're really successful is there's 300 bikes around the racetrack watching those 60 guys race. Yeah. I mean, literally... Uh, there are a ton of bikes. and in, in fact, at our final round at the Buckwheat up in Preston County, West Virginia, uh, when the sun came up the next morning and somebody just left their bike, it was, a, it was one of those high-end Levos, left it right in the middle of the field, um, and we got it back to the right. Well, we it's not back yet. He's from Massachusetts. But literally just left it in the wow. middle of the field. Oh, um, that's funny. One of the carbon fiber, I think, yeah, the yeah. carbon fiber uh, Levo. I uh, I think um, I want to do it. I want to try it. Yeah, yeah. we got to get Mathis to race one of these. Yeah, this would be great. You you pick the event, Steve, and and we'll make sure that that uh, yeah. you get the experience. I, I think it'd be fun. Yeah, oh, I, yeah. I do. It's they're, they're an hour from what I got right. They're an hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, they yeah. are an hour. Um, yeah, it, it would be it'd be something to try. I think I think I'd be into it for sure. And again, the intense cycles guys are, are big supporters of mine and the show, and, and so it's cool to. To see, I bet you they would make it happen too. As far as getting a bike out for me, well, with with their new relationship with Parts Unlimited, yeah. and, um, I think we're going to see some intense athletes, as more from what I'm told, uh, next year. And right. you know, when when you do a e mountain bike race at GNCC, the, the vibe is already there. I mean, we already have the PA system and all the the, mm-hmm. the pageantry of, of motorbike racing, and then you add the bicycle guys. When we get bring in real bicycle people that haven't been around motorsports they're blown away um you know that with with the uh the pageantry of it all someone tell mullins coming for him i'm coming for him (laughs) someone (laughs) someone i don't i I don't i know he's got bad wrists you know so i'll probably take advantage of that Uh, that's true yeah yeah yeah. yeah. someone tell mullins that's right that that i'm coming for force him into retirement again again yeah i'll put him again retire him caleb Caleb did it the first time i'll do it again (laughs) right all right um uh uh, tim carter here on the show uh brought to you by vertexpistons.com email sales at pivotworks.com to get a deal for a two-stroke or four-stroke piston Hey Tim, I, I I don't even know. Actually, I don't. You would think that we were in cahoots on this. I just happen to be out here, and then you just happen to be a guest. So it's not like you and I discussed what we're yeah, going to be talking no, about the show. Yeah. But I have a, I have a real question that's going to go back a few months here. Uh, you got through the storm. We got through 2020. You got races to happen. I know you're an integral part. You know the Coombs are going to say it was you. You're going to say it was the Coombs. Everybody deflects uh, the, the the praise. But look, man, how close were you at times? I didn't even know. I was showing up at these races. To Loretta's not happening, to these nationals not happening. I mean, was there like a Friday night or a Monday night before Loretta's where you were like, I still don't know, and we're racing tomorrow? <laughs> you know, the the week prior to Loretta's, um, I was in a bit of a tiff with the county executive. Um, and uh, the county executive would not... Uh, wouldn't wouldn't communicate with us. Oh I was communicating through the tourism director, mm-hmm. and the tourism director of the county was she. She's a wonderful lady, uh, a big supporter of ours, and she kept telling me everything's okay, Tim. Everything's okay, and I so I need to see it in writing because <laughs> I can't have all these people get on the road and get over there and find out that it's not okay. And you know we were 
we were listening to the Tennessee governor, and and there was a lot going on, and uh, and the the when the when the county executive finally put it in writing, he did it on the Facebook page, <laughs> and uh, and 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 if you go back and read it, it's sort of funny because he got the dates wrong. He put in an executive order for the county that said because of the outsiders that are coming in, which is us. Um, you know, for the past uh, 39 years, the past 38 years, we were we were guests and partners. Uh, this year, we were outsiders. <laughs> and he said, because of us outsiders coming in, he's going to make everyone in the county wear a mask. Because he was afraid that, that we, he, he said that we were going to make people wear masks, and they would not want to wear masks when they come to Loretta. So they're going to do everything they can to get off the reservation and and they were going to come and contaminate the community. Um, that didn't happen. So that and, was a scary, and, uh, scary yeah. moment, though. That all yeah, there was a, a yeah. You know, there was. There's no question. You know, I can joke about it now, and and uh, um, that you know, you remember a year or so ago, there was a an app on Facebook that if you took your picture and show you what you look like in 20 years. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's what, that's, you. that's what, that, that, that's been in the last, you know, what, since March, uh, since we were at Daytona. Um, and, and, you know, COVID is very real. It is very real. Uh, we've been very fortunate that we've been able to get through uh, 13 GNCCs, uh, all of the Loretta Lynn Super Regionals, which were super. Um, the Loretta Lynn event itself, which was magnificent, thanks to, to Monster Energy and and uh, investing in that property. And then uh, nine Pro Motocross races and 10 ATV Nationals. Um, and we, we got through it with relatively no... Uh, uh, Issues we we did have uh, we know of four cases of COVID uh, during that whole time of people that were at our events uh, four mm-hmm. and tomorrow tomorrow we we meet the the safety race task force uh, reconvenes tomorrow we have not met as a team oh probably in four months and uh, we reconvene tomorrow to go over what everyone was doing, what we mm-hmm. did, uh, what our cases were. Uh, did we have any negative impact on the communities? We cannot show or find where we had an adverse impact on a community in terms of the number of cases. We've been tracking the number of cases as we lead into a, to a community, and then as we, lead out, as we go out of the community. We can't see where we've had a, a, an adverse impact on those communities. So, you know, as we look into 2021, I think there's, uh, you know, we're going to have to adapt our plan. Um, you don't have to be a, uh, you don't have to be a, a, a steward of the news to find out that that this isn't going to go away in the next two weeks. No. So I think we're going to be in a, we're going to be looking at at protocols. What we learned, I believe, what we learned is that being outside is really good. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Uh, yeah. and being the great outdoors, uh, there's something to it. And so we're very fortunate that, that all of a sudden being outside 
uh, has become sexy again. You know, the, the off-road, hi- off-highway motorcycle sales are up 60% in this country, 60%. Um, so there's going to be a lot of people that have motorbikes that can come ride GNCC or mm-hmm. motocross or ATV off-road or whatever whatever it might be. And uh, we need to have the data to show. We're excited for pro motocross next year, although we don't have a, a schedule nailed down. We're we're going to be on NBC for another year, uh, at this, least. We hopefully not we with the same announcer. Through. Hopefully not with the same announcer. I hope you know we are reviewing the announcing yeah, team. Yeah, um, I will. No question. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, they are the the entire team is being reviewed. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> My demands yep. need to be met. Right. My oh, oh, oh you're, you're oh, putting yeah, it that yeah. way. I mean, I, I'm starting automatic. Oh, we'll be negotiating no, 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 here. it. Yeah, he's G- spinning it. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yes. G- GL is fine, but the, but the 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 play by play guy, he's, he's great. He's, he's, he's the, terrible. The anchor guy. He's yeah, great. he tells guy. me about Geico one more time. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna be cutting back on that. Yeah, we might be cutting we back, back on, on that. that. I just, I never really asked him. I would see Tim every weekend, but I didn't really ask. I figured you had enough. You didn't need to answer my questions of is this race really in jeopardy or not. So I never actually asked you how bad or how difficult yeah. it was. I yeah. had my assumptions. Right, right. But I'm sure there were some sleepless nights. And, yes, you're like the uh, – when you see the president, what it, what he looked like when he entered office and when he left. Yeah. That's your I, rapid yeah. aging process. I uh, I think, uh, like I said, if, 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 if the, the vintage Supercross race at Daytona is happening, which right. I hope it is, I think I'm in. I just need a bike. So we just got to get a bike. I, 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 oh, you were what do you want? Around something you you have in the garage here. And no, how am I going to get out to Florida? That, ah, dude, easy. What Somebody's about that going. bike on the behind the uh, uh, yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, I could try to get that thing out. That's a 125, though. Bro, it's Daytona. Yeah. No one, no one, you know. There's no vehicle or truck. Or no, anything. there is. Yeah, there's. Yeah, I, yeah, there's I can, I can try it. to. I want to do that. I want. I want to do that. Doesn't uh, so. doesn't our guy six time bring like six different bikes down there? Yeah. Too? See, I can get one of six times yes. bikes. Right. Yes. Yeah. I heard last Randy. I'm sure we. Randy said we he raced last year with a shock in his hand. Yeah, held the shock. His shock it. fell off, and he's such a f- <laughs> man. He fucking picked the shock up and raced it because that's what a hero he is. So, well, uh, t- Todd DeHoop will bring a dozen bikes, and uh, uh, Diamond Don. Yeah. Uh, right. From yep. the, uh, Diamond Don came in with a. With, might as well. He must have had 15 bikes in there. Well, so we'll find something for you. Right. Right? Well, I'm working on a CR500 build too, so maybe that I get that out there. Weed, you wanted to ask Tim before we go about the uh, possible EMX copy? Well, yeah, uh, this is probably on your radar, man. I hear every team talk about it. Loretta's has long motos, rough track, and all that. They want more races like that. So I hear teams say, like, man, why don't they just threw in some races at the Nationals? Have you been approached with this? Like, I hear this all the time. And I know the Saturday one-day format doesn't really lend itself to adding any races. But I feel like this is coming to a head because everybody keeps asking, and I'm like, dude, I don't know. I got nothing to do with it. Well, we, we've kicked around several ideas, mm-hmm. and and uh, um, I would be lying to you if I told you we haven't looked and talked about uh, going back to a two-day event. Oh, okay. Um, yep. I don't believe that's something you're going to see in 2021. Right, right. Um, you know, we we also hear that our amateurs – it's hard for me to hear this sometimes because, you know, there, when you say, well, our amateurs aren't getting enough track time, it, it cuts to the core of, of what we think Loretta Lynn's is all about. And Loretta Lynn's, you do get long track times. And we've done a good job, I think, in 2020 uh, expanding our regional program. One thing you're going to find in 2021, we're going to stay with those three regionals instead of two in a region which will give everyone more track time. 
Um, and we, you know, we had the idea, Jason, uh, I know we spoke to you about it, and Steve, I'm not sure if, if uh, you've been briefed on it or not, but our idea about the Moto Combine. Oh, yeah, that. Yeah, um, Davey, Davey talked to me about that. Yeah. It was, I think we literally announced it, what, the day before the COVID day of COVID reckoning. Hit. So that kind of went away, I guess. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and the Moto Combine would, would, uh, would do that, although it wouldn't do it on a weekly basis. But it would do that a couple, three, four times a year, maybe. Okay. And see how that works. But you know what they don't have in Europe, um, and I get, and, and I had a debate with uh, um, Roger and Ian um, the week we were at Pala over this. You know, they said we really got to take a look at our amateur program and look how they do it in Europe. Well, I, I would agree that there's a lot of things in Europe that they do well, and but they don't have the numbers that we have. Um, you know, we have 10 or 12,000 unique people that try to compete through the Loretta program. And I don't think you have that over there. I could be wrong, but I don't think you have the numbers to accommodate like we have, um, or the sales, the number of, uh, uh, off highway vehicles that are actually competing like we have. And, but we're always looking into it. We're always, uh, trying to figure out how to do it better and try to give give what what the community really wants. Um, so who knows what's going to happen in the future. Yeah, I just figured it. I, I would assume it's come across your desk, yep. this concept. Every team has mentioned this to me. You know, uh, we'd yeah. love to get some long motos in, maybe on the rough national track. Well, I think what we've seen is some of these amateurs come in and not be ready, not, not produce yeah. results. And yep. the teams are saying, look, you got like, like my response would be, listen, you idiots, why don't you not sign all the kids that, you know, that aren't going to be special. That would be my response. But right. anyways, you got to help the teams help themselves and say, okay, right. we'll give you some venues, four to five venues a year right. to, to look at these kids, and you'll probably yeah. still sign them for too much money and too long term, but you're, you're all idiots. That's what I well, would say. Well, and maybe yeah. I'm, maybe I'm, you know, you should never, you should never comment unless you know the answer, but, and I do not know the answer to this, but uh, do they have all these training camps in Europe? You know, what are these, yeah. these kids, you, they're putting more time on their motorcycles now than they did when you were growing up, Steve, or when I, you know, I started 43 years ago. Now, I never raced a motorcycle, but I've been around for a long time. And I know that Davey and Timmy Coombs, the only time they got to ride their bike was on the weekend when they went to the races. Now there's more hours putting on these bikes, and they're not on racetracks. Well, these training camps, perhaps they should be running them 40-minute motos. Uh, and getting them ready, and yeah. digging a deep track, and well, getting it loamy, and I think they are. You know, <laughs> you know, they are at these facilities, but it's not, it's not working out or something. Yeah, it's I, not, I don't yeah, know. I don't know what. Yeah, it's a good point though, Tim. Yeah, like no, you, it is. you, you literally give them a place to ride, and yeah. then you're saying we don't have a good place to, right. no, to, no, do, yeah. to see what they've got. Yeah, I, I agree. So. Um, I, my worry is that sounds like a great solution at first, but I feel like what you guys have always tried to do, and a lot of the other amateur races, is say like, well, we're, if you start. Having five or six amateur events at the pro races, it essentially makes amateur racing even more elitist, even more of an elite thing. Yes, more expensive. I, more yeah. expensive, yeah. and now you got to get to multiple events. I think you guys have always said, like, look, if you can get to an area, a regional, and Loretta's, you've at least got a shot to get yourself on the radar. So even if you don't have a ton of money, you can at least, or a ton of time yeah. away from home, yeah. or traveling Parents out of school. Who, yeah, maybe you actually yeah. work for a living. Right, right, exactly. You can do it. So to say we need six races a year all across the country, it starts making the amateur thing more pro. Yeah. 
Is that necessarily uh, the right direction? It goes direction? against everything I believe in. I know it does yes, for you. Yes, You're very I sensitive. I, this, so. it's, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Good luck with that debate, Tim. Um, well, Tim, yeah. uh, thank you for coming on tonight, and thanks for uh, for calling in and updating us on everything. Uh, appreciate the time. Uh, let's get you back in uh, at some point too, and give us some updates for sure. So it is. It's been my pleasure. I enjoy watching or listening to you guys. I will, I, I end up watching you more than I listen. Okay. Um, because I'm on the East Coast, and yeah. it's about the time I get home and I turn it on, and you guys are on. But you've always got great show, and, and that's honor for me. It's an honor for me to be a part of it. So thank well, you. Thank you know, how you, you always yeah. make fun of like your your parents for like not understanding technology. Yeah. Well, Tim would always be like, "Yeah, I was watching Mathis on his show," and I'm like. Uh, Tim's so old, he doesn't get it. It's 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 a podcast, dude. You don't watch it. Like, poor Tim. Yeah. He doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. Nah. But it actually was yeah, Facebook no, Live, and yeah. he was watching yeah, it. we're all set up now. We're in here. <laughs> God, why? You, you know, I, yeah, I, yeah I, that's how I know you're sitting in front of a motorcycle. Yeah, he nailed it. He nailed it, yeah. yeah um, yep. All right, Tim. Well, thanks for coming on, man. I appreciate it, and uh, we'll talk soon for sure. All right, good luck. All Thank right. you. Thank you. That's Tim Cotter, everybody, from MX Sports, brought to you by the folks at Vertex Pistons. Please check them out if you can and email sales at pivotworks.com for more information. Uh, Jason Wygant brought to you by Roost MX tonight. Chris and Christina over there. Uh, Roost MX, the Rock River Yamaha team. I don't know if they're still going to be. Will Troll Train run Roost I, MX I know graphics? Roost is involved. I talked to the team manager who cannot be named. Okay. Today. Yeah. And I believe Christine is doing some of the graphics works for the team. Okay. I don't know. So if they it's could like, be back on for this troll they're train. They're definitely involved. They were right. saying they're going to send me some mock ups of the truck yep. look. Yep. And they said that Christina and Roost had mocked that up. So I'm assuming they're involved. Well, I spoke to Mike yeah. Duclos uh, for a privateer podcast yeah. uh, a couple weeks ago. Really good, interesting podcast. But uh, sounds like a good guy, too, as well. Very open yeah, like and honest. Yep. So uh, please check that out as well. Use the code Pulp Nation to save 20% at roostmx.net. They offer a wide range of custom products from hats, t shirts, backpacks, sticker kits, and more. 48 hour turnaround. They made my number plate graphics for the World Vets in no time. I want to thank them for that. They're bringing you Jason Wygant tonight. You know, my kid is a Yamaha PW50. Have you heard of one of those? Yeah. It's been around a little while. Yeah, a little bit. He's been begging me for numbers that would go on the motorcycle. Do you think it would be possible that you could get those? Yes. I, I mean, I haven't done this. He's right. had the bike for almost two years. Yeah. He, Is it possible to get he numbers? He just wants numbers. He just would love well, to have numbers, and I'm like, I don't know, what man. A, what a Christmas present. Some numbers. Some numbers. Yeah. Do just, they do they make these things? Yeah, they do. Yeah. Do yeah. Roostmx. Roostmx. Or should I just go to Lowe's or Home Depot and get mailbox numbers? Uh, Duct tape? Well... You would do that. I would do that. And uh, and we're going to talk later about. I got. Um, I got. Uh, I want to talk to you about these cabinets. The All cabinet right. install. Yeah. yeah I yeah. want to talk to you about something that I've spent some money on. Yeah, uh, I've had that, a break. I'm sitting down for this. Yeah. Whatever it is. Uh, I want. Uh, Talon was asking me to ask you about a crazy ex-girlfriend. Oh I, yeah, I don't yeah. remember the story it's all the time. It's a DMXS radio story. I'm not Original, familiar with that show, best. but yeah. right. Uh, but we'll talk to you. We're gonna try to talk to you about for that kind of stuff later on. So okay. we, we do have questions for All you. Right. Uh, Skosh Industries. Dean Wilson got married this past weekend using Skosh. Zach Osborne's your 450 national champion. He uses Skosh. He got married using Skosh. Yeah. What do you mean he's got married? I mean, he uses Skosh. I'm sure he used a cord, uh, charging something cord, at the wedding. Uh, something okay. at the wedding. Right. Congratulations. Uh, right. Pulp 2020 is the code to save with Skosh. Phone mounts, chargers, cables, power sports clamps, and mounts. The base links modular system, which is right in front of Weege's computer here. Weege has a, uh, using I have a, a Skosh cord right now. Skosh cord thing? right now. You just put your phone in there. It charges it. Not this phone. Yeah, that phone. No way. Yeah. You can wireless charge a phone that's this old? Nah. 
not working. Well, your case. His is okay. probably too old. Oh, they take my case off? Oh. Uh, it's probably too old. Oh, it's too old. Uh, what, what phone six. is that? iPhone 6. That's too old. Oh, it's too old. Yeah. Shocking. Yeah, okay, never mind. won't charge your iPhone 6, but it'll uh, charge It'll charge just 11 all day long. That's or... really too bad because my phone only lasts about an hour. It's too bad that you have an iPhone 6 in 2020. That's what's too bad. I, I don't know. I mean, it works fine. What's the problem? Okay. And besides it losing charge every hour. And how much battery storage do you have on it? How much storage? I mean, just storage. I had to do a lot of work. You know the other... I had a lot of other storage. I don't know what that is. So I had to do a full factory reset and everything. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, Skosh, Pulp 2020 is the code to say with those guys. Uh, please check them out. Rockstar Energy Husky team, big part uh, of the Skosh's uh, uh, effort out there. And uh, they're welcoming our next guest on the show. This man had a terrific 2020 Supercross season. Uh, it was really something to see, and we're looking forward to more in 2021. Team Tedder KTM's Martin Davalos. Marty, what's up, man? How are you doing, Steve? I'm I'm very happy to be on the show, man. It's been a while since we last talked. Yeah. But um, yeah, man. This this COVID deal is kind of messing everybody up. Like I've been I've been hiding away. I don't want to deal with it. <laughs> I've been hiding away. Um, so you didn't do outdoors this year. Uh, and normally, look, you 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 haven't done a ton of outdoors in other stuff because you've been injured, but you've still been doing the work, right? Like like so this year though there was there was no outdoors for you. What was that like? Did you did you, how long did you go without riding, Marty? Well, you know, I Matt, you know, Matt and I sat down and he he told me I could go race outdoors. Okay. Realistically for me, you know, because the whole COVID deal was going on and my son was born, I was yeah. like I, at first, you know, once he was born, I told myself, I don't want to do outdoors. This is the first year that I mm-hmm. am going to choose not to do it. Right. And I'm going to spend the summer with him and just kind of learn about him and all that. But, you know, then the, the COVID deal came through and then, you know, they were, they were really not knowing when it was going to start. They were thinking about doing five rounds, nine rounds. Then, you know, it was just, it didn't make sense for me to really stress about it, you know? Mm-hmm. So I just, I decided just completely not to do it. I took about, I probably took about a month and a half, two months off. I didn't ride, but I did still train okay. like off the bike. Yep. Uh, let my body heal, um, you know, recover as much as I could and gain a couple pounds, a couple extra, too, too many pounds, actually, I'd say, <laughs> but you know, about, I think four rounds to go, I started my off season training and I started doing outdoors. You know, I, mm-hmm. I did outdoors until about a month ago, okay. a month ago, I, I hopped in supercross and now, yeah, I've been. Yep you know, full on, you know, getting ready for the season now. So, um, yeah, it's, it's been good. You know, I, I, I didn't want to go too long without riding cause you know, it is an advantage, um, from the guys that were racing, you know, and staying in shape and yeah. all that. Yep. So I didn't want to take too much time off and, but, but, you know, I did want to enjoy myself a little bit and my son. So it was good. This is something we talked about. So I did the Supercross preview show the other day and they asked me about Kenny and I said, look, man, He's not doing the outdoors, and this goes for you too, Marty. Like, I do feel like you fall off that tip of the spear when you don't race that long, and it does take some time to get up. Now, of course, there's no off-season supercrosses. Uh, remember that time in Geneva, Marty, when I helped set up your bike? Remember that? That was awesome. Yeah, um, yeah that was pretty good. Right, that was amazing. That was, oh, Marty in Geneva. Marty in Geneva was good, Weege. He was, it was, I, I don't want to say that he had JB covered, but it was getting pretty scary there. Yeah. JB. JB's your guy. Was right, getting very, right. Right. It's getting right. very nah, scary. JB, JB got very lucky that, that we crashed. <laughs> um, anyways, though, Marty, I was saying about Kenny and this applies to you. Like you're right, right? Like it, it, the longer you take off, the harder it is to get back to that tip where those guys were, isn't it? 
Yeah, definitely. But, you know, and I, I could probably speak for, for Kenny a little bit. And, you know, for me, my age, you know, I, I am 33. A lot of people think that is not a big deal. But it is, you know, mm-hmm. and re- re- racing every single weekend and outdoors is br- brutal. And, you know, obviously Kenny, um, you know, he's dealing with a lot of injuries, a lot of stuff that is, has bothered him throughout the years. And, you know, taking some time off is really good for the body. I mean, I, it, it, it is a little bit of a disadvantage to sit on the couch a little bit and watch them, you know, get in shape. But if you have enough time you know, if, if, if you have enough time to get ready for the season, I don't feel like it's a disadvantage. So, you know, mm-hmm. the season was ended, the motocross season, season was ended, you know, I think it was in, uh, I think at the beginning of October or something yeah. like that. Yep. So realistically, you know, riding all October, all November, all December, three good months of riding, it's plenty of time for us to get ready. And I'm sure, you know, when we, you know, us as athletes, when we take time off, yes, we don't ride but we still stay active. You know, I, right. for me, I, you know, I, I still cycle. I still go and jog. Yes, I am not, you know, soup, my regimen is not 110% and I'm not super consistent. But I try and stay busy and, you know, I, 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 I try and stay mobile. You know, I don't sit on the couch. Yeah. It's not like coming back from an injury, you know. Coming back right. from an injury is really brutal. You know, you're sitting on the couch for two months or whatever it is. And then you got to rehab and you know get back into the the swing of things. So for me, for me, it was it was great. You know, I rode once a week here and there. I rode twice a week. Then I started ramp- ramping it up. And you know, I I just feel like my body is adjusted to it really good. And mostly just just I'm you know I just I'm recharged. You know, I'm I'm you know this off season has been treating me great. I I feel. Um, you know, the best I've ever felt my, my body. And, right. and that's what, you know, that, that was my whole idea to, uh, to take that whole summer off. Hey, Marty, I know the COVID thing has thrown everybody's schedule out of whack, but you have stability uh, the team announced that you're on, I think for two more years already, right? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. we, we talked about it. You know, I'm, I'm very happy with it, with, uh, with the team, Matt, um, Matt is, you know, provided me with, with equipment. I mean, you know, when we get to the 450 class, we all know, the engine is not a huge, you know, thing. And on the 450 class, we have plenty of power. But they, we, we are, you know, we we are a factory supported team, and we have access to a, a lot of um, the things that KTM offers. So, um, you know, it's a great bike, and and for me, you know, that's basically all I needed. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a great opportunity. Yes, I'm not under the factory temp, but I have, you know, I'm under attend that these people really care about me and that that to me is very important you know they're giving they're willing to give me a shot and that you know that to me i'm very thankful to 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 have that you know a place to ride i mean now now you guys see how many how many you know great riders past champions i mean people are struggling to get a ride in it it's not fair for anybody you know i i just wish that that you know now jgr shutting down i mean that we're talking about all this you know, spots that mm-hmm. that are open that are just basically, um, you know, leaving people without yeah. jobs. Well, that's actually that's that weege that we that was good. One of my questions, Marty, was did you get approached by anybody? You had a solid year, especially a strong Salt Lake City rounds. Did you come close to switching? Did you? Did some people call you and say, "Hey, what are you doing?" Next? Like, did you entertain anybody else other than going back with with uh, Tedder? To be honest with you, I I didn't. I uh, you know. I think a lot of people, you know, a lot of the budgets were cutting down and, yep. and, you know, everybody was kind of, you know, waiting on this COVID deal. 
And, you know, I, I, maybe I could have waited. Maybe I, you know, maybe I, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe gave it a a shot, but you know, for me, it was, it was a no brainer. You know, I was happy with the bike. I, I was happy with the program. Um, I think we, we, all of us got along in the team and, you know, they're, they, they're there to help me achieve my goals. And, you know, it was just a no brainer. So, um, you know, I, I just, I decided to, uh, you know, to continue to the program and, you know, just for me, mostly it's just, it it took me so long to get used to the motor, the, the riding on this, this motorcycle. And I just didn't want to switch manufacturers, you know, I didn't want to get, start getting used to another bike, another team, another program so i just feel like having that you know coming into this next year the 2021 it's going to be a little a little easier to adjust you know 702-586 pulp you got a question for martin davalos from team tetter uh brought to you by scotia industries pulp 2020 the code to save with those guys 702-586-7857 yeah so marty you yeah you have some stability you have a team you wanted to stay there they still had a spot for you but I remember it was like a little over a year ago, it was like you just wanted one shot at the 450 class. So you have to be just ecstatic to know you made it, you made it happen, you got good results, you don't have to worry about employment in the 450 class. Because at one point, it looked like you weren't even going to be racing anymore at all, and you were never going to get that 450 shot. Yeah, I mean, you're totally right. And, and uh, you know, um, I basically, Mitch decided to just kind of let me borrow his 450. You know, we... When when you're a PC guy, you get a 450 just to to do outdoors. And Mitch kind of let me borrow that bike to kind of start getting ready to do the Geneva because I wanted to to do that. And until then, you know, th- there was nothing, you know. And Geneva came and and you know I started talking to uh, this a Suzuki team, and then I then you know Matt Matt approached me and and I was like, hey, you know, if, if if this is going to be a factory supported bike, you know, there's, there's no reason why I, I don't mind being a, in another tent, you know, as long as I have the equipment that I need and we, we have access to testing and get the chassis the way I, I like, you know, cause for me, it's important to set up this motorcycle the way I like to ride it. And, uh, yeah, I went, I flew to California right before Geneva. I, you know, I, I stayed there for a day. I rode the bike. I'm like, you know, this, this motorcycle has got great potential and it's a no-brainer. So I just went to Geneva and, um, you know, raced, came back. And, uh, you know, I think we had a month and a half on the mm-hmm. on the KTM before uh, we went to A1. But, uh, you know, for me, uh, I, you know, when I got back, the bike was super fast. Um, this They handled great. It was just – it was very hard for me to go fast on the bike. You know, it's, it's hard to push this – 450 and and be aggressive on it compared to the 250f you know you have so much power that it's just you know it, it has it, it took me a while to get used well, to listen marty there was one man who was always talking about you on a 450 outdoors on the rockstar husky team you got a podium you showed everybody this past year you almost got on the box uh, you were super fast at times. I, I feel so vindicated, Marty, by your 450 skills. I knew they would translate. We needed to get you up there earlier. But I knew, Marty, that a 450 would suit you. Yeah. Hey, man, I, I had a great 2017 with uh, – the reason why I switched to Husky, you know, at, at that point in my career is because I was supposed to uh, transfer to the 450 a year a year earlier mm-hmm. than I actually did. But it, you know, they they didn't let me. They wanted me to stay on the 250. But yeah, to the 2017 was great. You know, I was able to show 
that I could ride that motorcycle. I podium, you know, Unadilla and podium Washugo mm-hmm. and got third at, at Butts Creek before I had my ACL, uh, the first moto. So, yeah, I, you know, I was translating, you know, my, my you know, the way I wanted to ride it. That motorcycle was fitting me great. And, you know, I honestly, I felt like that year was going to be the year that would open up some doors to somebody would give me a chance to, to do it. But, yeah, no, nothing wow. opened up for me, you know. So it's a brutal sport. I'm just, I'm very happy I have, uh, you know, Team Tedder behind me this year and, um, you know, 2022 possibly. So, um, you know, just it's just it's just stressful, man. This off season yeah. is stressful when you're when you're trying to find a ride, and you know, it, it, just knowing that you have that, it just makes it a lot easier on on uh, on yourself. That's for sure. Listen, I know Brian at MTF. There, he's a good guy. He works hard. I'm sure he works really good. But we got to get you back with Red Dog Marty. You know, back with the big one five, the, the tutelage of the great Tim Ferry. Also, you know, I mean, God, he could just turn just just you know. Marty, I mean Red Dog, coaching you again. Hey, Red Dog, hey Red Dog, and 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 Evie are you know are just like family to me. They've they've done, um, you know, they've taken such a good care of me. Unfortunately, I came up here. You know, my 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 wife um, had a job. She finished her her residency. She's a pediatric dentist, so I had to move up here. Uh, and you know, it's just, just it was just bummer. hard to make it work like that. But um, you know, I still stay in touch with Red Dog. He's you know he's always going to be you know, that, that guy for me. And, uh, you know, I have so much respect for him and his family. That's for sure. Phenomenal. I mean, hey, the things that Timmy can do for a guy. I got to say, I don't even want to bring that one up, but oh. that Dallas first turn crash. But before that, the yeah. heat race, oh. that was about as good as I've seen anybody ride. Yeah. Tim yeah. Ferry yeah. tutelage yep. was Thank all coming you. together. It was all coming together. Thank you. I, I knew yes. this. Yep. Uh, guys, guys, that, that year, I you know, we we don't know how that year would have went, but I have never felt so good in a you know riding right. a motorcycle. I just you know from from the moment we got there and we did press day and from from the first lap in practice, you know the, you know the the bike was working so good. My fitness was to another level. I just I knew that I was going to win. You know I just I knew that there was nobody in better shape. And you know it's just those things happen sometimes. Yeah. You know it just, it's it's out of your control and it. It just catches you off guard, and and that makes you a better person, I guess. But I guess. it is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's the is Dakota racing? Is his wrist better? Is is he starting to ride again? What's the plans for Dakota? Well, I just I just talked to Dakota. Um, he yeah he is planning on racing. He is you know he's he's gone through hell with yes. his wrist. Yes, he has. He, he, I mean, this poor guy is going through so many surgeries, but. Um, as far as I'm concerned, the last surgery they did, which it was about a month and a half or two ago, it came out to be a very positive thing. He was struggling with so much pain on, on his wrist, and mm. he's taking it. It's actually feeling a lot. He just told me he he feels like it's it's good. He's, he's done a lot of therapy. Now it's all about getting the strength back on his wrist, and he's going to start riding possibly I, he set up in December sometime. So, okay. But, he doesn't want to rush it. Right. His intentions are definitely to 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 race. Um, you know, next year. I, we don't know if he's going to make it to the first round yeah, or yeah. if he's going to make it to the second or third. We just he's just taking it day by day. But um, you know, I, I, he sounds really positive, and well, I have no I have no doubt that he'll he'll show up for sure. Well, good. Yeah, I like Dakota. Cool. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good to hear. He's hopefully getting fixed. Right. 
Uh, Martin Davos on the show brought to you by Skosh Industries. Pulp 2020 is the code to save. Is there a big difference, Marty, between your bike now and that Rockstar Husky that you rode uh, those years over there? Like, is there a huge difference for you? Not really, but, no. you know, I, I, never, I never rode it, you know, in Supercross. The engine, True, I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure the engine is the same, I'd say. Pretty close to it, you know. Um, I think it's just a matter of, of how do you want the power to be, you know, on the Supercross track because you have so much power. I mean, you, you know, you're, you're, you're asking the bike to do so much with, you know, so much under you. And I mean, you know, if you gas it too much, you just lose control. I mean, sometimes you overshoot it. It's just, yeah, you end up, you, know, you end up cartwheeling across Anaheim stadium. I mean, you guys saw that. I, 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 you know, it's, it's impressive. The things I can do sometimes is impressive. <laughs> oh it, God. It, it, it's, you know, and that's what I, I was telling you. It's right. just, it's, it was, it took me so long to get, you know, I, I feel like I was overriding the bike. I was riding it like a 250F at the beginning and I was just kind of riding too hard, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, sometimes you lose, you know, you, you lose traction and it. And once it hooks up, you know, it just, <laughs> you have so much power. That's what happened to me in that rhythm section. I, yeah. I, I, I lost you know, traction and it hooked up and then I was in the air. I was like, you just take the wheel. (laughs) (laughs) One of my favorite highlights all year long was uh, that, that kid, Adam seen Cirillo coming out fastest in every practice to start the year for what? Nine sessions in a row. Weege. I don't know what it was. Seven races or something, something something stupid. Yeah. And then the, the man who toppled him was Martin Davalos. And, uh, and I wrote AC and I said, Marty, all explanation points. Uh, I texted him right after you set the fastest time, and he texted me back right back and said, "I'm not even mad. Marty rules." <laughs> Adam, Adam didn't even care that his streak was over. He was happy, Marty, that you broke the streak. He was stoked. Yeah, that was that was that was pretty funny. But man, it's it's pretty hard to be AC on a on a heater. You know, right, it, right. it's just it's the the guy has got such a natural raw speed and. You know, now he rides that 450 very, very well. And, you know, his length and, you know, he's, I, I feel like, I feel like his weak points at the, you know, at his, at the beginning of his pro career were the whoops. I just remember in, you know, yeah. uh, you know, the test track, but he's got him dialed, man. He's, he's very fast now in him. And I think he's got a lot of confidence mm-hmm. and he's just a great rider. You know, he's shown that and uh, no doubt. But yeah. it was it was it was fun. That 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 you know, I, I couldn't believe it. I knew that you know, if we have big whoops, I know that I'm yeah. comfortable hitting them. Yeah. I like big whoops. I, I feel like it separates people and I just felt good that weekend. There's oh. I think we had two two big sets yeah, in the dragon. Two, bi- yeah, so two big good. sets, yeah, and it was it was good. Your second set you were fast. They were gnarly and you were fast through them. Um hey, are you gonna wear Thor again? Is that that's the plan? No, no. Um unfortunately Thor, you know, the star racing deal went to, yep. you know, the four fifties and, you know, Thor wasn't able to do very much for me. Unfortunately, it's, it's a bummer. You know, I, I liked him, but I, what I can't you tell you guys just yet. What? Oh. Um, we're going to make an announcement soon. Um, it's a great company. I'm very thrilled to be with them. Okay. Um, you know, the, the deal is pretty much done, but we, we want to make it, you know, we right. want to make it official and, 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 and good. Yeah. We just don't, I just don't want to throw a picture on it on the internet yeah, like yeah. that. And, you know, I'm just, I've been testing gear and all that. So, 
I just want to make sure I look decent. <laughs> what, a, what about goggles? Can we tell us about goggles? What, same thing, well, same deal. Let me tell you something, Steve. We, I, we, we, I thought you, you, you guys are gonna hook me up with X Brand, but never heard back. Oh, what I. I thought you said you believed in Marty. I, I, saw, I thought it was happening. Really? That's why I brought it up. You didn't bring it to the well, corporate we, boardroom. I brought it we, to the corporate boardroom. You did? Yeah. You don't we have as thought, much space as you we thought? We thought it was going to happen, but uh, we never heard did, back. Did, did, you, did, you, wow. did you commit yet? Did you commit to somebody? Can we still, are, we we have, st- are we still in negotiations we have, here? We haven't committed to anybody just yet. Okay. We're still, ta- we're still talking. Okay. Oh, okay. You know? I got I got to get the, I got to get handled. I'm going to make some phone calls. It's ridiculous. I was all on board with this. We're going to try to make this happen. This would have been great. It would have been I, a great connection to have Steve and Marty united I, as one. I heard Marty's price. It was more than reasonable for such a talent like this man. I was I I endorsed this. I I batted this around with the with the corporate powers that be at Xbrand and I and I assumed Marty, <laughs> I assumed we were going down that track and it was looking good. My, fucking goggles. Now. My apologies. Let's, let's put it this way. We never heard back. And I actually told Steve, I'm like, dude, are they going to do something? Because if they don't, then I need to know because I need yeah. to, you know, I need no, to figure we, it out. We got to get, get, we got to get Marty oh. in X. You don't have enough strokes, Steve. You don't. Apparently it's not. Obvious. Apparently it's not. You just, you're all talk. I, I'll okay. talk. You know, we, you can host a show. I got to go make a phone yeah, call. Yeah, exactly. Get I Marty got, in some goggles. I got to get Marty in some <laughs> yeah. goggles. Well, I, I'll, I'll reach out to Aldaco. We got to get this. We got to get this sorted, Marty. This is this is bullshit. All right. Well, you do that, man, because we've been waiting. Yeah, yeah. We uh, we got to we got to do this. this is bullshit. I was gonna. I, I, I yeah. All right, all right. Now I'm rattled because I thought he was gonna say X brand. Oh, you're ready for the big public? I was. Unveiling. I was ready for Here the. It comes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Instead, I get. We never heard back. <laughs> <laughs> so, so fucking eggs on my face, anyways. <laughs> oh, God, dude. All right, we'll we'll get this happening. But um, no, hey. Uh, so twenty one twenty one schedule came out, Marty. Three three races in Houston for a week. Two races in Indy in five days. Do you like that? Are you looking forward to that? Uh, or do you do you? I mean, we obviously we did it in Salt Lake to a more extreme. But uh, would you have liked it the other way? Or are you looking forward to this? Well, to be honest with you, with with everything that's happening, I think that this is this is the best they can do. And and for me, you know, I am gonna miss my family. That's my that's my only downfall, and not having my wife and my kid come to the races. But at the end of the day, we we go to you know we're gonna go to the city that we're gonna be racing mm-hmm. at, and we're just gonna get it done, you know. Yeah. And I think it's gonna be it's gonna be fine as long as we you know as long as we can you know, stay at a, at a decent yep. you know place and yeah, yeah. we'll be able to, you know, cause Utah worked out really good. I mean, we were there for almost a month, whatever, but I did not mind it. You know, yeah. I, I didn't mind it at all. We, we, you know, we, we get plenty of riding, you know, plenty of, of, of racing and, you know, the, the, the riding in between the races is really not that important because we're doing so much racing. So, right. um, by the end of the day, it, it, to me, it, it's it's really it's not going to bother me. I, I I look forward to it. Like I said, my only downfall is just going to be missing yeah. my 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 wife and my kid. That's that's the only thing. There won't be much riding in between the Indianapolis rounds. I have a feeling. No, no, <laughs> might it's be, be kind of cold. <laughs> not might, <laughs> might be hard to find a soupy track, but 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 Houston, I think you guys are be able to get out and ride. Uh, you know, in the off day. I think so. Yeah, yeah, that's what you know, and, and I'm sure a lot of teams are going to be doing. We've talked about it. Just just throw a practice bike on the on the rig, and yep. just, that's what we did at uh, you know basically in in Utah. We just we're not looking to to go to a gnarly Supercross track. We just you know we can yep. find an outdoor 
outdoor track, do some starts, loosen sure, up, get sure. you know a moto in, and uh, that's that's what we did, and it worked out perfect for us. So uh, I'm sure a lot of the teams are going to be thinking about the same thing. And yeah, but there there are going to be some cities that you know, like Indy, where it's going to be freezing. So right. we're just going to want to stay inside. <laughs> you know, I think everybody liked the Utah thing, and I it, loved it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the riders, everybody I talked to, seemed yeah. to like it. And it's like, hey, you know what? I was riding on a Wednesday or whatever it was. Anyway, why yeah. not race? No, like like Webb was saying, he never made that much money in his life. Right, right, like three, three times in a week. <laughs> three times right. in a week. But but that was. Late season, everybody had, and everybody had a two-month break to really get their bikes where they wanted. Yeah. Look, Marty, we know that usually guys freak out after Anaheim won. They freak out. And they got to go right back to the test track. The Supercross champion right now, Eli Tomac, struggled big time in Anaheim won. Was back at the test track on Monday. Got it rectified. Won the title. So I don't know about you, Marty, but aren't there going to be some riders who round one Houston are like, oh, throw all the settings away. But now I don't have the factory test track to go to. What am I going to do? Isn't that going to happen? I think I mean I think there's a, there's a couple of people that are going to run into the issue. That's yeah. why for me, you know, it's important not to, you know, get away from my setting that I, you know, I, I am I've been testing but I don't want to be too far off the setting that I raced last year because I know what it feels like race day, you know. Um I know a lot of the manufacturers are coming up with, you know, new bikes. I know Honda's got a new bike. And there are going to be people struggling a little bit. I mean, we all do. You know, it, it happens every single year. You set up your bike. The test tracks are so different from racing. And, I mean, A1 last year was insanely tight. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of people struggle because of that. That track was it just had no flow. Everything was so tight. And hopefully, you know, they, they do build the tracks a little more open because – I think that's the reason why Utah was so good is because the tracks were, you know, everybody was able to move. Uh, when they start making those 180s, 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 it's just so hard to pass, and it just becomes a single-line pile, you know, and you're just kind of following the leader. But when when they run the, the, the tracks, you know, from one end to another end, you know, in the rhythm sections you can make up some time and come in on the inside on, on a berm and make a pass, but – you know, we'll see what they what they decide to do. You know, it's going to be interesting. Yeah, the, yeah. the Anaheim one. Yeah. Well, not Anaheim one. Yeah. Houston, Houston one. Yeah. Someone that yeah, wants yeah. to win getting eighth, yeah. what are they going to do between yeah. then and Tuesday right. when they don't have a track to go they're, to? They're going to lose their mind, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Marty, thank you for coming on tonight. I appreciate it. I know it's later where you are, and uh, I appreciate the time tonight. And, um, yeah, man, we're, we're gonna, I'm going to get on this goggle thing. We're going to try to get this deal <laughs> settled for Martin Davalos, the next brand. Choice of champions everywhere. Um, so thanks for the time, man. I th- thank you guys, and I appreciate it. And uh, yeah, we'll see you guys soon. Okay, right, thank you for good. having me. All right, that's Martin Davalos, everybody. Brought to you by Skosh. Marty, legend, four fifty hero. If yeah, only you always said it. I always said it. You always said it. RC came on a few weeks ago. Marty's on the show around. now. They all come around. They all come around. Yep. I mean, there's one guy left, but at this point, I mean, if you got one guy. Yeah, His jersey's right behind your head. No, I know, and, and that and that is a uh, that is a purposeful. Uh, I, I figured. Uh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Right, uh, Jason Wygant on the show tonight. Uh, Wygant, you're an professional announcer. Please read the bottom paragraph there for us, please. Uh, just uh, one of our sponsors there. Oh yeah, yeah. Heritage can't be bought. 
Maximo Racing Oils revolutionized the racing industry by introducing Caster 927 in the 70s. And 927 is still the number one selling performance two-stroke oil in most markets around the world. What makes Caster 927 so unique? Proven performance, unbeatable protection, and it's still the greatest smelling two-stroke oil on the planet. Made in the USA and for use in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna. Should I add gas gas to this? Yeah, please do. Gas gas and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com. That's uh, MaximaUSA.com. Pulp20 is the code to save with MaximaUSA.com. Also, Firepower. Marks is wearing his Firepower hat. The other guy's wearing his Firepower hat. Firepowerparts.com. Whether it's batteries, whether it's chains, they've been offering superior products for over 50 years of experience in the industry. Don't waste money when replacing your OEM battery. Wait. You have a battery issue. Yeah, but that's because I... This but is what it wasn't I, the firepower issue, but we, you still needed a new battery. Uh, what I basically do, here's how okay. I handle batteries. Yeah. Some people have a trickle charger. Yeah. Uh, what I do, I just uh, ride the bike once, don't ride it for a couple months, then the battery is complete junk, and then you just get a new battery. Okay, but yeah. did we figure out leaving the key in the ignition... As I was told. Th- but there's then, no chance. But now I've been disproven, so yes. I don't understand. I don't want to talk about this too much. Oh. Because it is a firepower battery that I'm running It is not the firepower battery's part. Okay, you're it, sure. It, I am sure. It's definitely not. This battery company, the firepower guys, uh, have done a terrific job with their batteries. June through September, not starting the bike. Should the battery be completely no. and totally? No. So that's why I thought many people have said, dude, get a key eliminator switch. Don't ever touch that key. My, my bike is an EXC. Yeah. It is street legal. So it has a key. And the battery is dead. Now, I killed an OEM battery earlier in the year. Got a firepower battery. And it's killed. No, it is not the firepower battery's fault. We will get to the bottom okay. of this. Right. Uh, yep. Firepower batteries and chains. You know who uses firepower uh, batteries? Who? A-Ray. A-Ray. Chiz. Go for Dunes Honda. I mean, occasionally A-Ray's bike does need to be restarted. Yes. In the middle of practice <laughs> right. for races. Right. Yes. Firepowerparts.com. Please check them out. Check your, uh, go to your local shop and ask for firepower uh, if you can, and we'd appreciate it. Uh, also, I want to talk about the Art of Sport guys. We're going to give you some stuff, Weech, to take home from the Art of Sport guys. Kenny Roxon. Really? Kenny Roxon's a partner in this company. Uh, charcoal, face wash, any dan of shampoo, uh, all of it uh, under $10 at Target stores, artofsport.com. They, uh, they have five, 7,000 five-star reviews. Wow. Yeah, deodorant, body wash, shampoo. It's amazing. Artofsport.com. Please check them out. You want to support the sport? We'll support the guys at uh, Art of Sport, I should You're say. You're actually going to give me sh- shampoo specifically? Yeah. Oh, this is br- brilliant. I'm going to give you all of it. Yeah. Well, the goal was to try to always make it through the entire year without buying any shampoo. So you usually take the hotel ones, mm-hmm. but the hotels are on to be. Have you noticed hotels more often now have the dispenser thing built into the wall yeah. in the shower? Yes, I so have. So they're on to me. Yeah. And we had fewer races this year yep. and a long gap. Yep. So I was down to the last drips, and we have... A month and a half left in the calendar year, yeah. and I was starting to panic, thinking I might have to buy some shampoo before yeah. I'm back on the no. road. No, Art we're Sport. good. Art of Sport. Dialing you in. Yep. Uh, they're bringing you our next guest on the show. We're calling an audible and getting this man on the show because lots of things have happened. And we uh, from J-Mart going back to Star, Troll Train's team announced today, his old team folding up, his new team folding up. Uh, we got to get the man on the show. Friend of the show, Filthy Phil Nicoletti. What's up, Phil? What's up, Steve? How are you? We're good. Thank you for coming on. Oh, no problem. It's always a pleasure. What? So just a great time as always. So Cooper Webb's bachelor party. Without getting into too many details, Phil, did we do anything strange? I wasn't involved. 
Well, I thought you were hanging out. I rode out. with the guys for like two hours. Oh, okay. So I wasn't part of the hijinks. Oh, you weren't? Okay. I don't even know if there were hijinks. I, I needed to know if we did anything weird. No, did. we did not. No, no, you're. Oh, actually, he did. He smoked his head off his own door and had to get some <laughs> stitches on his eyes. I did. Okay, I did. what I happened? Did. happened? What yes, happened, I Phil? Did. I did. Uh, I don't know. He was one Coors Light in. Next thing you know, he's got a what happened from his eye. <laughs> I, yes. Ridgeline took him down. Ridgeline took me down. It was a knockout blow for the Ridgeline. Why that door. happens? What? what? Uh, I went what for a lap. With, I, I went for a lap with these guys, yeah. and I come back in, and uh, my Great son radio. and uh, Ben, yeah. the Chad Reed's mechanic, his daughter are inside the ridge line screaming, <laughs> and and beeping the horn and <laughs> flicking the lights, and I got super pissed, and I opened the door, I yanked the door open, I'm like, get out of that truck, and I literally yanked the door right into my face. <laughs> now, luckily, <laughs> like no nothing ex- happened. You just pulled it into your face. Yes, there was no excuse, and I'm like. That was embarrassing, but luckily nobody saw it. And then I walk out from behind the truck, and everybody notices that I am bleeding profusely oh, from my, my head. God. I mean, meanwhile, he could have just said he, you know, smoked a tree trail yeah, yeah. riding. No. You know, said something cool, but no, he no. smoked his face off yes. his own door. Yes. <laughs> yes. So you'll love it, Steve. It led to a lot of Ridgeline jokes. If you had an F-150, that wouldn't have happened. Right, cetera, right. Yeah, actually, yes. I wouldn't have liked that. I wouldn't yeah. have liked that part because now the Ridgeline gets blamed for this. So mad at those kids right. beeping the horn. Okay, so you didn't do anything super weird then. Okay, all right. Um, that was pretty bad. No, no. Right, right. Yeah. No. Uh, no, I, I mean, was not a lot, of, a, lot of the, yeah. a lot of the boys were not stoked. The media guy was hanging around for a bachelor party and this and that. That's a good point, yeah. It, it was it was okay. Weed was cool. He put on, you know, um, you know, he put the media hat away and just hung out, had a few beers, you know, bro, chilled, rode bro, some dirt bikes. And do, you know, do you know the things that Weege and I have seen or talked about, you know, in, in a way <laughs> I've from... I've seen some of the things Weege has done, so, you know, it's uh, pretty extreme sometimes. But, but, like, none of us, like, I'm a, like you know, I'm in bars with guys. I'm not going to put this on the online. Like, calm down. No, it's no, not, it's no. Not be, I, you know, the yes, media guy. It wasn't a big deal. No, um, it was cool. So... I got a call from Coy Gibbs last week, uh, uh, Phil. Obviously, we know the team folded, and when I talked to him, uh, he is 90% sure he was going to fold up. But he also, uh, Phil, blamed you for the team folding. <laughs> he said this is Phil's fault, and I agreed with him. So how do you feel about being responsible for JGR? Hey, listen, if little Phil Nicoletti can take down a multi-million dollar organization like that, you know what? I will take that. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only win of 2020 that I'll get. So. Yeah. <laughs> no, he, he called me. I'm laying in bed. It's 929, and Corey calls me. And I'm like, dude, I was like, it's 929. I said, you got nothing better to do right now? And he's just like, I'm going to tell Mathis you're the reason the team folded. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, this is what you're thinking about at 9 p.m. <laughs> Friday night. Right, right. You know, as NASCAR season's over, Moto Team folded up, and that's what you have to do. Call me and blow me out. Right, right. No, yeah, I, I like yeah. that. I agreed with it. Yeah, he said it was all your fault. And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Phil, Phil Nicoletti, the reason JGR yeah, folded. Yeah, I, I, will, I will take that. Yes, Remember that is a Coy, win for me this year. Coy had, has an Instagram account. Yes. He never uses it. No. And then all of a sudden, like for the first time in three years, he posts and it's a picture of a guy. And it, what does it say? Like, this guy looks like Phil. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> That's his only post or whatever. You don't yeah. even ride for his team anymore. <laughs> right. He's running the NASCAR operation, which has nothing to do with Moto. And that's what he chooses to post. Imagine if you were a NASCAR guy and you're like, I follow Coy Gibbs. I'm going to get the inside scoop on everything to go with the team. And then it's it's all it is is a picture of the guy that says, what's up, Phil, or something. Yeah, I know. They, have no, they don't have a fucking clue who I am. Right, right. You know what I mean? No. Just, yeah, I, don't, I don't know. Coy's a, he's an all-time ball buster, that's for sure. Oh, he no is. doubt about it. Um, Always will be. 
God, it sucks, huh, Phil? I mean, it's just terrible for the sport. Yeah, no, it's it's bad news. I, you know, I don't, I don't know. I hate it. Um, you know, I'm sure you guys talked about it up and down, a million reasons why or what could have saved it, what can be done. But I don't know. It's just not a good place for our sport right now. You know, two major teams losing, you know, folding up, losing jobs, losing rides. I, I don't know. It's a bit depressing. <laughs> yeah, it is. It so, is. Yeah, for for people who don't know, Rockstar pulled out of the series up in Canada, where you were on the OTSF Yamaha team. They were forced to go away, and so you're without a ride. And I thought yep. it would, I thought it would be a natural landing spot to go to the Monster Cowie team up there. Tyler Medaglia is uh, calling it a quits as far as a full time moto guy, and and um, I thought it would be nat. You could go over there with Welton, your buddy. You guys could jerk each other off. It would be perfect. And but that doesn't seem to be happening either. So what, do you, what the um, hell are you going to do? I I don't know. Does Pulpa Max need a uh, correspondent of some sort? Yeah, we could. Pay, you could be the East Coast, decent. right? I don't know how much we pay. We can pay, but what about? Come on, man. Steve's got plenty, bro. He's doing just I know fine. He does. Yes, I know he does. Listen, what yeah. about the? What about? We saw Troll Train's announcement today. Mm-hmm. Can't we? Are we working over there, Phil? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. I, I mean, if I'm going to do Supercross, you know, it's 70 days away. It's kind of hard to really get the ball rolling for something like that. Um, I'd still like to really do AMA Nationals. I still feel like I have a lot left in the tank. You know, if it was two years from now, I'd say, yeah, all right, it's my time. It's over. But yep. I still feel strong and still still super fit and whatnot. And still feel like I can do well. Um I can stay here and make something work, but I, I really wouldn't be opposed to going back to Canada if it, if it made sense, it, you know? So is the monster um, team done or no? There's a chance there. Like there's something um, there. No, I don't know. I, I haven't really heard anything, you okay. know? Um, it's got to, you know, it's got to be worth my while. I'm not, you know, can't really go up there for, you know, pennies on the dollar. It just doesn't make sense to do that, you know? All it's right. run an efficient program, you know, down here, you know, it costs money, so. Yeah. Um, I don't know who can go up there and run with Dylan and beat for Dylan, uh, beat Dylan on, you know, the the money that, you know, some guys offer, but it just, yeah, it's, it's, it's not possible. So um, we'll see what happens. I'd like to go back. Um, I'd like to still be with the guys that I was with, um, but obviously that's, that's not going to happen. So, um, yeah, I'd like to see if I can make something work here in the States. Um, if not Supercross, you know, for sure, the, the outdoors and stuff. Um, and see see what goes on. Well, that's actually good to hear because I didn't know. I mean, so it really, really comes down to is you don't want to be done right now. Even if no, not. no, of course yeah. not. No, I if like I said, if it was two years from now, I'd say yeah, okay, mom, whatever. But God, I still feel really good on a dirt bike. So, um, so you you would I, do Death Cross? You would think about it. I would think about it, but it would have to be on an efficient program. Right. I'm not going about it with, you know, 50K for, you know, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I, yeah. You, you need money to go do it. So if it made, if it actually made sense, I can make money, you know, um, and put forth good results to make it worth my time and everybody else's time that's right. putting it, you know, wow. putting into the team. Like, yeah, I, I would. There, so There could be some synergy here because I know kind of somebody who's working on some stuff for you, Phil, for a possible ride. And it might be t- it might be tied into the show a little bit for 2021. Oh, there could be some synergy between Pulp and Phil. So it might happen, possibly. 
Okay. Oh, God. Possibly, God. Phil. I, I mean, it's a long shot, but you never know. You know what I'm talking about, Phil. I'm really going to have to read the fine print on that contract. Oh, yeah. Then. No, you will have to, but guess what? You'll, you know. be, you'll, be, you'll be wearing <laughs> my face on your jersey every week. God bless. So just, just keep that in mind. Oh, um, man. Well, we wouldn't get any extra revenue if that's the case. Um, I, 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 I guarantee, you, know what's, you know what's scary? Scary but good. We what? could start a GoFundMe tomorrow for Phil for Supercross with oh, our yeah. listeners. Oh, yeah. We would get some serious no. money. We really would. No. Put that GoFundMe money into people that actually really need it. I know. But he does not need it for I wouldn't, go racing. I wouldn't do it, Phil, no, but I'm I saying know, we could. I know. And, right. I could. and I appreciate it because the Pulp Nation is super strong, and I appreciate all their help. But, right. no, I, 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 if that ever did came to that, I'm, I'm, I'm moving back home and I'm getting a real job. It's over. You and Bobby K working as, a, as jail cops. Yeah, for sure. Be a fun time. 100%. Meathead. Meathead. And Phil. Uh, Meathead and Phil. Yes. That would be a great time. Lots of stories would come out of that, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, Phil yeah. throat slit gestures. Yeah. The actual uh, Phil Nicoletti on the show here brought to you by Artisport.com. Or we're going to give Jason Wygant some Artisport uh, stuff for for free. For yes. free. Yeah. I, for, I, I've been saying this, Phil, for the last couple of days. Like, there are people we know. Steve, you know these people. Phil, you know these people. I know people. There are people that just exist. I don't know what they necessarily do for a living. They're just kind of around. They always seem to have money. They're just. Dudes that are around. So I don't know what their formula is, but I, I want Phil to become one of those guys. I don't want to lose Phil. I don't want to just – Phil's back up in New York, and he's doing some jail cell thing, and we don't hear from him anymore. So right. how can we turn you into one of those guys, Phil? Yeah. It's just like you know, a man friend or something. I don't know what these guys, who these guys are, but you know what I'm talking about. No, I, I I know what you're talking about, but I don't I don't want to be that. You know, uh, if I can't ride a dirt bike and make money doing that, then you know it's uh, I don't know. Obviously, there is a niche in the sport. You just have to find it. Like obviously, you have weeds and Steve has, but uh, for me, I haven't found that niche yet. I I just truly enjoy riding my dirt bike still at this point in time, and that's what I want to do what? to make my income. So, um, trying to make that work at the moment. What are the chances? What are the chances, uh, Phil, you just settle in and you're just running the stopwatch and the clipboard and teaching eight-year-olds at Club MX how to ride dirt bikes? <laughs> what are the chances, no. Phil? I'm not teaching kids how to ride dirt bikes either. I hate teaching people <laughs> how to ride dirt bikes. That is the worst job in the world. Like, I'm not, I'm not meant to do that. Sun up, you know? sundown, like, stopwatch, no, clipboard. No, 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 no. Yeah, screw that. Some people are meant to teach kids how to ride dirt bikes. I am not one of those people. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> No, I can't. Can no, you I imagine? Can't. Uh, let's yeah. get the let's get the phone calls here for Phil, Rugs, Rugs, hey, Rugs. Hey. Yes. Yeah, uh, first of all, weeds. I want to make sure that the giant weeds head is going to be taken care of with the closure of JGR. Yeah, we have a big problem here because the giant weeds head. It's at JGR. It's been at JGR weed. the whole time. I know what we can do with that Saturday night. <laughs> oh yes. Uh, <laughs> It might yes. Be, yes, Rugs, it might be taken, but it might not be taken care of. Uh, well, that's all right. As long as it's uh, posted on the, on the internet, I guess. Okay, we, we can right. we can post it, right, Phil? Yeah, we can do that. What's going on, Saturday? Yeah. I, I can always make a new one. Might have a big seance. <laughs> oh, really? For the, for the memories of the team. Yes, the giant yeah. head that Rugs brought to the Ironman National, yeah. what, three years ago? Yep. Uh, has lived in the Joe Gibbs Racing Shop for years. Yep. It a- it's actually been longer than three years because when I was trying to break into NASCAR, one of the best breaks I ever got was there was this big media roundtable and Coach Gibbs walks in and everybody's like, oh my God, Coach Gibbs is here. Coach Gibbs right. is here. 
and I'm a nobody in NASCAR, and he turns to me and he's like, I know you. Your face is in my lobby every morning. Because of Ruth's giant head that they had sitting in their secretary chair that doesn't have a secretary. Right, right. So, yeah, it's still the shop. we got to rescue that. We only have, I think, till yeah. Friday. Yeah. Shop nice. shut down. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead, Ruth. So my question uh, was about uh, one year at Ironman, I was taking pictures for Pulp MX, and I was in the JGR pits, and someone had an iHeart 37 or something, or an iHeart Phil shirt, and he told me he was your dad, Phil. And it wasn't until Weed set me straight, I think the next year or the year after that, that that is not your dad. And he showed me a picture no, of your real dad, no. and it made more sense. So who no, was this my dad guy in Indiana that said my 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 dad would have a shirt on that said my kid sucks? <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you that and, right now. And that now. makes sense based on what I know yeah. now. But yeah. no, that's uh, one of that's one of my all-time uh, fans that I've had since I was a kid. So met him at a local track, and he just I don't know, just been around ever but, since. So um, he, was, him he was super he cool, super nice. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, he's awesome. So uh, always yeah. has like a bandana on and whatnot, but yeah, yep. he, he, ha- he had a bandana. <laughs> he had a bandana. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, he did. That, that's so. that's oh, a Phil. That's a Phil super fan. A bandana. bandana guy. Yeah, yeah, bandana yeah. guy. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right, Rugs. Anything else? Uh, no, that was all. Thanks. All right, guys. thanks, man. Appreciate it. Sure. Thank you. Thanks. All right, listen. We're, we've been talking about Phil and going back up to Canada. So let's uh, let's try to continue our quest here to get him a ride. We got the owner of Gopher Dunes Honda on the line right now, Derek Schuster. Diggs, what's up? What's happening, guys? How are you? Dig- oh, what up, Diggs? I figured you'd be asleep by now. Listen, I, he might have been, but Diggs, no. Diggs, what what do we got to do? You got to have some money for Phil. Oh man, Phil's been after me about this already. He's been uh, I, he's been on this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't understand. You know, he's 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 obviously look. He's Dylan's greatest threat for for a championship up there, and and injuries can happen at any time, Schuster. So you would have you would have coverage no matter what happened to any guy. You'd, you'd be able to assure yourself a title up there. Um, you know, it's a great it's a great plan. One two. Think of all the ads. Think of all the the the, the win ads and the, the photos of these two on the going on the podium. We don't even know the order. We don't even know the order. We don't even know the order of the one two. You could you could assure yourself a, a, just a ride red campaign, Diggs. I don't. What's the problem here? You know, I've been through this once before um, with Alessian Fasciotti in 19, and I told myself no more two title contenders in the same year. Okay. Do you think Phil would be on the same level as Mike and Tony? Is that what you're you're getting at? If you agree with that, I'm going to headbutt you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well. Yeah, maybe uh, maybe I won't go that far then. Uh, right. <laughs> I, I won't. I won't. I won't compare to him. So, do I you know, think uh, you will have to? If you, really great. If you had Dylan and Phil, do you think you would have to leave a guy at the track to make sure nobody f's with Dylan's bike? I would. I would mess with. I, it oh, sure. you would. Oh, Phil would mess with. Oh, it. Never mind. Heck yeah. <laughs> There's plenty of connectors on that Honda. I would undo before first moto. <laughs> <laughs> All right, never mind, Diggs. I guess you will have to do that. Yeah, not gonna happen. Yeah, right. I, I, guess, I guess it's the same deal over again, right? It's just yeah. I hey, I call, I call, I call, I told Diggs, I call him the silent assassin. So he's taken me down multiple <laughs> times in two years now. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, I, he should, yeah. He he sits from afar with a sniper and he just shoots a leg off one at a time at me. Uh, you know, Diggs, like we just we just in studio here and. 
And by the way, Diggs, What's did you get your grill your ass stuff? Did you get your grill your ass off stuff? What are we doing with that? We get no, nope, it's on its way though. It's on okay. its way. I okay. have it any day here. Okay. Um, so we just saying, and he's got a great point. We cannot have Phil Diggs just go away. Like we all enjoy Phil. We need to fill around. Fans love Phil. Yeah. I got a flat Phil in the studio. Uh. You, Diggs, cannot be the one that we hold responsible for letting Phil just drift off into the New York penal system as a guard. <laughs> All right, Diggs well, don't give a fuck. He's just happy I'm out of Canada. John, we'll sign him up. What's that, Diggs? Away we go. What? I said, help me get a sponsor. We'll get it done. We'll sign him up, and away we go. What about a GoFundMe? Can we do it that way? <laughs> we, you want to we, do a GoFundMe with me, fuck's sake, with the GoFundMe. <laughs> <laughs> I just. Well, so you must have a personal sponsor, Smart Talk. <laughs> yeah, let me call Genova. Hey, Smart Talk. Want to go for a second run? <laughs> you want to go for part two on Diggs' team? Yeah, I don't. Exactly. Diggs, have you tried? Have you asked Honda or your sponsors? Fox is a big part of your program. Uh, have you Have you asked them? Have you Have you dug into it? Well, I'll be honest. I I didn't really try too much, and the reason is because. As Phil already knows, and part of the reason why he's probably struggling right now is we have no idea what's going on with our series up here for next year. I have no idea how many races it's going to be. I have no idea. You know what it's like, though. You don't know what's happening. Mm -hmm. No, I know. Digger's got, yeah, he knows. I mean, I I get it. Shitty. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, maybe we'll have some more answers on that fairly soon here and maybe – that's when uh, we can start hitting sponsors up. But, like, what do you tell a sponsor right now? Hey, I need some more money. What's happening for racing? No idea. Well, I got Phil. You just say, look, I got Phil. I need money. That's what you said. <laughs> and lock, well, it. the past two teams I rode for have now folded, so <laughs> I don't know if that's a good <laughs> No, I don't yeah. have a good record. Yeah, that's not a good idea. Yeah, Diggs, listen, Coy Gibbs blames Phil for JGR folding. I want you to know that. Before we get before before we get him a ride on your team, I, I need to – Fuck, Steve. You're actually going to convince people that I really – and the reason JGR folded. <laughs> what? That's what Coy yeah. said. What would... <laughs> Coy doesn't know. He hasn't known what's been going on over there for three years since he left. <laughs> <laughs> he still thinks you ride for him. Yeah, yeah probably. Yeah, exactly. Probably, probably. <laughs> He's like, Fred Noren? Is that Phil? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Um, well, all right, Diggs. Um, I, I, I just wanted to try to, on the air, work this deal out, but clearly you're not having it. So, I, I don't know. Well, I mean... Like I said, if Phil can uh, find some money from somewhere, I'm sure we can make something work. Can we, uh, you're such you're such a politician, dude. Can we get guaranteed MX to, to pony up? AMO? Yeah, I'm, I'm sure Galdi can. Uh, he's making a lot of money at the race, amateur races these days. Right. I'll keep getting yeah. yeah. Absolutely. What about Atlas like Brace? That. Those fucking guys got a ton of money over there. Noof and everybody, they got a ton of money. Yeah, so, uh, yeah they got a ton. We'll, uh, <laughs> we'll work something out. Can you wear a brace, Phil? Yeah, Phil will wear a brace. We'll wear a brace. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yep. Um, I look like the Michelin well, man out there. No, not not with the Atlas. Again. Not with the Atlas. No, I know. I know. Uh, Noop and I are cool, by the way, now. So it's Okay, that's right. good. Because <laughs> you, you guys do have an on-again, off-again relationship. Yeah. Right now, right? Yeah. So, um, super sensitive dude. All right, Diggs. I'm going to let you go. But uh, thanks for picking right, up. Well, and, good and, talking to you. And let us know if, you, you, if before the end of the show comes up, some money comes in. Call us back. 
Sounds good, boy. Okay. All right. Take thanks, Diggs. All right. See ya. Yeah. Well, I mean, so- I haven't been on here. I mean, the money just start. Yeah. The, the phone could be ringing right <laughs> it's now. It's like the Jerry Lewis telephone. <laughs> yes. <All right. laughs> hey, Phil, before we if let Diggs you go. Did get extra money. If Diggs did get extra money, he's putting it into his new multi-million dollar house he's building out in the back. Yeah. Uh, go for Frank's money. He's got. I don't know why I didn't tell him to just hit up Frank. Like just I don't that's know. it. Uh, oh. Phil, before we let you go here, I gotta talk to you. Can you believe that Jmart went back to Story Omaha? <laughs> Can you believe that? I, I am still, I am still in shock and awe that this happened. There's one, one thing I could really say about that, but I can't say it on air because it's not nice. But, yes, I can believe it. Anything's possible in this world. It's 2020, right. and it's J-Mart. So, yes, at, he will be, I think, super dominant on that bike regardless. Yeah. So, yeah. regardless yeah. of the past, anything that's happened, any bad traits that Jermaine has ever went through or had, <laughs> and it all comes back 360, he will, I think, win next year on that bike, right, so, right. which is cool. Just um, smash cut to yourself when he left the team, and just oh. and just say to both sides, "Hey, you guys are going to back be back together in like three years." <laughs> to, you know. All I know at High Point in 2016, that was never going to happen. <laughs> right, 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 right. Uh, I can I can almost guarantee you. I bet you there's a lot of people that would have put a lot of money on oh. J Mart would never have been. Back. Back of that team, but hey, <laughs> yeah. you know, when, uh, they want to win. He wants to win. Oh, what are you, what are you doing? Uh, yeah, you know, it's like it's like, exactly. the, it's like your ex chick that you break up with. You know, and yeah. yeah, you just it's lonely. You're lonely one night. You're super horny. Uh, She's looking good, uh, and you just call her up. And you just so funny about the ex chick, right. huh? Yeah, yeah. No, exactly. Yeah, the ex chick thing. Um, also, your thoughts on Troll Train and his new team announcement today? Yeah, I, I mean, I talked. I'd been talking to him about it for a little while. Uh-huh. Um, I didn't know he actually signed anything, to be honest with you. So it shows what uh, how much he really keeps me in the loop, right? Um, but yeah, I mean, listen. If, you know, he's in the same boat as me. You know, he he thinks he has two years left as, you know, same as I. And we talked about it. And it's just like, it's not really time yet, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, dude still won motos and, you know, got on the podium. So, why the fuck would you try and retire? So, you just yeah. got to try and make it work well, to where you can make money and make sense. And, you know, he just needs a good bike, I guess. I don't know if he's well, going to get that or how he's getting it or what. Does, you know what I mean? Will like, he know about that button know. on the right to start it? How long will, it, will that? Boy, he's going to get spoiled with that one. So, um, right, right. but it's only, it's only benefit, you know. So, yeah, we'll we'll see. Yeah. I don't know. I actually I texted him today to see if he wanted to go mountain biking uh, up in the mountains this weekend. Um, but he says he's flying to Reno for some shit. So I don't know. What the hell is Troll Train flying to Reno for? <laughs> Not a fucking clue. <laughs> you know, could have swung by here. Bring yeah, well, come by Vegas, right? Come by. Uh, you know who is going to be out here and going to stop. By yeah, Andrew Short. Know. Andrew Short, not tonight, but Andrew rallying. Short. He's, he's rallying out. He's there. rallying out in the desert, and Shorty's coming by at some Will he point. ride the bike right here? I think That's he will. Oh, wow. Shorty would do that. Yeah, well, well, that's a good spot for him. Uh, I really enjoyed. You texted Phil today, Steve. Yeah. And whenever you text Phil, you, I'm attached. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And I maybe scroll back to your text. And <laughs> Phil's teams are folding. Multiple Phil teams are folding. Yeah. He doesn't have any options on the table. Right. And you text him in all caps. What's Troll Train gonna do? <laughs> 
<laughs> it feels what did I write back? It was I like give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, wait. What did you write? Hold on. Own, yeah. let's, let's go. Let's scroll back here. So yes, um, that's what it was, or something like that. I don't have a ride myself. Here we go. It uh, Weege and Filthy Phil. Um, What's Troll Train gonna do, Phil? While Phil's sitting there with no ride. Okay, hold on. God. Um, while while Steve is going through that. Uh, oh yeah. Oh, so Tuesday on Tuesday I said in all caps. What is Troll Train gonna do now? <laughs> Phil says, I got my own issue, Steve. I could give a fuck about Troll Train. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. No, but seriously, I could give a fuck about Troll Train. Alex is a liberal. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 as soon as I, t I mean, when you replied that, I was like, yeah, I guess he's kind of right. Like, yeah, what does he care about Troll Train? <laughs> he doesn't write himself, dude. Right. Yeah. He's Be got, a little sensitive, okay? He's got teams crashing around him left and right. Right. Yeah. Well, hey, here's I one. I know I'm a super caring person and all but jesus you know i gotta put myself in you know first at some point or another yeah yeah no for sure yeah all right i got one other option Unreal. i yeah. got one other option phil you're in the north carolina area yeah it does not appear that chad reed is readying himself <laughs> for an attack on supercross in 2021 so how about a chad reed run operation with phil nicoletti as the rider i like Death it Ross. i like it yes I think it'll actually be pretty badass if it could all make sense. There you go. You know, I I, I don't know. It's all there. He's got the shop. You know. Uh, yeah. You have Spencer in the wrenches. You'd have a great helmet. Yeah. Paint. You'd have a great helmet painter. Yeah, I mean, and we got uh, you know a good suspension guy in the area. Yep. We I got a good PR guy. I'll do in the, the PRs. Area. I'll yeah. write them. I'll write right. them for free. I'll right. do it for free. Oh wow. Uh, you will. Yes. Yep. Um, God you know, bless. And uh, I think we could. Uh, yeah, we could even get a little uh, vlogging going and blow Troll Train out of the water and oh, make, it, uh, make it even better. on the Troll Train vlog. It's a very yeah, good I'm vlog. Um, Phil vlog. We could take him down. Yeah. Racer X has had a couple Phil yeah, vlogs, yeah. and they are very good. Yeah, what about all the bleeping, though? You, had, you spent, you spent 20 minutes bleeping it out. I actually, yeah. yeah. I, can't, you can't, I can't help that, um, honestly, but whatever. We, we, uh, we got Jake on the phone, uh, Phil, for you. Jake, what's your question <laughs> for Filthy Phil Nicoletti? What do I owe you, 40? Jake. Jake. Thank you, dude. I'll hit you up. All right. See you, Jake. Um, he had a question about your Canon Day practice front flip that will forever haunt <laughs> yeah. you, Phil. <laughs> yeah. Those were great Where days. you were just a test dummy. You look, yep. like, you look like just a test. You think you think that Kawasaki test track dirt was soft or nah? <laughs> nah. No, not at all. <laughs> um, or, or listen, if the, if the Chad Reed team doesn't uh, come, come working – Maybe a JB uh, riding technique. You know, we were out. You know, we you were out there helping JB. Yeah, true. You know, I mean, right, right. With death cross tips. So, yeah, I can see JB rolling his eyes right now. Yeah. Uh, you know? I um, yeah, I don't know. I yeah. I don't, right. I don't know what to tell you. Hopefully, I can get something here soon. But um, if not, uh, yeah, I got the Pulpamex correspondent deal, and I'm, yep. I'm dialed. Yeah, well, let's get you out here for a show. I think come in, sit in on a show, because maybe you can be permanent co-host for you know a couple of weeks. You're not doing nothing. We'll, yeah. go, we'll mountain bike every day. It'll be great. Yeah, yeah, um, I'm in. Is uh, have you talked to Nichols yet? No, I seen he was on. That's today. coming up. Uh, yeah, let's go. tell Cole I said hi. I didn't like Cole. I it's not. I didn't. It's not that I didn't like. <laughs> I didn't like Cole. him. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. yeah, I didn't, you know, like the persona, but Colt came out for the bachelor party, dude. We had a good time. Oh, yeah. oh, so you're talking yeah. recently? Recently, you yeah. were not uh, not a fan. 
Yeah, it was just like, I don't know. I didn't really know him, so I kind of like judge a book by its cover right. a little bit. Yep. You know, yep. so. Yep. Um, but yeah, <laughs> he's a good dude. He's, he's a really, a yeah. Of, he's a really good yeah. dude. He's really cool to talk to. I mean, I, I'm i going to ask him about that earring tonight. I have to ask him about that earring. Yeah, I might have told him a few times I was going to rip that out when we were a little incoherent at times, but <laughs> I didn't, so it was good. Right. You know? Uh, um, we just got texted, yeah. uh, we got texted a uh, cycle news Nicoletti be nimble. Local regional events headline yeah. from back in the day. Yeah, from back in the day on a on a you're on your seventy one on a Honda with enough stickers on your front fender to make Dark Side uh, a fan. <laughs> Good God! <laughs> Come on with those. I'd go sti- back in a heartbeat. Oh boy! Uh, all right, Phil. Thanks for the call. Uh, appreciate the time, and uh, we got We're working on this. We're going to maybe have weekly Phil Nicoletti updates uh, about what he's doing, and what's going on. Oh God! At least give me do it biweekly because I doubt anything will happen in the next. <laughs> okay, that's probably a good point. No. Uh, thanks, Phil. Thanks for the time, right. man. See ya. Yeah, it sounds good to you, boy. Yeah. All right, see ya. <laughs> Phil Nicolette, everybody, brought to you by Autosport.com. Just, just a beauty. Oh, uh, that's great. Yeah. Hey, we're just glad to hear that Phil doesn't want to hang up the boots either. So right. maybe we get two more years of Phil. Yeah. If not, I'm going to keep pushing for Phil to just be Phil and somehow get paid. Yeah. You know these guys yeah, yeah, that yeah. just, we don't know what the hell they do, no. but they're just around and yeah. they seem to have money. Yep. Phil could be one of those guys. Yep, I agree. Yeah. I'd like it very much. All yep. right, let's take a commercial break here on the show. Uh, Pulp Mech Show presented by motorsport.com and Fly Racing. Uh, Jason Wygan here in studio. We are going to go to commercial break. We'll be right back after this. We've got Jason Thomas coming up. We've got Colt Nichols. We've got some segments and more. So stick around, everybody. We'll be right back. Is it true, Phil, that you overwatered that corner where Jeremy went off the track? Yeah. Those who love motocross know Motorsport.com has the knowledge and expertise to make your next ride your best ride. Motorsport.com has a broad selection of in-stock parts and gear at competitive prices. We specialize in bringing you OEM and aftermarket parts, riding gear and accessories for dirt bikes, motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs. All thanks to the most dedicated and experienced team of gearheads in the industry who use the very parts we sell on Motosport.com. Motosport.com always offers fast shipping and free delivery on orders more than $79 to ensure you never miss a ride. Whether you race on the track, ride the trails, or commute on the street, shop motosport.com today for the best customer service and experience when buying the parts and gear you need to stay on two and four wheels. Make your next ride your best ride only at motosport.com. Steve. Kiefer. You want to hear about one of the best rides I've ever had? Dude, it's not time for After Dark yet. Chill down, dude. I just want to talk about race tech stuff. Oh, that's it. Okay. Gosh, man. Basically, I've had the chance to do some stuff with race tech recently with the CRF 250R and, of course, the KX250. And as you know, I've talked about on the show, I wasn't a real hardcore fan of race tech stuff back in the day. But since Rob and Andrew and those guys have assembled at race tech, the stuff has been great. So um, for you guys out there listening, if you guys are looking to get your engine work done or even some suspension work, or Steven says on the show sometimes, Get your seals and your oil rebuilt Bushings. in your fork and shock. Get it rebuilt. It helps. 15 to 20 hours. Head over to Racetech.com. Check out. They even got a cool little simulator. You can look at uh, what size spring rate you might need for your bike. So a lot of cool features over there on the website. But uh, And as you know, Yamaha Blue Crew guy over here, you guys have some of that on your bike. 
It's fantastic. Zombie Blos uses it. Jerry Robin uses it. Starling, all of those guys over there. Malcolm Stewart won a Supercross with Race Tech stuff a few years ago. Pulp 19 is the code to save. Mention Pulp MX when you when you call. You can save on the service. You can save, save on motor work. You can save on springs if you just want to do that and get it put in yourself or do it yourself. Race Tech is the one-stop shopping for motor and suspension work. You can also mention the code HOMELIFE2020. That's better. That's a better code, I think. We'll do either one. Just <laughs> listen, people. Give your bike some love. Get your suspension modified service. Get your motor modified serviced with the folks at Race Tech. Good people. Want a chain and sprocket kit but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with a V3 performance kit. They have more gearing than your garage has room for. With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex has the right gearing for any track condition. Join the ranks of Factory Yamaha's Justin Barsha and Aaron Plessinger, as well as Supercross champion Dylan Verandis, and run a Vortex sprocket. Available in red, black, blue, silver, and green. Yes, green. Call a doctor, because things just got sick. Warning. May cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559. Mention promo code PULPMX2020 and get the best deal on your next order. And don't forget to sign up for the Vortex EK Athlete Support Team for 2020. For more information, call 800-440-3559 or visit VortexRacing.com. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team. Long-time Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. Hey, Pulp listeners, this is Andy from Guts Racing. I want to thank you guys for all the loyal support over the years. Thanks, Steve Mathis, for uh, having us on the show. Steve normally asks for us to write out what we want to say, but this year I'm shooting it from the gut, right from the heart, because I really do appreciate all the fans out there that take time out of their day to put an order in at GutsRacing.com using Pulp MX 2020 for 2020 to get 20% off. Keep ordering, guys. Appreciate it. Love the support. Shout out to all the Guts Riders out there. Go get some this year. Thanks for listening to the Pulp MX Show, everybody. Please, if you're listening to these commercials, I appreciate it. Yeah, that's right, because without these commercials and without these sponsors, we wouldn't have a janky radio show for you to listen to. But for now, I want to talk about Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and the Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 20 years, they've been delivering professional-level graphics for every rider from an amateur to a pro, including Alex Ray back in the day. Choose from our selection of graphics uh, online or make yours one of a kind. Roost also offers a wide range of custom products from t-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. 48-hour turnaround. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section on the website. Get your Pulp MX swag, customize your bike, get custom stickers, uh, get custom helmet stickers, whatever it is, uh, including Pulp MX stuff. Follow them on Instagram, at Roost MX, for monthly sales 
Get your equipment looking fresh visiting RoostMX.net and use the discount code PulpNation to save 20%. Thanks, RoostMX.net. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate 45 years of fun, building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. Hi, it's Tomax Superfan Dylan here. The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win is Michelin motorcycle tires. And Michelin is introducing many exciting new tires for 2020. For V-Twin riders, the Michelin Commander 3 Cruiser and the Michelin Commander 3 Touring Tires offer improved wet grip and enhanced tread life. For sport bike and track day riders, the Michelin Power 5 Tire and the Michelin Power GP Tires feature the same architecture and profile for effortless sport bike setup from street to track. If you'd like to have the same tire that won the 2019 Red Bull Ayersburg Rodeo, the Michelin Enduro Extreme Tire is the tire for you and the Michelin Starcross 5 tire range is now available for young motocross and off-road riders in sizes for 50cc bikes and up. To learn more about these and all other Michelin two-wheel products, check out www.motorcycle.michelinman.com, visit your local dealer or online retailer, and follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. Hey guys, it's Mathis. Look, if you're still not wearing a neck brace in 2020, it's time to go get one or at least think seriously about it. It's been over 15 years since the neck braces first came out. They're not the clunky, oversized devices they used to be. Atlas came in and changed the way all neck braces were designed by introducing flexible technology to the world and proving that neck braces can be something you can actually ride in while performing at the highest level. Look at Jason Anderson winning Supercross Championships or look at Martin Davalos or anybody else. Don't take my word for it just because I have two Manitoba Championships to my name. Wait, I have four. Just look at how many other brace designs look like the Atlas one. Atlas pioneered all the modern neck brace features and have been refining them ever since then. While the competition has been trying to catch up, grab the brace that's been leading the pack. Check out atlasbrace.com. Get yours today. There is a pulp discount if you check out sponsoreddeals.com on pulpamexshow.com. So be like Chase Sexton, Martin Davalos, and many other guys and wear the Atlas brace. Atlasbrace.com. Over three decades, Works Connection has been designing and delivering factory-level parts to help produce champions worldwide. From the novice rider right up to the pro ranks, they're winning products like skid plates, radiator braces, pro-launch start device, elite clutch perch, and elite axle blocks help to protect and refine motocross, supercross, and off-road bikes. Join Team Honda HRC, Star Racing Yamaha, Smart Top Honda, JGR Suzuki, and HEP Racing Race Teams and rely on Works Connection products to deliver quality and reliability. To see what they have to offer and to help improve your race efforts, just visit worksconnection.com today. And don't forget to enter Pulp MX20 to save 20% on your order. Over 65 years ago, 
Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta and Ducati, today Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. Everybody, Paul Mitchell presented by Motorsport.com and Fly Racing. Steve Mathis here with uh, the great Jason Wygant. Indeed, Phil Nicoletti's already been on. Uh, uh, we've had uh, uh, Tim Cotter has been on. Marty Davalos has been on. Jason Thomas coming up here. So lots coming on the show tonight. Uh, we got the Race Tech rant as well. I want to thank the folks at OGO Power Sports. Uh, we had a contest running for the last two or three weeks about show us your OGO product. Write us a story where it's been, what it's been like how it's served you well. And we've got a ton of entries. Why well, I imagine you've used OGO over the years. Oh, yeah. got me through one year ago. Weekend in New Zealand, then two weeks, and then in Australia. Three-week trip. Got some OGO swag just for that trip. Really got us through. You're still and running it. Still running it. Actually, they sent me a new bag for that trip. But the other bag I had wasn't was still in pretty good shape. Yeah. So I'm still saving the new one. Until I really get my free money's worth out of the old one. So I haven't used the new one yet one year Spoken later. Spoken like the Jason Wygant that we know. Yeah. So uh, OGO Power Sports, here's the winners, and they've been emailed as well. The Trucker Gear Bag winner is Jake Tyrones. Tyrones? Maybe Tyrones? Tyrones? Uh, he had a 9800 that was hammered. And uh, no wheel. The sled was broken on the bottom and everything else. So he gets a new gear bag. 
And the Excelsior backpack winner is Dan Boyle. Uh, he had a great story as well. So uh, honorable mention to Nathan for the Kiefer After Dark picture he sent along, along with his OGO bag. Let's just say a that picture it's, of Keith Ra- a Kiefer After Dark. No, just a, 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 an edited picture. Let's say, let's okay. say, a, a, you know, a little bit I, of a I don't risque picture. Right. Uh, but honorable mention to, to, to Nathan. Um, uh, the OGO guys were blown away by the response of this contest. Of course, how many bags look great? Some after ten or fifteen years of use uh, and abuse. So, uh, for everyone that entered, please mention. Uh, or I'm going to mention they should be on the lookout for an email from the guys at OGO OGO Power Sports. Of course, I use the backpack. I got the, the travel bag. I got the 9800. I got the rig, the new rig bag for my gear as well. So, thanks to the folks at OGO for making things happen. Really appreciate it. Someday you've got to be able to get a hold of someone in the R and D department that developed that Honda Ridgeline, because. A flipped upside down 9800. It's almost like that trunk was designed around the 9800. Right. Yeah, no, it's it was. Almost I think, too I think much it was. Of a coincidence. I think it was. It's too much of a coincidence. Yep. Yes. Um. Um. Yeah. It's amazing that these. I still two can't believe you just opened a door on your face. I was very mad at the time. <laughs> I was very mad at my children. You, I needed a photo of this. Yeah, it was. I was like, no, I'm good. And and then Phil and everybody's like, you just smoked your face. And I'm like, how do they know? Oh no, I got blood all over me. <laughs> Gosh. Gosh. Uh, Race Tech ran of the night. Pulp 20 is the code to save with Race Tech. They've released their valves that are a full one-piece valve rather than a friction-welded two-piece one. It's more durable than an OEM valve, and with their custom profile, the valves flow more air and increase air speed, resulting in an increase in horsepower. Intake and exhaust valves available for the 2020 KX250 and intake valves for the 2019-2020 YZ250F. Pulp 20 is the code to save with Race Tech. Give your suspension some love. Give your motor some love, get it modified, or get it serviced, whatever it takes. Folks at Race Tech, uh, my Race Tech ran of the night. Jason Wygat's got his as well. My Race Tech ran of the night. I don't want to get too political here. Many of you listeners do not agree with my politics, and that's fine. You can all suck it. But in my opinion, I just want to go back in time to when all the people said the virus will be gone after the election. I just, and I heard this. The media will not talk about it. I heard this from like smart people, yeah, people that yeah. like I respect, people in the pits, a lot of the moto industry. As soon as this election is over, don't worry. The media is using this to bring down Donald. You will not hear a word about this virus. I'm hearing a lot about this virus in terms of hospitalizations that are maxed out across the United States. All of them? No. Some of them? Yes getting more serious, and I'm not talking about positive tests. I'm not talking about anything other than hospitalizations, which are real, and be, and they're counted for, and they're tracked. They're not good right now. We're going, you know, obviously it's colder, and it's we're getting a second wave, which many people thought would happen. And so I just want to go back to everyone who said that it would be gone after the election because uh, Biden won, and the election, and there were still – Front page news, this, this, uh, this virus. So it sucks. It's terrible. But all of you people that told me this, and I said, no, 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 no. Yes, it is being politicized in a sense of, hey, look, our, our current administration isn't doing a good job with this. Yes, it is. As, as is uh, everything being politicized for any side across the board. But nothing was going to stop this virus after the election. And it hasn't stopped. I don't get into politics uh, for one major reason. Yeah. It absolutely disgusts me that if you say one thing on one side, I call it the checklist, then there's an assumption that, well, then you must be on that side, so then you represent these 300 other yes. things, yeah, yeah. which to me is preposterous and stupid. I pick things from both, but I am very sensitive to the media stuff. 
because I am a media guy. I am too. Yes, I do not cover politics, but I work very hard to try to be unbiased. And so when I see things and I'm like, "Ah, I think that's just them saying what's going on and people rant. So, uh, yeah, I am not saying I agree with you on politics, Steve. However, I will say CNN is now showing the exact same COVID statistic graphic now that they did in August. Yep, yep, yep. It's not me making any statements about anything else political. However, the idea that the media would stop talking about it after the election has not happened. Right. Has not happened. Uh, A big part of my issue with Trump has always been the way he's treated the, the media, which is literally in the Constitution of having freedom of speech. It's literally in there, and he's tried to stifle that. He's tried to block that. He's tried to lie. He's tried to do all the stuff that no other leader has done before. And I think, and again, I'm going off here a little bit, so I don't want to go too far because we're in a motocross show. But a lot of my issues with Trump, and we all know I've talked about it, start with the media and the way he handled it and the way he's turned the American people. Is the media perfect? No. Far from it. Are, is every plumber perfect? No. Is every coder Computer program coder guy over here, For perfect? Sure, no. Yes. No, they're not. Okay. Across the board, you will not find yeah. a perfect industry. And mm-hmm. the media is involved in that. They're not perfect. Yep. But the way he has turned the American people against the media, people who go to school, for journalism degrees, people who triple check facts, people who call sources, people who, who who've brought down uh, politicians, people who have brought down CEOs, people who have brought down companies doing illegal and bad shit for many, many decades. He's turned the American people against these people. And now as a society, many people want to go to Facebook to get their news, which has been proven to be wrong, fake, Russia. Because anybody can say whatever they want. Whatever they want. Yeah. There's no accountability over there. Right. But this president has turned the world against the media and therefore the media controls this virus. And and I've already gone further than I want tonight. Yeah, yeah. Like this but, is okay. a topic I cover, right. but the media thing I'm saying. That, that's too, where I because think because I try really hard yes. to so I know what it's like to try hard and then still yeah. after like painstakingly trying to not show bias. See those comments on YouTube being like, ah, oh, he's just bought and paid for by yeah. Cowie or yeah. the Honda guys did this. And I'm just like, dude, yeah. God, I can't right. win with you guys. Right. So I, I just, I, that one I'm sensitive to. <laughs> I literally, and that is the free speech thing is in the Constitution as a safeguard to prevent those in power in the U.S. government from going unchecked. The media is 100%. there to prevent the president from doing things. The right to bear arms is no problem because that's in the Constitution. But, yeah. but freedom of speech, that's bad. Like that's where I I'm. Like, hit a if you're gonna stand, by, if you're gonna stand by the Constitution, let's stand by it the whole way. Let's it's do everything. Pretty much there to prevent right. those yeah. in the government from going unchecked. The government built in its own watchdog, yeah. which is free press. Yep. So be careful what you wish for. Yep. When you start saying that all press is bad yep. and the leader is the only one telling the truth. Right. No be shit, careful. asshole. Thank now, you. I've gone too far, too. Again, yes, you have. But I think, but I think there are many other yeah. things on that side that I disagree with, but I, I tend to pick and choose a little bit from each. Yeah. I know that's very rare, so people are probably already making their assumptions now, but... Yeah, I'm not no, like most I'm with people. you. And you're so anyways... Banned. You're both banned from snowboard, by the way. Oh, we you, are? You broke our only rule. What's the rule? No politics. Oh. Yeah. Is there is there an enforcement in snowboard? Yeah, is, me. Oh, for real? Yeah, and my rule is no politics. So have you, you booted no, people from rule. snowboard? We had to ban a few. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. I did not know this. Yeah. So there's this thing, Weege. Uh, it's it's a uh, think of it like a vital MX for pulp MX. It's a message board. Okay. Uh, he created it, or someone did. Certainly not Talon. Someone did. 
No offense, Talon. Just you know. Um, I'm hey, kidding. fuck off. And and they have they have just they just they discuss all things pulp in different rooms. Okay. There's a Marty party room. Wow. Yeah. This is great. There, there's a, uh, I don't know what else, but. Yeah, the, the, Pulp Max Fantasy. Fantasy there's Pulp Max Fantasy. Drops. There's yeah. After Dark. And, and everyone goes in there and breaks down the show and they talk shit on me. I have no doubt. I have not been in this 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 room. Yeah. But I want you to know that they're all in it. So I, I know that you've teased the idea that you may or may not embrace this. I only find out what happens on Pulp when I see the reaction on Twitter the next morning. Right. So that's saw the snowboard thing come up. Yeah. And you were not endorsing it. Then you were for it. Then you were against it. Then you were not buying right. it. The, yeah. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. yeah throwing that out there. Uh, the so, MAGA, <clears throat> MAGA crowd is on YouTube. Way to go. I might I might just shut snowboard down because I don't like what they're saying about me. Many people have said snowboard is bad. <laughs> Stick it up your ass. Yeah. I'm not anti-MAGA. I'm just yeah. saying that CNN put the same graphic back up. Yeah. Okay. Just so my race conspiracy tech, theories. My race tech round of the night. That's it. The virus is still very much an issue in America. And it's still being reported on. The election is over. Thank you. All right. Hmm. Your rant. Yeah, my rant. So we've had a lot of teams lose sponsorship and hence shut down. Yep. But I'm going to need everybody at home to just chill down on the marketing genius plans that you have to help teams promote these sponsors better so they can stay on the road. Make bigger shrouds. Run a list of uh, scroll sell t-shirts. On the, sell t-shirts. Sell t-shirts. Run a giant scroll on the screen while they're talking on the podium so their sponsors can get their logo seen. I'm going to explain. Here's the problem. Logo space is like a 1992 level thing that the sponsors are looking for. So here's the issue. That is no longer what sponsors are even looking for. They no longer yeah. sell sponsorship plans based on X amount of billboard space, X amount of eyeballs seeing it. That's what you want. We now have a digital culture where clickable things and impressions, and even worse, as you know, if you go on Amazon and you search for something, then those ads are going to hit yeah. you in the face everywhere yeah. you like go. Like your Ridgeline door. Yeah, so you're going to get hit right. like a Ridgeline door right. by some ads for stuff that you don't want people yeah. to know you're searching for, yeah. by the way. So we've turned into a completely different culture. So any sort of race team to try to sell a sponsorship based on the amount of impressions that we can get you, you're going to lose that battle every time because Google has it dialed. The reason that Google has maps, the reason that Google has searched, the reason that Google, wait, Google owns YouTube, right? Google owns YouTube? Yes. Yes. Correct. The reason Google has all these platforms is because everywhere you go, they're in your face with ads that you can click on. No other company on earth can offer that. So if you're a race team, you don't even bring up the amount of times your logo gets seen because if you want to play that game, Every company on Earth will be like, yeah, good job. You made the radiator shrouds 20% bigger. Yeah. We're getting one million times more luck yeah. with Google. Yeah. So the only way they get sponsors is, as your guy Kenny Watson used to say on this show, it's all about the business to business. Yep. Every once in a while, through a race team, they'll get to meet some high-end people from another Fuck company. You. And it's worth going to the races and being a VIP just to meet other CEOs, yeah. other rich guys, and maybe your company makes a connection. So that helps. Uh, there is a branding thing, of course, and we are very lucky that the energy drinks have decided that we're not choosing all of our advertising based on impressions. It's based on branding, but we're fortunate there's a few companies that feel that way, but most do not. So the bigger radiator shrouds, yeah. the rider should say this or do that. The t-shirt sales. The t-shirt sales. It doesn't help. It doesn't right. help. It's got nothing to do with it. So just stop with the suggestions because what gets me mad right, about it is... He is, like, he is getting yeah. What gets me Coming mad hot. about it is... Yeah, yeah I like it. It's always under the guise of, well, if these dumb teams or these dumb marketing people would have just tried this or have just done that, it doesn't work. 
They've tried it. They've thought about it. It actually makes it look worse. If you try to tell these companies that the return on the investment, this race team is worth your $3 million, it is practically impossible to justify that from an advertising impression thing. So you have to try other tricks. We'll introduce you to people that you wouldn't get. But honestly, the only thing that works, you can feel important if you're the rich guy, be it just the random rich guy right. or the CEO of a company. You can feel like a VIP. You can feel important. You can get that ego stroke. An old agent in the sport says sponsorship is more egonomics than economics. That's the only way it works. It has nothing to do with the radiator shroud size. And because of that, it's just like a miracle has to happen. You have to find the right rich guy with the right interest at the right time who's willing to not spend his money in the smartest way, just the way he wants. Right. So stop with the marketing tips, everybody. It will not help, and it's not that the teams are dumb. It's that even the smartest marketing genius at a race team can't beat Google. That's the problem. I don't – and this goes back into JGR discussion a little bit. That's the Race Tech Rant by Jason Wygant. Very good, very impressive. I, I it, it goes back to – the JGR thing and not being able to get it like uh, to me we're the number two motorsport in America right would you not say uh yeah but that makes it seem so much bigger than it is so I don't even like subscribing okay to that. but we're up we're there we're small dude I know small. oh listen hey, listen I'm the one saying darts gets more people on TV uh, than, uh, yes, right, yeah calm yes, down everybody yes, exactly we, we you know we, we yeah 300,000 people generally watch a, a that's race. That's not good. That, that's, not, that's not good. No, NHL not good. gets laughed at for a million. Yes. Laughed at yes. for a million yes. people. Right. Uh, Feld and MX Sports would, would do horrible things to people for a million, for averaging a million viewers. Yeah, uh, they, they, yeah. Don't, they will never get there. Right, right. No. But, but what I'm saying is, like, it, I feel like we're a cool sport. Demo is good. Uh, you get a lot for your money. Uh, it's exciting. It's flashy. Yeah. I can't quite figure it out why we're not bringing in bigger companies but i mean i'll go back to my you know we were on aspn we were on the tonight show we were you know and yeah. nothing, nothing happened espn x yeah. games so we are what we are but it is strange to me that we can't seem to elevate the sport at all not a little bit yeah at all yeah but the ba the basic answer is the sport is not that big it's right. just not that yeah, big. yeah yeah it has never been mainstream in america it no. has never been now there was a brief time we had zero outside sponsors in the sport in the 90s. The glorious 90s when the sport was apparently at its best, which, by the way, is whenever people well, are in there. 1 800 collect. All right, we had 1 800 collect. Yeah. Okay, one. And one. <laughs> with, what, with, the, with the best guy. With the, with the, yeah, yeah, they had McGrath commercial. Um, I feel like the sport really, a couple things happened in a very short amount of time. McGrath became this meteoric star at the same time that Supercross really got its act together. They finally had one promoter yeah. working in the right direction. So. Between, like, McGrath's 96th near-perfect season, the promoter finally promoting Supercross properly. Two years later, you've got 15-year-old Travis Pastrana burgeoning X Games, burgeoning extreme sports, launching his bike into the bay. That's like a two-year rocket ship ride for the sport. And then, no surprise, we started having outside sponsors for all teams by the 2000s. So I think those things were linked. But guess what? By about the mid-2000s, that's when social media started, and that's when Google started, and slowly but surely, I think that is sucking most of that money away and, and from all sports, and NASCAR has the same problem. Well, not I was going to say, their you follow NASCAR. That's they, why I learned Their this. ratings are terrible. Their ratings are way well, down. Well, not, not terrible, but they're way yes, down. Their and are way you, down. Um, and you, you, you certainly know more about that sport than I do. They, are, they are struggling. That is where most of this information is coming from. So the basic thing everybody says is, 
oh, NASCAR teams can't get the sponsors they used to because their ratings aren't what they're used to. And that is true to a degree. That is part of it. <laughs> but when a huge trend happens, it's always more than one thing. Yeah. The thing I did not know until these NASCAR teams told me is, yeah, we can always lower our prices because we have a smaller audience, but we can't even get that. We can't even have half the money for half the audience. The logo on the hood of a car was great in 2004, but it wasn't Facebook back then, and Google wasn't in your face on your phone back then because iPhones did not exist in 2004. So, unfortunately, the paradigm has changed. Now you got to find, and this has been all motorsports forever, right. most motorsports actually exist on rich guys who just love it and are willing to yeah. lose money because they want to be involved. So I, we just have to find more of that. Well, I look at the title sponsors on the IndyCar series. Yeah. And I'm like, what okay, are these? What are these? Yeah. But in the 80s, their title sponsors were Sears and Kmart. Target. And Penzo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The most common companies. Now they're doing that. It's pulling this tiny thing. Yeah. And you know what? That small company you never heard of, the reason they're in IndyCar is probably because the CEO just likes it. Yeah. Yeah. So we need more of that. How do we uh, get that? Well, a lot of it uh, is... Um, if you go to some of these car races, they do a spectacular job, if you're a rich guy, of really pampering him. Because, look, this guy could spend his money going to charity golf tournaments, right? Yeah. So yeah. he wants it to be nice. Yeah. Uh, if you go to a NASCAR race and you get the good pass, like that a sponsor would get, yep. I mean, you sit on the couch right next to the crew chief. You can't stand. You really? Yeah. You've never done this? No. Oh, it's unbelievable. You could get this pass, no problem. Call Coy. Yeah. So, like, they... Wow. Coy thinks I, I'm an idiot. The pit right. box where the crew chief works yeah. is a couch, and it has four couches behind the crew chief. So the guy who's spending $8 million to sponsor this team can sit next to the crew chief and watch the pit stop with the crew chief all day long. He sees the guy's data. Oh, wow. He can wear the headset. Yeah, That's totally done. So the guy's like, that was the greatest $8 million I ever signed that check for because he can't go down and do that with the NFL coach. No. So NASCAR has done an excellent job of saying, we know that a lot of this is the egonomics of this guy trying to feel important. Now, we can do s rig tours at Supercross, and they try. Yeah. Uh, there is some hospitality. We've seen more hospitality. So I, I do hear fans say, spend less money, don't have the hospitality rig. I'm like, the hospitality rig is there to try to get yeah. I've heard sponsors. people say, hey, we, we need box fans. Yeah. Get rid of those semi-trucks and put box fans. Well, this team spend. You're just like, what? If you want to fall down that rabbit hole. You might as well just say, have two strokes. Well, I think that's probably soon, right? That, that's coming oh, up Oh, I mean, yeah, I get that yeah, with every right. single thing. I'm like, dude, right. I'm talking about high-end business here. The two-stroke thing, yeah, I, it would probably make it cheaper to run a race team. Mm -hmm. But I don't – just like when people are like, just make a modern, awesome CR250 and sell it for $4,500. I'm like, dude, it's not half. Yeah. It's not half the price. Yeah, yeah. It would not save if – if it costs $10 million to run an awesome factory race team, it wouldn't cost $5 million if they were on two strokes. It right. would help, right? but it wouldn't yeah. change things that dramatically. No, absolutely. Fly yeah. Racing, they've redefined expectations in safety and performance with the Formula Helmet. Trust me, I have one of these tested on the most advanced equipment in the world. The Formula Helmet's overall performance is best in class in both high-velocity crashes as well as rotational and low-speed impacts. It features the Rion technology, the Conad EPS, and a 12K carbon shell. Marks, do you have one of these yet? No, I don't. Are you still running the F2? Yes. Oh, my God. we got to get your formula. Yes, please. I got one. It's great. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yep. Huh. yep. You know what? I actually got three of them. Uh, how many mountain bikes you got? Fly gear. Best out there, bro. It's actually one on that, hell, on, that, on that mannequin over there in the corner. What size is it? I think it's a large. The helmet's uh. sitting on a mannequin, 
and Marks has an F2. Yeah, mm. we got to figure that out. Well, to, to figure that out and more, let's welcome to the show Fly Racing Zone, Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? Not too much. Just uh, listening to you describe your, your embarrassment of riches when yeah. it comes to Formula Helmets. Wow, can we get Marks one? I think so. We, I mean, we have so many there that you're like, can you can you do something with this one? What do you want me to do with yeah. these, these extra ones? Yeah, like, I feel like there are helmets around. Yeah, there is. Uh, we just signing one later tonight. We're gonna we're gonna auction it off or give it away or something. And yeah, we're, we're gonna do that now. But JT, you're not holding off on the formula helmet for Marks because you beat him in the riding contest, right? That's not. There's nothing personal there. Why well, I, I was the victor? Why would I have any just, hard feelings or hold out against Mark? It would sure. be Mark. It would be more like a a, a pity giveaway, if anything, like a consolation prize for Mark. This is ridiculous. I don't want to uh, talk about this. It's fake news. Is JT in snowboard? JT, no, are you in not, snowboard? Not in ours. Oh, He's okay. got other ones. Excuse me. Are you in snowboard? Oh, Discord. No, yeah, okay. no, I'm not. Um, by the way, thank you to Fly Racing for running the social Instagram post for my 6-8 finishes. It happened. It happened? It happened. It posted? Wow. Yep. yep. Thank you, JT. I wanted Mark's, uh, I want, or excuse me, I wanted to keep her in that post as well, but you shut it down. Yeah. Um, you're normally a very generous, uh, caring person, but when it came to that post, you right. were uh, you were not. I don't want to have. Wanted, you wanted your moment. Well, yeah, I don't want to have the winner in one post and then oh, this this fucking tubby guy got six eight, right? I want my it's own. More like the Pulp Family, you know, no, vet, no, no, vet no. domination no, post. No, 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 six the vet domination. Right. Um, Yamaha ran a post for Kiefer. Yamaha USA. Oh, that's cool. Nice. A post. A post just for Kiefer. Let's check. I uh, uh, won't be out till tomorrow, I think. What? Cycle News. They still, you know, Cycle News is out digital form, and they still have win ads all the time. Oh, okay. Will they do it? Yeah, I, I don't Will think so. Will they do it? The Timmyator? Oh, those were good. Those were good. Those were good. <laughs> those were good. <laughs> those were good. <laughs> oh, no, it's out, so let's he see was, here. Yeah. He was getting a win ad. If he got top five, he was getting, a, yeah. he was getting an ad. Yeah, I was going to get it. Uh, he didn't get it. Oh, done. Yeah, so you had motivation. I, yeah, I did. I did. I can't. But I, did, I thought you were out on vet, uh, World Vets until fairly close yeah i was yes. yeah, i just didn't prep the same and then i decided to go so i see so maybe top five would have been possible right um all right jt i guess uh a couple things here let's talk about um first up jgr folding man we discussed this at the beginning of the show real bummer for the industry real really sucks uh suzuki you know just couldn't quite come up to the level that koi gibbs needed and uh and he folded man so yeah not not good for the industry yeah it's just another seems like another casualty of 2020 it's just a tough year you know and and i to me the the interesting thing is that several parts of this power sports industry have really uh not suffered through you know this COVID 19 thing it's actually been a, a good thing but i think when it comes to a team like jgr where they are so exposed to corporate america that's just how they've always been they've always been very progressive with you know, corporate sponsorship, and they, they've introduced a lot of that to the industry. I, I think they have been a pioneer, so to speak, as far as bringing, bringing that, that sort of sponsorship into the sport. Um, I think that, in the end, was what did them in was, you know, their corporate America has kind of pulled back through all this, and that made it very difficult for them to, I think, run their team. Of course, the Suzuki side as well, but they were the team that always were able to rely on the NASCAR side to bring in extra money, and I don't think that money's out there right now. Yeah, it's it's super unfortunate, right? I mean, if anybody could have done it, it could have been them. Yeah, and, you know, we all know that if it really came, if push came to shove, you know, Coy and, and you know, with his father's help, 
they could go racing if they wanted to. And I'm sure many years in the past, they've had to do it that way. And I think there just comes to a point where it's got to be able to stand on its own two feet. And if it can't, I don't blame them for just saying, you know what, it's, it's just time. If, if, it's, if it can't run itself, then we're just not going to do it anymore. And uh, that, that sucks. But, you know, maybe, maybe there will come a day down the road when, you know, the America's economy is in a little bit better place and things are a little bit more stable and they could, you know, bring their racing effort back. Yeah, there's uh, it. The, the hits just kept coming, JT. I mean, I can't even remember how many years we've been in this podcast and just talking about like how the team practically seemed cursed. So, you know what? I'm sure well, we had a lot of laughs at JGR's expense. We did. We had we a did. lot of laughs. I mean, we are going to miss out on those. Think of how their last race went. <laughs> Three dudes got hurt in practice and did, they did not race. <laughs> I didn't even think about. Alex that. broke his leg. That was like the omen, right? It was. <laughs> so, Vachi, that was I heard was. That was a straw that broke the camel's back and every other bone in all their riders' bodies. <laughs> right. I actually, I heard Savachi was fine and was like, I'm over it. I don't. Well, feel... he was already hurt coming yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, he was hurt he coming tried. in. And then the x-ray in the rig said that Freddie broke his kneecap, and then yeah. like two days later they found out it wasn't broken, so he could have raced, which right, is so JGR. Right, right. So, yeah, JT, I think you're right. I mean, obviously they have enough money to run a motocross team, but, I mean, you got to figure that the fact that the results were so horribly frustrating probably takes away some of the motivation. If they were winning titles... Keep it going. Yeah, if this is twenty, you know, twenty eleven, and they have Stu. Yeah, and uh, the future's bright. I, I think they find a way to get it done. But there, are, there have been so many seasons where, if you were looking for writing on the wall as to why this team should go away, you could find it pretty easily. Oh. Yeah, anything Everything. that could go wrong usually yeah. did. I yep. we we said it earlier. A lot of things blew up on their face, JT. But they also they didn't perform. Like they should have. With, no. Whether yeah, you want yeah, to talk about I mean, signing Justin Hill to that huge deal, whether you want yeah. to talk about Barsha not working out, Stu, like some things not their fault, something nothing to yep. do with them. Other things, poor decisions also. Yeah, yeah. I think it was a mix of both. I, I think they were they were the uh, – I think they suffered a lot of bad luck. So if you had to point to one or the other, I think they had more bad luck than they had bad decisions. But certainly – there were decisions at times where you're kind of scratching your head and going going into it, you're like, I don't know if that's going to work, you know. And then unfortunately, most of the time, it didn't. Yeah, and the 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 rider. This made it worse. Okay. Most of the time, when a rider left, then they got better. That was the real killer. Like Barsha struggling on a JGR Yamaha and then going back to the factory Yamaha team and then getting better. Yeah. And then Hill and Mookie getting better when they went to MCR. Or Stu leaving and then getting on a Suzuki and then going 1-1 at Hangtown. That kept happening over and over and over. To me, that's even worse. So, yeah, it uh, and, that's, that's got to suck some of the life out of it. And do we have an official count of number of riders that rode there? Oh, my gosh. It has to be 100. It's <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. Nick yeah, Avenue. It's a big number. Yep. Christian Craig. Kyle hey, Regal. Paluzzi. Yeah, Paluzzi. LeMay? LeMay? LeMay. 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 Freeze. Yeah. Freeze once. Yeah. That's right. Freeze once. Um, What's their highlight? Is it is it any race win by Stu? Is it uh, Josh Grant's 9 win? Hands down. Oh, really? Oh. Hands down. Season opener? Yeah. Is their second year Josh Grant upset win? That looked like, dude, this team. Here it comes. Really? You think that was your biggest? Okay. Yeah, to me, I, I, would, I would argue that because Josh Grant was not the fastest rider that night. That, that night belonged to Stu and Chad, and then they took each other out. To me, I think Oakland 2011 
when Stu just straight up won, passed his way into the lead and won, uh, I thought that was a pretty big moment for them. I mean, he was just straight up the best guy. You know, they were using um, – like they had, they had kind of stepped out on their own and, and chose Pirelli tires and made decisions that, you know, I think they they were proven right in that moment. Mm. Um, I can understand the, the, the Josh Graham move, but to me, when I'm watching the race, it was kind of happenstance that they won. You know, and the headlines sure. don't really care about that. But if you're watching the race, you're like, oh, well, that's cool for Josh Grant. But, I mean, Chad Reed and James Stewart, that's going to be what everybody talks about is those two DNFing the race for the rest of the week. Right. So what you're saying is that night in Oakland was like the one night, and Stu won at Daytona that year. That was like the only time where you're like, maybe JGR is the best uh, in the game. Stu and Millsaps won two Daytona. You're right. Yeah. Those are the that two. was impressive. Right. Yep. So that's like the only time where you would leave the race saying, Maybe JGR is the best in the business. Well, if yeah, right. you went to that race and that was your first introduction to Supercross racing, you'd right. be like, "Oh yeah, JGR. They they win everything. They win yeah. NASCAR. They win motocross. They yep. win everything." You would never know all the other struggles that had gone on. Right. Yep. Jason Thomas on the Fly Racing. Paul Bomek show presented by Motorsport.com and Fly Racing. Sorry. Yeah, I'm just trying to. Hey, JT. One other thing on on JGR. I guess Tony Roy, but the rest of my thing. Which they will. Oh, you got more? No, that's cool. Sponsors? No, go ahead. I mean, you were doing such a horrible job. I thought you wanted to be bailed out on your own show. You know what? It's a great point. That's why you're a true pro. That's why you get struggling because you bailed me out. I mean, look, I've been there with Jill. Yeah. So no, I love Jill. By the way, he's my guy. Um yeah, JT, we were discussing at the beginning of the show, like, Weech does these intros and these things for these t- – mm-hmm. I never get called, JT. I never – Weech has done intros, launches, uh, new bike stuff. No one ever calls Do me. Do you think, JT, a factory team will someday call Steve to host their media launch for their new factory team? I'll tell you what, Steve has overcome all the odds. I mean, he is – It's true. He is hosting a radio show in the Supercross pits. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm on the Supercross so, preview show. Mm-hmm. I, I am. I, I refuse to rule anything out at this oh, point. Yeah. Uh, this is this is Steve's shot. world, and we're all living in it. Yeah. That, that is what I've come yeah. to. Finally, learn. I'm getting some respect. Right, going into my final year of covering the sport, 2021, <laughs> yep. going in, okay. and I'm yep. finally getting respect. So this is the perfect time to step away. Yeah. Yes. Well, you know, uh, maybe you would have gotten that call, but you're going to be gone by the right. time they – You know, Jordan call. stepped away after after that Utah shot. That's going to be at the end of yeah. 21. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. JT, Are you one other baseball? <laughs> Fail miserably. In another, come back. Another sport. Well, almost happened. Okay. Hockey. JT, one thing that JJ <laughs> will not get credit for – I didn't want to say it, but you dicks. I, I was saying it without <laughs> saying it. Thank you, JT. Uh, JJR will not get credit for this, but – you were racing in 2006, 2007 when we heard JGR was coming, and one of the main things yeah. we're going to do is have a team thing where you have the team trainer, you ride at their track, you go to their shop every day with their mechanics, they watch everything you do. And that seems so freaking common sense obvious and also now common these days. But back then, it really was, like, shocking that they yeah, were going yeah, to try this. You know, I think the only challenging part of that was that it was in North Carolina. You know, I, I think the concept, we've seen that it works, right? Right. That's what Baker's Factory is, and yep. that has become the norm. Yes. But I think just asking guys to move to North Carolina was just a non-starter for a lot of guys, mm-hmm. you know, especially as you climb the echelon and climb the ladder of talent. You know, asking James Stewart, like, hey, we're going to need you to move to Charlotte and move your program here. He's yeah. just going to tell you no. It's just going to be a hard no. <laughs> 
That's exactly so, what happened, yes. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the toughest part of it is that it's, you know, if that was in Temecula, if, J, if Joe Gibbs Racing was in Temecula or Joe Gibbs Racing was in Orlando, they would have never had a problem, I don't think. Yeah, it was just shocking that that seemed so weird. I, I, I think fans just don't know. I mean, you did it during the week. You, you just do, during the week, it was on you to just do your thing back then, right? Yep. yep. Well, yeah, and I mean, it's a, for your, the good of your own career, you better go do the work. You know, it's it's going to show up if you don't, and you're going to be the one that pays the price. Yeah, but, but did everybody team, do that? No, but <laughs> in the end, you're the only one that suffers. You know, the team will move on and hire somebody else, but you're going to be left without a job and, and, you know, moving on to a different career if you don't do the work. So for me, it was never about – I didn't need anybody to follow me around and make sure I was doing the work, but I think there are guys that definitely did. You know, they needed a babysitter that made sure that they were going to do everything they were supposed to do. Because I think talent would drag them through, um, you know, it would drag them through mediocrity. And that that team was, I think, you know, obviously aspiring for more than mediocrity. Yeah, I think it was a bit of an innovative thing. It seems so common now that I don't, pe- don't think everyone remembers in 07 how do, radical that concept sounded. Do you think there's a chance they come back? Coy didn't shut, Coy told me they might. Like, he didn't shut the door. I mean, obviously, things are still fresh, but. Yeah, I think there's a chance. Yeah. I do. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yep. Um, I would say I would say more likely than not. That's my opinion because I think whoa. right now, I think right now is is as tough as it's going to get. When you, when you're asking for dollars and right. it just everything about it, is, it's as bad as you look at the state of you know American Suzuki and their, their racing efforts. It's a really tough spot. So they can take a breather. They can reassess. They can try to establish a, a relationship with a different OEM or maybe you know maybe Suzuki is able to come up with the funds. They save some money this year. They can reapply. Well, um, they're really good yeah, in street bike racing, right? Why they, what's that? They're really good in street bike racing, Suzuki. They just won the MotoGP World Championship. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, you know, that, that sport is so different because they have so much outside money. You know, that, that yeah. sport is all about outside money, where our sport is very endemic. You know, it's just a completely different deal. Um, Jason Thomas here on the uh, f- uh, Pulp Mech Show, presented by motorsport.com and Fly Racing. FlyRacing.com. In uh, other fly racing news, JT, I don't know how much you can comment, but we're going to discuss it anyways. Uh, Baggett appears to be out at the Rocky Mountain team. Savachi is going to team up with Bogle. What's your thoughts on this? Yeah, I, it's still news to me. Um, I really try to stay out of conversations like that with Forrest because it gets too blurry. Like the lines get too blurry between my personal relationship with Forrest the VIP program that we run together is a business relationship. Then you blend in the fly racing side where I'm asked to make or be a part of, you know, budget decisions for that team. And then of course the work that I do with you and Weege, where we write about this stuff and talk about stuff and we're speculating. So it, it gets really blurry. So I just kind of avoid it altogether. But if, if that is the case, which it seems to be um, first, you're, you're going to wonder, you know, what happened with Blake? Why yeah. the split? Because does he have a know, does he have a landing there, spot? Right. That the same thing with Justin yeah. Hill. Like where where is he going? Right. Right. And th- there was another year on the contract too. So where does that all land? Like where does that conversation go? You know, so at some point, there's somebody's going to talk about why Blake's not returning to the team. Um, and then there's you know who knows well, how we, that all we have our shakes out. We have our Blake Baggett whisperer here. We do you think he retires? There's no rides left. However, whatever his explanation is. It'll be the weirdest possible way that you can explain <laughs> okay, it. Okay, all right, yes. okay. All and right. we can just yep. check that I right do, now. I have heard from Blake's dad over the years, not specifically about this year, Blake can make more money in my business than he's racing. 
Like, I, I, and I have no idea if that's true. You know what I mean? I, but, I know for a, a hundred. Oh, I don't know what I kind of know what his dad's business is, and I would bet anything you want to bet on this earth. Period. Anything. Well, that's not true. Anything. Not true. That he can't make more money in his dad's business than he makes right now? Yes. Really? Okay. I don't know. Yeah, this is a strong wow. statement. Anything JT said about anything on, that he owns. In this the, is a in, waffler. Yeah. has now <laughs> right. just become lead pipe <laughs> lock. Right. When well, the I, have waffle- a, I have a fairly good understanding of what his salary range is. Being, you know, I, I'm right. pretty tied into it. Uh, if, if that's the case, then he should. If he can make that kind of money going with doing, you yeah. know, his dad's okay. business so, or whatever, he needs to leave immediately, like hop on a jet and go okay. start doing that like so, right now. Okay, so that's not that that's not what he's gonna he's gonna keep racing. I don't know. Right. I, what what is he, where's he gonna race? I don't know. Who's he gonna race for? I, I don't Yeah, so he's not gonna make me, that money anymore then. Yeah. Right, yeah. Right. The only logical answer to me is that he's not gonna race. And I say that because the deal he has another year on is lucrative. So right. if you know that there are no rides left and you know that you have this contract in front of you, well, yeah. even if they're, even if the circumstances are difficult, where are you going to go? Where are you going to end up there? You know, so, even like sponsors really don't have any budget left, you know, like forget about the teams or the yeah, OEMs, yeah. It's like sponsors. It's super late. We're in November. You know, it's just, I just can't, Imagine where he's going to end up if if he decided to step away from the deal he's on. So Joey letting the MCR offer lapse from what we hear, had a contract, didn't sign it, let it go. McElrath got the spot. Joey must have been gambling that that this was going to happen. Yeah, so was was McElrath's spot from Joey and then Tickle's spot was from Hill? Yes, yeah, and Bloss was hired early for... For, right. well, however that works. So, yeah. Um, so Savachi must have been gambling, like, "Hey, I think I got this thing because Blake's not going to ride." I would guess because we all scratch our heads, like, "Why is Savachi not, not doing anything? Not doing anything?" Yeah. He had an offer from the Motor Concepts. I got that from a pretty good source, and he just didn't sign it. He let the he let the deal yeah. go. You know. Hmm. So, yeah. I mean, do you guys do you guys think Blake races? I I can't see it. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, I don't know what you know. Where would he so. go? Does him and Justin Hill form a super team of riders who just wanted to, <laughs> <laughs> wanted to get out of their deals? Yes. Oh man, can right. you imagine like you know? Because like Blake and especially Tom. Tom is very strong in his convictions. You know, right or wrong, Tom's always been great to me. But he he is very opinionated, right? Yeah. And then you have Justin Hill, who is kind of just free spirit. You know, we're just flowing in the yeah. wind, whatever right, happens, right, right. kind of happens. Yeah, man. man, it's all good. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know what place I got. Things are good. You know, like I did, could not imagine those guys working together. Do you think Donald's loss is caused Blake to, to quit? Was he was he banking? Uh, he's a big Trump guy. <laughs> Do you think he saw the election and was like, that's it? I well, move, I'm, thinks, I'm moving to Vietnam. He probably thinks that Biden's just going to pay for all of us for everything. So we're good. Right, right. Actually, Blake probably figures it's not over. That's a good point. More yeah, likely. so he wouldn't oh, make a decision that, on that, that. right? Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Not right. yet. Not yet. Right. Um, yeah. So that that's so Savachi and Bogle, a cheaper team for Forrest than the Rocky Mountain guys. You know, to for to go racing with. Um, both guys, something to prove. Bogle, people, there's an instant hate on social for Bogle on my end. Uh, why has he got the ride? He's been hurt. Blah blah blah. I get it. I understand it. 
but I talked to Burner a few times, and JT's got a buzz going on, but I talked to Burner a few times. They like Justin. He's given them results before when he's been healthy. He hasn't been healthy, so they think get him healthy, he can get the results again. And guess what? As that goes back, they like him. They like him. Yeah, you know? I agree. I think that goes a long way. Right. You know, when it comes down to everything's equal, you know, and yeah. we always talk about this and like, who would you hire? Right. And I always say, is salary a factor? And then you say, no, it's not. And I say, well, it has to be blah, blah, blah. But when it really comes down to it, in the end, likability matters. Being easy to work with matters. Sponsors being like, yeah, yeah. That's, that's an easy yeah. guy we'd like to support. Yep. That stuff matters. Right. You know, and yep. I think that's a, a big feather in Justin Bogle's cap right now is that you, you can't find many people that have negative things to say about Justin Bogle. Right. If you have an axe murderer over here, but he can win you races, get the axe murderer. Winning, yes. Right. <laughs> right. Yes. right. Yeah. But, but if you have a guy that's like, hey, he's a two spots better than Bogle, but we don't really know him, and he's got this kooky family, and he's a weirdo or whatever, you know, let's just keep yep. Justin Bogle. You know? Yeah, I think that that helped Benny Boss for several years too. Right. You know, we like Benny. Um, the team got along with Benny. His family is amazing. Like, you know, that stuff goes a long way. When there are spots, when there are very few spots and a lot of riders that are somewhat equal, you know, it's who do we want to be on the yeah. team? And um, that, that's where it comes in. And, you know, uh, sorry, Wade, I'll let you jump in here, but uh, it's almost like I don't let you talk, but you talk for a living. I'm good. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Savachi's not a fan of me. I don't, he doesn't, and I'm not not like the biggest fan of Joey over the year. I felt like he's been negative and I felt like, uh, he feels like the world's against him. He's made a few cracks to me about the media. Again, going back to what we were talking about, Weege, like where he, you know, but I put all that aside. Like I do like him. Like I don't, I don't hate the guy. I just, I do feel like his attitude is off. Now, having said that, I got to call it like I see it. He had a terrific year at Cowie. Very impressive. He was the best rookie of that bunch, which none of us thought. Which is a really good bunch. Yeah, which is a really yes, good bunch. He was doing and, better than Osborne. Right. And yeah. and and I felt like he did get screwed a little bit because of AC. Yep. And and I was really looking forward to him getting back on JGR. I, I do believe in what he did at Cowie and with his wins that he has in his background on a 250, indoors and out. Yep. You know, he's not a specialist. He's he's not Justin Hill. He's one outdoors. Yep. He's one indoors. Yep. He's led laps. He's whole shot. He's won. Did he want to heat? I think he won a heat at Cowie. Yeah. 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 I felt like yeah. he won a heat. So, like, I just, it fucking sucks that his, this injury held him back. But, okay. So, having said all of that, I think he can get back. I like it. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of his skills on a bike. Am I a fan of his skills off the bike? Not always. And I would tell him that to his face. But on the bike, I, I think this guy's pretty good. And I hope he can get back. It's upside, really, for both of those guys. And you, I, I, Bogle is likable, and I'm sure that does help. But I think everybody also knows that Bogle gives you that chance, that puncher's chance, that if he does all align, he can get whole shots, he can lead, he can win heats, he can run with anyone. I mean, that rando national that he won at Bud's Creek is like the perfect example. Like, we just harnessed this guy, and one day it's going to hit, and he's going to be ours. And I yeah. feel like Savachi is the same thing. Yeah. You have huge upside. You have two guys who, if it all lines up, could win, or could win a heat, or could yeah. lead laps, or yeah. could run with anyone. I, I would put lead laps and win a heat race. That that would be yeah. yeah. Winning mains against yeah, yeah, Tomac yeah. and Roxon right. and Cooper Webb is very difficult. But these guys have a high upside. They've essentially beaten 
any one of those guys at some point yeah. in their career. Yep. And that's the, we always said that about you, JT. Like, that's always the thing. The teams will always tend to go with the high upside, less consistent than the solid eighth, ninth place every week guy. And Savachi and Bogle give you that chance. Triples. They won't take the triples. They won't take the triples. They give you that chance. Hashtag poor. Well, that was, yep. that was Josh Grant for years, right? right? Yeah. Right. Consistency was never there, but you knew on that certain day it was lightning in a bottle. I think and J- he was going to earn his ride in one day. JT's top end is higher than either one of these guys' top end, though, for sure. Like JG. Yeah. JT's? J- JG. Oh, okay. JG. Not JG. JT's. JT's top But no. JT's yeah. top end at Salt Lake City heat race. Against JG. Against JG, JG was much was higher. Yes. Yes. Right. We will never forget. I don't, I don't know. I think uh, I, I agree with you, yes. On paper, JG had more. But I think Savachi's upside is pretty high. Yeah. no, I, I don't want to downplay that. I, I think Justin Bogle has a ways to go to get back there. He's yeah. got a lot of work in front of him to get back there. Right. But if you get Joey back into 2019 form, because let's be real, he should have never lost that Kawasaki ride. In my opinion, you know, he, he was up against a juggernaut in Adam Cincerillo, and that's unfortunate. We all knew that was coming, but on paper and, and results-wise and, and the, yeah. the potential he showed, he absolutely yeah. should have stayed I, on that team. I'm shocked they didn't make room for third, a third guy. I really am. I, I like, look, their decision was justified because Adam's better than Joey. But uh, I, I, yeah, Joey. They should. I, I'm shocked. Monster. Someone didn't make a third spot over there and just be like, here, here, you know. But yeah, that's uh, that's how it goes. Um, but I'm pulling for both guys. I think it'd be cool, and they and they've certainly shown it, you know. And uh, and Bogle, like uh, just, JT, you've gotten to know him this year over the years, and and I've known him for a while. J- Weed, you have too. Always got time for Justin Bogle. I really. He's do. awesome. Yep. yep. He's always, awesome. always got time for him. I. I I was really happy when he made it back from his last concussion with JGR. Speaking of JGR, yeah. uh, when he made it back with with the, the team as a fill in, I said, "Dude, you've done it. Look at look at this, man! Like, look, you were you were couldn't even go outside and you couldn't turn the lights on. Your concussion was so bad at JGR that year. You know, you were such. And look at man, you just want a heat race. You want to, you know, so blah blah blah. Anyways, um, you know, it's funny. Like I had the I had such a different perception of who Justin Bogle was. Yeah. Until I got to know him, right? And right. I could not have been more wrong. And, and and Colt Nichols is just like that. Phil was on earlier yep, and said, uh, yep. Phil said he hated Colt Nichols, and now he got to hang out with him, and now he likes him. So, yep. Um. All right. Other news here. Uh. So. Um. Uh. Tickle in. Hill out at MCR. Does anybody know what Hill was thinking when he? I talked to Tony Alessi. Maybe I shouldn't have said that. I think it's just fine. I talked to Tony. He just said, he. He never signed the contract. Hmm. And they kept saying, what do you want changed? He wouldn't really tell them. Then he wouldn't sign the contract. And they said, do not come to the track today without a signed contract. He came to the track without a signed contract. They took his bikes and sent him home. And I said, what, what has he got in the back? What has he got going on? Tony's like, I don't know. Apparently, he signed O'Neill gear deal already. But I do- does he have a team? Does the mystery of Justin Hill, does it get settled here? Anybody? I- the it's only very thing, on brand for me. Yeah, it is. hundred <laughs> oh, percent, right? It is. Right. The only reason you wouldn't sign it is because you would think you have a better deal with someone else, which makes sense, except where could that possibly be? Baggett and Hill, super team. Oh, my gosh. Baggett was an O'Neill guy. Yeah. Maybe O'Neill. Yeah. Right. Front of, it's time to go for it. <laughs> yeah. It's time to go for A-Ray, it. A-Ray, Hill, yeah. Baggett. Let, let Jim Holly manage it. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Um. So, but, but Tick... 
Tick will work hard. Tick's like Bogle. He's a good dude. He'll he knows how to test the bike. He'll be professional. Like the, is Hills Hills upside higher than Brock Tickle? Yes, right. We all agree on that. When we throw that top end yeah. upside thing in, right. that that's like what we're saying. You have right. a Tickle type and you have a Savachi type. Right. Like over the course of a season, maybe Tickle scores more points than a Savachi type. Yeah. But maybe Savachi has the better result. Right. So you're picking which which style do you want? Yeah. Yeah. Hill is high maintenance. To keep him on track, yeah. Yeah. to keep him on track and performing yep. is yep. a lot of work from He's anybody like that's a working. Really talented rock star, right? You right. just you right. have to keep somebody around them. Get him sure to the Greek. Trouble. Get him to right. the Greek. <laughs> that is totally hundred percent. Yes, out of snow. Yeah, Justin Hill is out of snow. <laughs> yes, hundred um, percent. So that's an interesting switch there. Uh, also. Alpine Stars picking up the the Lawrence brothers. It's kind of a, the 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 biggest non secret in the sport. Uh, Barsha left, so there's money there. But so both Lawrence brothers will be a stars. Jet will be a Red Bull athlete at some point. We believe, right? Weech. Yep. Yes. Okay. Yep. Um, I'm not surprised, right? Anybody surprised by no, that? It made, it made sense. Yeah, it made no. sense. Yeah. No, I think we know that. Yep. All right. Good talk. Well. <laughs> It's a gear brand. I don't think it's that surprising. You said it barshes out. And um, Jet Lawrence, one of the big winners of 2020. Not many winners yeah. in 2020. Yeah. Uh, but I would wonder, and his agent would probably tell us, I bet you the Geico team going away and Jet essentially becoming a free agent after he had a phenomenal rookie season. And then all the other things, the personality, yeah. he's got international appeal, et cetera, et cetera, probably worked to his benefit financially. Uh, yeah, 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 a tiny bit. <laughs> Just yeah, a t- yeah, yeah, so tiny bit. He is a winner in twenty twenty. Right, right, right. Yeah. And do you think the family made the deal with Jet and said, "Look, you got to give Hunter." I don't think we're there yet. Okay. Like, oh, yeah. we got this guy. Okay, all right. No, all right. Hunter's good. You okay. know, yeah. I don't think that necessarily they were forced into that, but I do. I do think it's a factor. I do think that they know they have to keep Jet happy. Because Hunter's great, right? And it's crazy that we're a year into this thing and we're like, oh, yeah, Jet's, Jet's the prize and Hunter's and also ran. Because Hunter was the guy coming in. They were like, Hunter's, Hunter could be national champion like yeah. next year. You yeah. know? And that, that whole narrative is completely flipped now. So I have to pump the brakes a little bit myself when I start thinking about Hunter because, yeah, okay, maybe Supercross is not his thing. But if he came out and won the national championship next summer, it would not be that shocking. I mean, okay, yeah, it'd be, he's yeah. not going to be the favorite by any means, but yeah. think about when he was coming into the, the motocross series. We were like, oh, yeah, he'll win multiple races. You know, that was right. just like 18 months ago. No, that wasn't me. I wasn't there. But I was. I absolutely, I, he almost J- won his second, second race of the year. He almost won. J. Mart's a heavy favorite, and then Justin Cooper. I would put Cooper and Jet and... I don't know. I'm probably missed. Troll Train, all in the same bag. Right, but if you were to say RJ, to RJ. Hunter Lawrence, hey, everything's going your way and you're healthy and everything's good going in outdoors, can you beat Justin Cooper for the title? Hunter Lawrence would be like, yeah, yeah. he's not on a higher level right, than me. Right, right. I'm at least the same. Right. Right. And I also think that they've been pretty smart about the Lawrence brothers are kind of a brand in and amongst themselves. Yeah. So if you're Alpine right. stars, you're getting that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. JT, Alpine Stars just throwing money around. I was, was Fly in on that? I mean, did, did you guys pursue that? Well, you know, we were in on the, the Geico deal, and then yeah. when that kind of went sideways, right. um, we were not in direct negotiations for Hunter and Jet. Um, I think, you know, I think Lucas 
his manager kind of knew the direction he wanted to go. And I will give Gabrielle, you know, Gabrielle is the owner of, of Alpine Stars. I will give Gabrielle a lot of credit because when he sees something that he wants, and I'm sure he very much wants Jet Lawrence, there's really no number he won't go to. Mm-hmm. I've seen him, you know, push push the envelope as far as numbers to where I'm like, that's never going to pay a return. But he doesn't care. Yeah, He wants the guys that he wants, and he's willing to pay for it. The – the Alpine Star Boot Company coming in and generating millions of dollars of sales for Parts Unlimited and WPS over the years. Mm-hmm. And and then you have Thor owned by Parts Unlimited and Fly owned by WPS. And they're, 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 I just, Weege, JT won't talk about this, but I just would love to be a fly on the wall when they're like, okay, we love A-Stars because we're selling a shit ton of it and we make so much money off it because it's a very good product and it's very popular. But then we got this guy running around <laughs> signing everybody. He doesn't really sell the gear. He doesn't. He's degaff about this. <laughs> this the not really selling the gear, I think, is the thing that makes it right. acceptable. And again, I don't know if JT's going to comment, but he's not. They're a gear brand. Yeah. But are they a gear competitor? I, I in the I, classic on sense? some level, yes. But on yeah, some yeah, level. yeah. Right. You can get it in Europe. You can buy it all everywhere. You, you can, can buy, buy it, it here. You can buy here now. Yeah, you can buy it here. Maybe limited numbers? I don't even know. I just don't feel like it's pushed. Right. And you don't see it a lot. Right. Not mainstream. It's a gray area, for sure. Um, <laughs> well, it, no, it definitely comes up. Yeah. You know, it's not yes. like we don't consider them a competitor on a level, but they're also a very strong partner yeah. with us, too. That's what you I know? mean. So it's, it's so weird. Right. It yeah. is. It really, really is. Um, and, and I'll be honest, there are days when I'm like, you know, when, when I knew they were going to get Jet, I was like, damn it. You know, because I would love for Jet to be in fly racing too. But, again, I, I I tip my hat to Gabrielle because when he wants something, he there is no there is no telling him no. Count like, me, he's just going to keep coming until he gets it. Count me as surprised that the Lawrence brothers didn't end up in Fox, for sure. So, yeah. What is the uh... – I think – you know what? I think if this was 10 years ago, I think you would be right. But I, I think times change and ownership changes and, right. and directions change, and there's a lot of different dynamics going on there than there used to be. Uh, what about um, the jersey up above your head? Yeah. Anderson, is he back? Is he, is he Alpine Stars? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I think so he's in his last year of okay. the deal. Yeah. Oh. I thought he was saying that everything I, was up. My hot rumor I he saying that, yeah. that I heard, I don't know, two months yeah. ago, and it wasn't a great source, <laughs> but I'll just say it. The hot rumor I had is as soon as... As Anderson's contract is up, he is out of there and going with Bobby Hewitt to whatever Bobby does. Bobby Hewitt's behind the scenes. This is just is Hewitt's not done. This is a heavy rumor, so please okay, don't. Right. This is just right. a, not, you know, don't take okay. this as fact. Bobby's setting something up. He's coming back, mm. and Anderson will be with him as soon as that's all settled. Okay. So. All right. right. Watch what, this space. What do you think, Weech? Is that a is that a crazy talk? Is that or is that uh, at one point, I would have said I absolutely can see that. Yep. However, I have I, I have a huge respect for Bobby Hewitt. I, I've seen the way he operates. He lets me in the truck all the time. I don't feel that the success that that team has had is an accident. However, mm-hmm. they have absolutely maintained that level since they've been right. great since right. that Salt Lake City yep. run through now, which would lead me to think like, man, it's really not a good team to want to leave. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> JT, you think there's yep. anything to that, or is that crazy pit talk? You know, I, I could believe it, but I, I'll tell you the only real question I have is you got to come up with a lot of money because Jason Anderson is very, very well paid yeah. and has been for a very long time. So 
if if Bobby has multi millions of dollars to put a team together, and you know Jason Anderson's going to absorb a lot of that, then yeah, it's believable for me. I just don't know where all that money's going to come from. Right, right, okay. You're talking a factory team that's at least at the same level as the best teams. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. it's going to be hard to make that a lateral move. Total rumor, a, bro. Yeah, total yeah. rumor. Uh, all right, let's do the ex brand goggle tear-offs before we get too far into this show. Let's do this. It's the X Brand Tear Off segment. 15 second rapid fire QA. Rapid fire. X Brand Goggle is a choice of champions everywhere. Stu Baylor, X Brand Goggle athlete. Josh Strang, X Brand Goggle athlete. Weege, is there any series in the world that taxes a rider's vision than GNCC? Uh, more than GNCC? Yeah, more than GNCC. Meant to say, I'm here to help. I'm here to help you out. I said, is there, is there a series <laughs> that taxes the rider's vision more than GNCC? You didn't say more. He did not say more. You left the word more out. What did I say? Is there a series that taxes the riders than Vision. GNCC? Vision. Vision yeah. than GNCC. Okay. More than. More than. Give him another one. Give him another one. Thank you. Okay. okay. Uh, is there? No. It's, uh, I right. mean, dude, half the races are mud races, yeah. and they're hours. And, 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 and Baylor dominating that series. Yeah, man. With x goggles. Yep. Four of the last five. Now that he's a highly paid factory guy, mm-hmm. do you foresee him just tanking? Uh, now that he's got the contract, Stu Baylor, who the hell knows? Okay, at any time right. and all times. <laughs> uh, yeah. Josh Strang, X Brand goggles. Marty Davalos, yeah. maybe X Brand. Yeah, goggles. I was going to bring that one up. Right. Uh, there's you already want... there's already been communication. Oh really? Oh yeah. Okay, it's yeah, 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 yeah. Marty, we're not going to lose Marty. Okay. He will be X Brand. Okay. We'll all make right. this happen. All right. We'll remember when it happens. All right. Yeah. Uh, EKSBrand.com. Go to Motorsport.com. Type in EKS20 to save with X Brand goggles.com. Uh, uh, great company. Great. Uh, Product new goggle coming very soon. I test wore it at the World Vets. Oh, oh, it worked fantastic. Developed by. Developed by. Wow. Uh, these questions submitted by Corey Moser. Do you know him? No, have not heard of him. Okay, who is that? Moser. He's like a listener. I I think so. Okay, I right. heard of him. Let's do this. All right, Steve. Why didn't JGR's success in NASCAR transfer over to Moto? For all the reasons we just talked about. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, bad luck and bad signings. Wow. Right? Uh, no, I don't agree with the signings. But you don't agree with the signings? Dude, they had like a 58 riders, so big deal. You're going to give me one that was a bad one? Well, I mean, yeah. I'll give you more than one, but... Two? <laughs> Look, like I said... Coming, out, time... of, coming out of the gate with Summy and Hanson wasn't great. Okay, that wasn't great, but I do remember this, and Steve probably does not. When the word got out at the end of the 2008 season that they were going to sign Josh Grant, Steve was telling them, Ah, that's a bad one. That is a bad one. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. And then he went out and won. He was great, really, all year. Okay. He was great all year. Weege. Who was JGR's best rider signing and named just one of their many disaster rider hires? Well, the best. I mean, it's obvious. Before we get to it. I mean, the best is Justin Brayton. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. I mean, Brayton, it really is the team. Uh, what What was the second question? Disaster? Uh, yeah, one of their many disaster rider hires. Phil, for sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, I would say Hill. I knew that was your example. Money of, spent. Yeah. He won a race. Yep. Never forget. Two fifty. Track down AC. Yes, yeah, straight up. <laughs> straight up on an RMZ two fifty, which hadn't been changed in years. Didn't somebody get on that bike? Oh, Troll raced that bike in Montreal. Yeah. And said, "I cannot believe he won a Supercross race on this bike." Yeah. 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 Yeah, he beat AC on that. But bike, he was getting two forty a year. He was the defending champion of two fifty Supercross West. 
What's the going rate for that? All right. that that's a fair that's a fair wage for that title. All right, JT. If the saying win on Sunday, sell on Monday still rings true, when will Suzuki sales hit rock bottom? Yesterday. <laughs> you know the problem for Suzuki was? When they were winning it didn't result in sales either. Yeah. That was the problem. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Steve, what's the cheapest thing Weege has done today? He's not paid a thing. He got free Starbucks from, from me. I bought him lunch. We bought him dinner. He has not opened his wallet today. And I got a free upgrade in the plane, so I got free breakfast on my flight here. Yep. It's been glorious. Yep. Yep. And yep. he's going to get some free art support. Yep. And yep. he parked in Pookie's spot. Yep. Oh, yeah. For free. Yep, for free. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable, this guy. Weege, what's a trick or tip you have to help listeners save money this coming holiday season? Coming? Coming. Yeah, so 2020 has been a messed up year, right? So I think at this point, all your family members are aware that we can't have everything we want all the time. Everything's kind of weird. Everything's kind of on delay. So, hey, if you can't make it happen like before Christmas, just tell them you'll get them the gift eventually. Wait to the time when the best discount comes, and it might not be right now, such as me. Could I spend money on a BMX bike for Christmas? Yes. Would I rather wait till March when the stock at a discount comes back in? Yes. <laughs> All right. It's 2020. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. Yeah. You might have to be patient. Finally, your strategy pays off. Yes. Right. Just took a pandemic. JT, rumor was JGR just needed one more sponsor to keep racing. How much money do you think they needed? million bucks JT's very quick tonight I think he's Solid. coming around in this game Solid. it's taking a while 10 years yep <laughs> Steve how did Jericho get picked up at star uh, Jericho had teams fighting for him really for his services Were yes they paying attention to his riders performance <laughs> in fantasy a lot of DNFs Jericho he had he had teams <laughs> fighting for him uh, he asked me which team to go to? What I would do? Really? I asked him the wages, the the the, the hospital. I I recommended the other team. Of course. And he went to Star. Jericho Smart. I just said, look, I don't think you're gonna have a lot of fun over there at Star. Who is he working for? Craig. Craig. Yeah. All right. So, but he's at Star. Yeah. Jericho. Worked out. Weege, what's your favorite Koi theory? <laughs> oh, this one is great. One time he said. Hey, did you know that Charlotte has the third highest amount of people hit and killed by cars? And I'm like, wow, really? It's not the biggest city? That's crazy. And he's like, it's not actually true. But if it were, that would be shocking, wouldn't it? Uh, what about he can't be knocked out? It's physically impossible right? to be knocked out, yes. That was another he cannot theory? be knocked right, out, yes. Because right. he played football and crashed into walls in NASCAR and couldn't be knocked out. It was impossible. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to yeah. miss Coy. I know, I know. That's the worst part of this whole thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All, right. All right, last one. JT, inevitably a rider is going to catch COVID during Supercross. Who do you think is most likely to get it, and why is it Filthy Phil? <laughs> JT. Do you lose JT? I think we lost him. We lost JT. Oh, he's, sorry. Oh, oh, he's oh sorry. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I, I have to pass on that. There's no good answer to that. There's not. There's nothing because honestly, the scary part is that like people are dying. Like I can't. I can't even make a good job, about Moser. It. Good job. Um, we got a tweet. That's it, right? X-Men? That's it. All right. We got a. 
Do you want to throw this in now or? Yeah, let's do the outro. Max Brand Goggles, choice of champions everywhere, choice of riders like Marty Davalos. You're saying and it. And more. You're saying it. Yeah. Really? Sure. It's not even his choice no, yet. No, no, not yet. <laughs> um, all right, we got a tweet for you too, JT. Go ahead, tell him. From Deke976. He said, who would win a three-lap shootout this weekend at the WPS Ride Day at Waldo? JT, Bradshaw, or Weston Pike? He has Bradshaw. I would say Weston. Oh, Definitely okay. not me. I can promise you it's not me. Are you going to ride this weekend? Uh, I don't believe so, no, because I don't have a bike. That's the whole problem. If I had my own bike, yes, but I don't have And we, we know how that went for Darkside, so I'll just <laughs> not do that. Bradshaw's uh, all good? Healed up? Run? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's good? He should be back. Oh, okay. Yep. All right. Yeah. Chicken. I know. Bradshaw chicken, chicken drove, getting into it. He drove across the country to this thing. Did he really? Yeah. Shit. I uh, I went to Paris twice now in the last month, and the jump that he crashed on, I'm like, oh, I could totally see what he did. Like, I, I totally get it. Is it like angled? Yes. And it's, yeah. it's, it's, against the wall. it's angled to the right. And if you don't quite get your drive or screw up the tabletop before, I could see coming into that wall for sure. So. Did you go through a whoop section in Paris and see how he got out of control <laughs> and ghost rode into? <laughs> no, see how not. that could happen? Go ghost rode into the chicken? <laughs> uh, all right, X Brown Goggle Tariffs. Uh, of course, uh, JT, last, before we go, last uh, confirm or deny Justin Brayton will be in a fly goggle for 2021. Is there? Can you confirm or deny this rumor that I have heard today? I can do neither. Okay. From a prominent goggle source in the industry. Coming in hot. Um, I can do neither. He'll look good, whatever goggle he's in. Oh, he will? Oh, yeah. yeah. Brayton. Best signing ever for JGR. Brayton tried to get you to go on a podcast tonight, jerk. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Brayton yeah. texted us and said, hey, Weech, we're going to be doing a podcast from 5 to 9 Pacific time with me, Jimmy Johnson, and Damon Bradshaw. And I said, Steve, do you want me to lock the front door on my way out? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Complete bullshit. Uh, fly Racing, flyracing.com. Thanks, JT. Appreciate it. Talk to you soon. Okay, guys. See you. All right, see you. That's Jason Thomas, everybody from Fly Racing. Colt Nichols coming up here in seven minutes. That allows me to do some motorcycleindustryjobs.com. Number one source for power sports companies looking for employees and candidates looking for employment opportunities. It's the first and only job board, but specifically for the motorcycle industry, upload your resume for free. Today's job of the week is at uh, Racer X. They're looking for an online content editor. Oh, really? Yeah. What do Kellen, you do there? Kellen's spot? Oh. Mitch's spot? That's jacked. Man, Kellen's what's, probably listening right now. What's your title? I'm an editorial director. They're looking fact. for an editorial, editorial director. director. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Shit. That's oh, it'd be great. Really Kellen, meanwhile, is just panicking over there. No, he's Kellen is balls deep in MXGP uh, studying for next year. He's looking. It's already for next year. He's looking at the schedule. Yep. That, that, that's written in stone. That schedule will never be changed. He's upset about the schedule. Oh, he is? Yeah, he's upset. Why? Well, Kellen is a motocross purist, and sometimes MXGP makes curious decisions yeah. on the tracks that they go yeah, to and the, the places the, they go the to. The government that pays them the most money. Is where they go. Uh, oh, is that what it is? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, they never yeah, reveal yeah. it. They usually say that it's a great market. I'm working at getting enough money to have Giuseppe hold the MXGP in my backyard. If he could just raise if the I funds. Could, yeah, if I could just raise the money, the I could get Caroli <laughs> and Hurlings in my backyard. Yes. So he gets very frustrated. He wants track with hill tracks with hills, you know, and real motocross heritage. Yeah. And the schedule always pops up without yeah. all of the tracks being We're going to this third world country, and it's going to be in a flat field. <laughs> it's a huge motorcycle market they're trying yeah, to yeah, service. Yeah, yeah. Yes. You know what, though? I cornered Pitt Byer one time on that, and I know Pitt a little bit over mm -hmm. the years. Okay. And I cornered him, and I said, Pitt, WTF? 
You wow, know. this is what you do. Yeah. This is impressive. Yeah. This is true journalistic chops. And I'm just like, how do you support this? How do all you OEMs do this? Why don't you get together and say, pound sand? That's expensive. Yeah. we got to use your travel agency. Shocker, Giuseppe owns a travel agency that everybody has to use to go to these overseas races. Okay. Why don't you tell them, as, a, as the teams, you know? I mean, look, the teams would tell Davey to go pound sand if there was something that Davey was trying to do. They would. Right. If he said there was a national in Hawaii... Yeah. They'd probably be like, we're not doing it. Right, right. Why is cool. You, you, you have to work with your partners that put that put the race teams on. Anyways, the answer I got from Pitt was, hey, some of these countries, they sell a lot of scooters. All right. So and if we go true. there, you maybe know, we sell true. more than dirt bikes, he was telling me. Okay. I'm like, okay. So it is a big market. Fair enough point, yep. Pitt. Yep. I know when they, for example, Indonesia, that was the big thing right. they, they played up, that they probably sell 8 billion motorcycle type, mm-hmm. you know, scooters a year. Yeah. So, so. All right, so look, RacerX is not looking for an online editor, Kellen. Calm down. They're not looking for a senior editor, whatever you are. Your boss. My boss. Yeah. They're not looking for, um, what am I? Editor at large. Editor at large. Yeah. Yeah, correct about my weight. Yeah, it was really fun, but you're really kind of messing that up. MotorcycleMachineJobs.com, job of the week, full-time job in Illinois for MX Tech Pro Suspension. MX Tech Pro Suspension is a company that's been around a long time doing suspension work. Parts team member, full-time. Uh, they're looking to add a passionate and an enthusiastic team member to continue building the quality brand and deliver excellent customer service. MotorcycleMachineJobs.com, please check it out on that website. If you're in Illinois and you want to learn how to do suspension and you want to work for a company, MX Tech is hiring. So thanks to uh, MotorcycleMachineJobs.com for that. I also want to thank about uh, our buddy Arthur Draper. He's an ex-mechanic in the sport, and he's turned into a lawyer. Weege, if you've been in a motorcycle or car accident, did somebody or some idiot take you out, or did you slam the ridgeline door in your head? That'd be I could sue myself. I yeah. think it's you need to call there. attorney Arthur Draper, friend of the show. He's a slow moto guy turned attorney. In fact, ambulances chase him now. Arthur takes the time to know your clients, and it will take time to talk to you personally. Consultations are free. You just need to call. More importantly, Arthur only gets paid if you get paid. There is no risk to you. So if you've been in a motorcycle car accident, please reach out to ArthurDraper.com, A-R-T-H-U-R, Draper.com, and uh, see if you can help yourself out a little bit there. 702-586-7857. Still looking to uh, talk a little bit of supercross and motocross, so give us a call if you can, and uh, we'll uh, we'll get on this thing. So uh, ProFilter as well, ProFilter.com. Uh, please check them out. Pulp 20 is a code to say, but those guys, pre-oiled uh, air filters, oil filters, uh, OEM stuff, side-by-sides, quads, whatever it is, they got it. So thanks to ProFilter.com for making that happen. And RacerX also, RacerX online forward slash pulp to subscribe. You did a read aloud, didn't you? Huh? You can, we have those read alouds where you, the story that you write, yeah. you then record oh, yeah. in audio. Yeah. Yep. So if you're a subscriber to the mag, you can find that on the website where you can actually listen to the story uh, that Steve wrote. So just some stuff we're doing. Did you do that yet? Did you do that? I've actually not done one. You've not done one. I don't know why. I've, I've not been selected. It's usually you or Davey and I, I, I got it on the chops. Okay. All right. Um, hold on. Um, and so this, this, the. Uh, yeah, racerxonline.com. Yeah. Racerxonline.com forward slash pulp to subscribe. Please support us, the magazine. Weed, you're writing about JGR. I wrote about Geico, unfortunately. We're both writing stories in consecutive months. About teams about shutting teams down. About shutting yes. down. Yes. I wrote about one moto winners a couple months ago. Yep. So there's stories like this in the magazine that you will never read online. Uh, well, on the website. You can read them online. They're, on the, they're on the website right. if you pay. Yes. yes. If, you, if, if you're you, a subscriber. Right. right. Yeah. Uh, so please subscribe to the magazine and uh, appreciate it and keep, keep Weege and I's jobs.
I guess. I, you know what? It's it's called a subscription because that's the old name, but everything's integrated in the website now. It's essentially premium content. Okay. You can get those everything in the magazine. You can read right on the website, but you got to have a login. Do you subscribe to the Athletic? No, I need to. But wait, does that cost money? Yeah. I would do it if I was a motocross fan. I'm just uh, saying, I would. I'm trying to find the. What's Athletic cost though? Do you have your racetrack's email? Pull up the email from the latest read. The latest. Oh, this is great radio, bro. Well, I'm, no, I can cover for you while you what, do this. What do you but, need? It? Well, the latest subscription package for people. The latest thing, like. Oh, oh, Fuck what we're fire. what we're offering? Yeah, yeah, no problem. Yeah, do that. Right, I mean, here we go. Uh, I mean, you're out of your mind. Dude. Oh, we've done it. It's time for the calendar. We always do. We huh. always deliver a calendar. All right. People used to have these things. They hung on walls. They didn't have a calendar built into their phones. We've been. Sending out a free calendar every year. Comes to you right before January. It's normally has all the race dates in it. I don't think we're going to get them all in right this year. And we'll also throw in a $25 Rocky Mountain ATV MC gift card while you're at it. Also, that's like the price of the subscription right there, practically. We, Boom. I, don't, I don't think we can actually make it the exact price of the subscription. That's like the rule. Oh. So it's like 30 bucks to subscribe, and we'll give you a $25 card, and we'll give you the calendar. Okay. Yeah. And a digital gift. Do either one of you two subscribe to Racer X Magazine? Yes. I don't. I used to get all the magazines back in the day, though. But now you can read all the stories right there on the website. So just do it. It's 30 bucks a year. The Athletic is way more expensive Th- than that. Thank you, Marks. I like the I like the magazine. Well, yeah. I like the paper. I, I, if you want the paper, yeah, that's yeah. cool, too. But I'm saying if you're not a mad guy. But yeah, that's cool. What's the Athletic cost? I don't know. You used to do it. I still do. Right. I don't know. We just, it's like just, $5 <laughs> a month or something. Yeah. yeah that's just, way more. It just bills to my car. I, I, that's pathetic. Right. We're going to talk about my latest expenditure oh. coming up here shortly. Okay. And we're going to get into some cabinets. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we covered the JGR thing. We covered Geico, Hunter Lawrence Brothers. Do you think JT knew about Savachi? Does, does he know about Savachi? And, and, uh, you know, on that topic of JT saying he knows nothing about what goes on with that team, JT is nothing if not consistent. He has never once, ever, ever confirmed, denied, leaked anything involving that team, ever. Can you think of one time? Or I, JT, can't, I can't really, no. yeah. So so maybe he doesn't really know. Right. And, and we just The fact that it. he could play those cards that close to the vest for this long, right. I, I doubt. So I'm t- thinking he really doesn't have the inside okay. on that team. All right. Uh, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, Vortex Racing. Weege, are you aware of Vortex Racing? Yeah. They've won championships with uh, James Stewart and Chad Reed and Dylan Ferrandez. They've won races with Colt Nichols, Aaron Plessinger, these type of guys. Uh, last time I was on the show, mm-hmm. back in January, yeah. right here, you had one of the greatest promo reads ever. Dylan Ferrandis using a Vortex rocket to ram the shit out of Christian Craig. Oh, I said One that. of my favorite, yeah, yes, yeah, is yeah. one of the well, best I mean, listen, one I, of the best promos I'd ever I heard. I just you call it like so, I see it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kyle at VortexRacing.com will give you a deal on anything Vortex, the V3 bar, uh, in a wide range of bend. It's 29% stronger than the competition. They've got their laser-cut steel Vortex Racing sprockets. They've got the uh, aluminum ones that the, the Star Yamaha guys use. Uh, trusted by champions, Vortex Racing components are made from aerospace-grade billet aluminum to the tightest tolerance. Speaking of Vortex Racing, this man has a Vortex Racing sprocket on the back of his Monster Star Yamaha YZ250, and we're welcoming on the show tonight. It's Colt Nichols. What's up, Colt? How are you, man? Steve, how we doing? We're good, man. Thank you for coming on. Uh, appreciate course, it. Yeah. So we had Nicoletti on earlier because he's on all the time because we love Phil, right? <laughs> and he said, hey, are you had Nichols on yet? And we're like, no, he's coming up. He's like, tell him I said hi. <laughs> tell him I didn't like him. I never liked him. But I hung out with him at, at Coop's bachelor party, and he's okay. Now I like him. Now I like him. Yeah. Hey, 
he he literally told me that right off the rip. Had, <laughs> I think one one night where we had a little bit of fun or whatever, and yeah. the next day he just comes up to me and is like, Nichols, I'll be honest, I was never a fan. <laughs> I hated you. But he was like, I actually think you're all right. And I was like, you know what, Phil? I appreciate the hell out of that, uh, man. That's awesome. <laughs> but I think you're all right is all you're going to get out of him, right? Like that's what you got to no, get no, out of him. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it wasn't like you're awesome or anything. It was just like, you're all right. And I was like, all right, I'll take it. Yeah, no. <laughs> Listen, Phil would look at the way you dress. Uh, he'd look at the earring. He'd look at the social stuff. And he's a New Yorker. And I could just see Phil being like, ah, I hate Colt Nichols. Never having met oh, you. Never knowing literally. you. Totally. Right? Totally. The first words he said to me was like, I'm going to yank that fucking earring out. As soon as we start to get drunk, I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, no. oh, man. He was not. Well, he, uh, he says hi. He likes you now. He says hi. So, cool. that, that, yeah, we're all good there. Um, Hey, so we were discussing this on one of my shows the other day. Was the number 13 bad luck Colt? Was that, is that, is that where we're going with? Um, you know, we took a risk and it didn't really work. So yeah, I'm going to claim it as bad luck, I guess. I don't know. I'm not, well, I, I'm not too, uh, right. I didn't want to, I didn't want to believe in that, you know, or yeah. anything. And to be honest with you, they yeah they gave me an option. Yep. You know, they yep. came to me and they were like, "All right, your number is either going to be I think it was twenty eight or twenty nine or something. I'm not real sure." And they're like, "Or you can do you can do thirteen, but you know, we just want to ask first. We don't want to put you there." Yeah. I was like, "Oh, sure, like whatever." I thought about it for a day or so. I was like, "I don't know. I think it looks kind of cool. Maybe I'll do it." Right. And it, uh, it did. It did not treat me well at all. Uh, so yeah, I guess I guess so. But we were taught. I would have taken it. Like uh, I would have been a guy that been like thirteen is cool, man. It's almost like like anytime close to the top ten is an amazing number. Uh, but yeah, whether it was Tortelli or Swink or Jesse Nelson or whatever, we've seen RJ, bro. RJ. We've seen guys have struggle with the thirteen. And again, I would have taken it. I'm not a superstitious <clears throat> guy. The number doesn't mean anything. But damn it, Colt. No, and that's, that's exactly the way I looked at it. I was like, the number doesn't mean anything. And some of the, like in any other cross sport, like some of my favorite players in any other kind of sports are number 13. Yeah. Uh, football, basketball, like all the stuff. And so, oh, well, I'm going to give it a shot. Like maybe it'll work. And yeah, yeah. I only got to. I only got to show it about four times. Yeah. So, uh, I guess Jeez. it was just bad luck for me. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. But I feel like uh, you're really coming in under the radar. I think people forget uh, how good you were uh, the previous year, and, and you didn't get to show it this year. But uh, how you feeling? How, how's it going? Uh, actually good, man. We, we've done um, a different approach uh, to, to an off season this year. Um, just stuff that I've been wanting to do for a while and, me and Swan are kind of putting our heads together a little bit and kind of going about things uh, actually quite a bit different than we ever have in our off season. So I'm really happy with all that. Um, taking a little bit, you know, to, to get to a point where I feel like I'm, I'm happy with that kind of stuff, but we're definitely there now. And um, I, I love being in this position. I'm a little, obviously very under the radar and got something to come in and hopefully surprise some, uh, some people with, but no, dude, I feel good. It's been fun uh, riding with my new teammates with Malcolm and Christian and, um, Jay Coop's still hurt, so I haven't got to ride with him or, or anything, but it's been really fun riding with these two guys so far, and we're having a really solid, uh, solid off-season. We've been making a good progress, and it's been fun, man. Do you, mean, change, do you mean changing up some training stuff? Is that kind of what I'm, kind of what I'm getting at? You're, you're doing different things yeah. off the bike? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. It was just some stuff that I felt like we lacked a little bit at, and, you know, we, um, you know, Swanee kind of was 
agreeing with me a little bit yeah. uh, when it came to that kind of stuff. Because it's stuff I kind of been poking around a little bit at before. And, okay. Um, but, you know, you, you, you pay a guy to train you, and uh, you listen to what he says, and that's right. just what you do, you know. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Um, But then you get older, you get wiser, and you, you see things, you learn things. And, mm-hmm. you know, I've been doing this for a little bit now, and yeah. I, I kind of felt like I knew a little bit of what I needed, what I, what I lacked at for my own body, not just for – a group, you know, that we're all in. So um, that, that made a big difference so far. I think it's made the biggest difference in what I'm doing. So um, I'm happy with that stuff. It's slow and steady, but we're just kind of going day by day. And I've been enjoying it, man. It's been really, really fun. And having some new faces around is always kind of cool, too. Uh, I'm being a little more involved now since he, he was last year, but not to the extent he is now that having Christian there. So it's been, it's been really good. Yeah, watching Mookie go through the whoops every day must be pretty cool. Good God. Yeah, actually, yeah. Well, him and Christian both. Like, if I'm going to try to learn how to be better there, it's, you know, two of the best guys to watch. So um, I'm a very visual learner. So just yeah. having literally watching these guys right in front of me uh, has been huge for me. And uh, I ride with them every day. And right. They're both really sick. So uh, it definitely keeps me on my toes. And I got someone to chase or vice versa. So um, I think it's a really positive thing for me uh, to bring those dudes into the program. Uh, Colt Nichols on the show, brought to you by Vortex Racing. Uh, the back, the bike that's on uh, the sprocket that's on the back of the bike of Colt Nichols is uh, Vortex Racing. Email Kyle at vortexracing.com to get a deal from those guys. Hey, Colt Leach here. Um, is there is there a Florida component now to Star or Swanee's deal? I, I keep hearing this, but I don't know if it's true. I don't know if you can say it yet. What is happening there? Do you know? Or can you say? Uh... <laughs> that's a great question. I, I do know what's happening, but I don't know if I can say. Okay. Um, that's why we haven't heard, heard, heard yet. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm not sure about that. But, yeah, um, some different components uh, of okay. some stuff that, that could be happening for sure. But, uh, yeah, I'm not sure where they are with that. Like, Well, listen. Yeah, I, it seems like for a while I just heard something there every day. And then mm-hmm. now something's set in stone. But, like I said, I don't know uh, if I can really I, say that. Okay, that's <laughs> fair. If, I, if yeah. I'm a rider for Star Racing – and they tell me you got to move to Florida. I'm like saying WTF. That's all I'm saying. Really? Yeah. Why? I'm like if I'm settled in California, if I got a house, if I'm like all settled and everything, I'm gonna go to Florida. Uh, like 30 other guys have done it. Yeah, but I mean, just asking. I don't know. Okay. I think I think I think that'll be interesting to see how that plays out. That's all. I'm yeah, it'll happy. be interesting right, for me because right. I just bought a house, so I'm like, well, yeah, oh. shitty timing. If that does happen, but right, right, um, right. you know that that's the only way or reason why it would be like whatever but yeah we'll see i don't, I don't know exactly what yeah. they're fully planning on trying to do with us, but yeah. dude is the is the test like so i was at paris and jmart was there and dylan was there too but colt jmart passed me at fucking mach 5 and and and, 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 and dove inside of an inside rut like the little elf that he is right like he doesn't you know he's just so yeah. small i could not believe the speed he was hitting the inside ruts at i was like this guy looks like he's never been away from a Yamaha ever. This was his second day of riding. And like, granted, 45B tubby guy like me, I'm not exactly the, the benchmark here for speed. <laughs> but I couldn't believe how fucking fast he was going. It was insane. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've seen him a few times actually at the track. Now, I never saw him while we were riding outdoors and stuff, but uh, I've rode Supercross with him a few times now. And uh, I've never really actually got to talk to Jeremy that much. Right. Um, you know, obviously I've raced him a handful of times, but never with teammates or anything like that. And um, 
we were just kind of chopping it up at the track the first day I was there. And he was like, yeah, I mean, the motor, I knew it was going to be sick. But, dude, I cannot believe how good the thing handles. Like, the chassis is incredible. And yeah. he just kept going on about how sick the chassis was. I'm just like, yeah, dude, I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's sick. I don't know. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. I love it. You know? Right, right, uh, right. But I was like, I, I'm not coming from a guy called Honda, so I don't, I don't really know, you know, what the other side's like. But, yeah, I mean, the thing's incredible, obviously. So, yeah, yeah, he was, he was pretty in awe. I bet, I bet. Uh, and it sucks that still for 2021, Colt, your Will Hahn is still holding back your program. That sucks that you still have that. Anger. Yeah, no, it's yeah, it's it's a bummer for sure. He's he's holding me back everywhere, really. But we got this nice little friendly competition going on right now where he thinks he can beat me at a bicycle. So every day it's something new with Will. So I've uh, that's what I've been dealing with, um, as you guys can imagine. But every single day it's something something new about him beating me on a bicycle, and it just it won't happen. I won't let it happen. Right? Yeah. Oh. What was the weird deal but at uh, Redbud with you guys, where you guys decided to run a marathon or whatever the heck, and Will just ran a marathon from what? the track yeah, to the hotel? Yeah, he just does things like yeah. that every now and then. I don't, I don't get it. I really, really don't understand how he does it. But he's he's gnarly. Like he's done so much cycling over the course of his career that he's got like a pretty gnarly base, and he's good on a bicycle. I mean, really good at running too. But he's really sick on a bicycle. So. He's uh, he's a tough one to beat, but I feel like I can, feel like I got him handled. Dude, at Redbud, I think it was after the first Redbud. Yeah, I think it was between. Yeah, yeah, between. yeah. That's when they said, yeah. Yeah, he ran from the track to the hotel. And really? as you know, they're not close. No. He ran a marathon. No. Ridiculous. First of all, I'd be worried about getting mowed down in some of those roads. Yeah. I know. That's what I said too. That's <laughs> right. gotta be sketchy. Yeah, that's gotta be sketchy. Like big nasty, just hammered on pickle juice. <laughs> Driving around, <laughs> driving around Michigan, just cleaning Will off his shoulder, right? Like, I mean, come on, that's a real fear that everyone should have. It is, man. Right. I, uh, I, I wouldn't even mind it though. I'm missing that. I haven't seen that dude or heard from him in a while. I know. Me neither. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Dad life's got him. Just dad life. That's it. He's dropped oh. off the map. I know. Um, I know. I don't get no pickles no more. Nothing. So. Right. Right. Are you? Uh, does, do you have any lingering effects from the Salt Lake City crash? Is everything healed up? You're, you're fine, or do you have any any stuff going on from that? Uh, no, we're, we're good there. It was just a weird, uh, a weird injury, dude. Like I, I didn't really expect it to go the way it did, to be honest. Cause it, um, I just broke that first bone right there in my hand yeah. uh, underneath my knuckle. And, uh, it was, you know, a clean break. They were like, yeah, we're going to go in and put a plate and screws there, but right. it's such a small spot that it's kind of hard for it to heal, I guess, which I didn't really know it was going to be that bad. But, um, I got the cast off like pretty quick. We started doing stuff and it just, wouldn't heal it was really weird um so it, it ended up being like it was supposed to be a six to eight week injury and it yeah. was, ended up being like 14 weeks so i was like all right well that kind of sucks so um that was the main reason why i missed obviously all of all the summer it just took forever to heal and i didn't really expect that but um yeah see i now thought that, now that we've been going okay. it's good so. see yeah because i at salt lake city when we all saw what happened uh who was that what happened what, who was who, who did you come together who'd you come together with I, why is it i'm mind blanking on sexton right yeah. Uh, yeah, remember at the end of the story? Oh, yeah, yeah the, yeah, the right. triple-double yes, into the, the 90. Right. Yeah. So you came together with Sexton. Yeah. I heard you broke your hand. Okay, like that sucks, but not a bit, not a bad injury. And then, honestly, I thought something else must have happened because it took so long for you to get back. Like, I'm like, okay, wait. Something must be more serious than they said at the track, you know? But, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I really thought that kind of the same thing because I immediately, like, once it happened, yeah. I got up. Right. And I, I rode around, obviously, and I, I, I tried to get on the gas, and it just wouldn't. Like, I can feel the bones moving, and I couldn't twist very good. So I was like, okay, something's obviously not right. Um, I immediately went to the Alpine Star thing, saw it was broke. But the dude was like, yeah, dude, this is maybe six, eight weeks. Like, you're, you're going to be all right. I was like, oh, perfect. Like, maybe I can actually still not only make outdoors, but maybe the whole series, yeah. possibly, you know, if I could. So 
um, whenever we got back, had surgery, they took the cast off after two weeks. And so I was just in a splint and I started using it like pretty good because Swanee was like, all right, well, if you're trying to race Loretta's, we're going to have to do some stuff, like yep. probably stuff we shouldn't be doing, but it's going to be a little bit of stuff. And then we're just going to see if we can go do it. And I'm like, all right, perfect. Yeah. So I loaded, loaded my gear bag up, did all this stuff about a week, uh, two weeks before Loretta's for a doctor's appointment. I had my gear bag in the back. And I go in there, and then I left with a cast again. Uh. Dude was, dude was, yeah, dude was pissed. So he was like, I can obviously tell you've been using this a lot, and it's not healing at all. Yeah, like, yeah. You're going to have to go back in a cast. I'm like, fuck. So then that, that just, the whole thing was done. Yeah, you're like, uh, all done did, you fa- did you fake like a, uh, what? <laughs> I haven't done a thing. I Yo, haven't I done anything. <laughs> yeah, he was like, you're not, you haven't lifted anything over five pounds. I'm like, no. No. How that's happening. Yeah, well, I don't know what's going on. That's so bullshit. Doing, doing, doing yeah. quite a bit with it. Uh, yeah, just trying to be prepared, but it did not work at right, all. So. Right. Uh, I talked to a guy who was oh, at the, well. I got, I talked to the guy who was, I talked to a guy who was at the track, I don't know, last week or the week before. He's like, it's like a fucking seated practice at Supercross. Right now at the oh, Yamaha dude, track, it's, it's just insane. Yeah, just, forty-nine yeah, riders on the team. Right, right. Yeah. Just, just uh, because AP's back, right? AP is back. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, between, I mean, the two fifty and four fifty thing, obviously being together now, it's just like the other day, Dylan and Jeremy were there, and you know they don't uh, train with Swanee, but they were they were just there riding with us and stuff, and I was like, dude, holy shit! Like there is so many dudes. Like, yeah, it's, it's almost like even just at Yamaha, the amount of people that are riding there, I'm just like, wow. Yeah, and especially when we show up to a public track and we got to take 19 vehicles and we take up the whole side of the road. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, really, right? But uh, it's been fun though. Yeah, it's been really fun. I'm enjoying it. Colt Nichols on the uh, Pulp Mech Show, presented by Motorsport.com and Fly Racing, uh, brought to you by Vortex Racing. Uh, yeah, did you see Wilbur got engaged? Did you hear that? No. We, yeah. I did. I yeah. did. Yeah, I can't believe yeah, it. Yeah, that was cool. Oh, man, I just can't believe he, I, it. really cool. I'm proud of him, man. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah, he's really growing up, Wilbur, right before our eyes. I know. Jeez. Well, know. you know, you get your first girlfriend. That's the first thing you yeah, want to do. Yeah, 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 right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think, you got to marry her. I, yeah. I, I, think, I think he calls Forkner for advice. I think he's been calling Forkner no, like, please, no, hey, I, I, I got no, this chick. What do, not, I, no, no, what do I do? I'm in love. She just seems like the one. God. Oh, no, Steve. Listen, Forkner's not, Forkner's not coming on my show. It doesn't matter. I could, you know, I mean, that's um, uh, Colt Nichols on the show. Yeah, he probably said that. Yeah, marry her. Yeah, 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 marry her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just lock it up. Get a tattoo. I, I Get a tattoo on your finger ring. also immediately. <laughs> oh, man. Um, but we, I do, like, pretending that Colt isn't on the phone right now, which is hard to do, but pretending okay. he's not on the phone, like, yeah, yeah. I think a lot of people forgot about him. Dude, Come, he won Anaheim 1. But so, like, coming in, like, I don't think, coming into yeah. Houston. We should do a quiz right now. We should, we should, yeah. Did Colt Nichols... Did he or did he not win Anaheim one? <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> did he have a red plate? Yes. For numer- did he have a red plate? Yes. For numerous weeks. Over Adam Cincerulo. Did he yeah. lead him in points? Right, right. Yeah, so a little under the radar, for sure. I, I really feel like that. I, You know, you've won before. You've had the red plate. And I just feel like for 21, like, because already, look, uh, we had Christian on the show last week. Kiefer was in as my co-host. And Kiefer tells Christian that he's the man to beat, which I flew off the handle. Like, I like Christian, but he's won one race. He's not the man to beat. So I flew off the handle. I had to send Christian an apology text, which he understood. Um, but but I, I, I do think, like, nobody's thinking about Colt Nichols. I just, I'm just like, hey, everybody, like, don't forget about this guy, right? Yeah, you, do you like that, yeah, though? Yeah. Do you like that? I, I don't mind. I mean, I really don't. Like, it's one of those things where 
it's kind of just the way I've kind of been. Even at 19, I was very, very under the radar. So I think when I won the first race, everyone was kind of, I mean, obviously a little shook. And then I was able to string off some, some decent races after that. But I, I really don't mind being under the radar, that kind of thing. I mean, that's the way I've kind of been <clears throat> kind of forever. You know, like even last year where they were doing the the polls for – Supercross, you know, they do that little prediction thing each week or whatever the hell it was. Oh uh, no, exactly that, that thing was, was but... that thing was so dumb. The power ranking, the power oh, ranking, it was so dumb. Yeah, yeah, it made me laugh. But it's stuff like that where I know I'm not always going to be up there. Like I'm not the most talked about kind of guy, right? Um, and, and that really doesn't bother me. I'm, I'm going about doing my business, doing my work, and kind of prefer it a little bit right now at the moment because I'm we're just busy, man. We're going day to day, taking it for what it is, and trying to get better and right. trying to get stronger. And by the time we show up, I'm, I'm hoping I can do the same thing I did before and do it a little better, actually, and uh, try to keep that thing all the way till the end and, and win a championship. That's all I'm focused on doing. I don't care about really anything else. I just want to try to go win the title and be done with it. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to ask you. So, yeah, you, you've won the opener, so you've had the points lead before, and that's a new experience for whoever does it when it's your first shot at that. Is there anything you yeah. learned from that experience, like, oh, man, if I'm in that position again, I'm going to do something differently? Yeah, I mean, it's always kind of like, a little bit of like when you look back at it now kind of thing. And yeah. at the time I thought I was doing everything that I could. And, you know, I was, I think I was doing it the best way, but then I look back at some of those races and I'm just like, gosh, dang, uh-huh. I was kind of just riding, you know, uh, with a little bit of weight from it. I think it's one of those things where you try to protect it more than try to extend it and do all this stuff. Cause there's multiple races where I felt like I kind of threw it away a little bit. And if I would have rode the way I did before where I was kind of just, going for broke pretty much that you know maybe it would have ended a little different but uh, i definitely think that's the biggest thing it's not necessarily taking it for granted taking race for race and not having that in the back of your head like oh i mean because we would leave a few of the weekends and everybody on the team and even myself started to weigh on me a little bit as of like well you still got the points lead or well you still got the yeah, points yeah, lead. And i'm like right, yeah right. i mean that's cool but yeah you know i wanted to make it bigger like i don't really care about just having it for the next race i, I want to make that lead bigger and then have it all the way to the end you know like it was just such right. a shock almost every weekend that i still had it you know for, for most people so uh, i think just the approach the way you look at it the way you treat each race is um you know we're going to try to win every time not just like we won once and let's see how far we can go with it you right. know that was i guess maybe the attitude a little bit so yeah just taking a race for race and making sure we're charging all the way through and, and trying to win every race, not just the one. Is uh, is your contract up this year? Is this the last year of your deal? Uh, no, we, we have two more. So okay. this year and next year. Yep. So, oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, you're set for that way. Do you know east or west? or does I guess it doesn't really matter now because we're going west to start, then it's going to east for Indy. What are we doing? Is that what we're doing? I thought it was I all east. east. Start all the way oh, through. east all the yeah. start? Yeah. Okay, and all then east. west yeah. of Glendale? Yeah, and Dallas. Yeah, yeah and Dallas. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Did you know yet? Or no? Are we, is this a, uh, is this no, a massive state really, secret? Okay. Yeah, yeah. They have they have said nothing about any of that. Um, right. I think to any of them. So, right. I mean, last year in nineteen, I didn't know I was going to race west till the weekend before. So, like, it was pretty <laughs> last minute to do all that kind of stuff. So, I'm, I assume oh, it, it'll probably be the same. So, right. Right. Uh, yeah, probably be pretty last minute. Uh, I, I know this applies probably more to 450 guys who tend to have more bike setup issues because 450s are more sensitive. But I am worried. Okay, let's say you do race east, which would mean you'd race Houston. I think Salt Lake City, everybody was cool with staying in one place and not being able to go back home because it was late in the year. They had their bikes figured out. Are you worried? I'm going to ask every rider this. What if you go to the opener and you realize everything's messed up and now you cannot go back to the test track and you're just stuck with this for rounds two and three? Are you worried about that? Uh, I mean, not necessarily. Just to the extent of like, 
I think at this point, like if you can ride something for so long, I mean, like I've rode Supercross now for uh, a few weeks now, you know, it's maybe our third, fourth week. I don't even know how long I've been riding it, but I haven't made one change to the bike the whole time. I mean, we've made okay. some bag stuff, maybe a click here and there, but mm-hmm. I haven't like changed forks and shock or anything crazy. So I think for the most part, once I get to a point where I'm comfy, I mean, same thing in 19, I never changed anything the whole time, the whole the way through the season. Just maybe some little clicker stuff here and yeah, there. Yeah, but yeah. once you find a setup that's good at that point, if I'm like struggling with something that bad, I'm, I'm starting to kind of turn and look at myself like, okay, what the hell am I doing? Because oh at the my, test track or everywhere else that I rode, it was fine. You know, wow. and then now all of a sudden I can't like what? <laughs> so oh. more likely it's probably me doing something stupid uh, and not, not necessarily. The bike, Lines so. are blown right now. Colt Nichols is now my favorite rider ever. <laughs> uh, so, so wait, you wouldn't get off the bike and tell the team like, Oh, the bike's the problem and we got to fix the bike and, and, and it's it, the bike's an issue and, and, and all that. Oh, wow. You'd actually look in the mirror and be like, hey, what do I got to do? Like, yeah, wow. Yeah, I mean, sometimes I do, I do think that it's a little underrated at times, like, but I think it's mainly like a, a more of a base set. Yeah. Like, if people can't test and they struggle to get a base set down of what they know they like, that's where I think you run into serious problems. But whenever you have a base setting and then you can do that, like I can go back and forth with yeah. the team, like, okay, I'm struggling a little bit here. Okay, maybe we'll change this or that or whatever. Maybe it's sag. Maybe it's a few clicks, whatever. Yep then that's fine. But if I'm, like, going back and I'm, like, searching for a whole other fork or a whole other shock or whatever, then that's more than likely at that point it's probably on me. Like, I'd be like, oh, shit. Like, I'm trying to do something not right in order for me to feel that off. Chad Reed or, is, or whatever, Chad Reed is you know? smashing his phone right now if he's listening to the show. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> well, for someone like him, he's very sensitive to that kind of yeah. stuff. You know, like, he, yeah. he knows everything. Um, and for me, like, I'm starting to finally get to a point now where I'm realizing how important the actual setup is as far as testing wise. And it was actually really nice. Cause I got to test the, the star 450 before any of the, these dudes wrote it. Oh yeah. Um, I was oh. doing, I was doing all the base testing for the, for the engine and suspension. So I got to work with some really mm. good suspension guys. Like I was working with Brad with the engine a lot. Yep. Um, I was just learning so much. So then now when I was back on my 250, I was like, Oh, okay. Like I actually get this now. You know, I, I realized how important this is because we went from one setting and then where we ended was so far completely different from where we started. I was like, wow, that's a huge difference. You know, like yep, yep. if I'm struggling that bad, we can get somewhere that's good because I've obviously done it now. So um, that was cool. That was good for me to learn that much. And now I'm applying that to the 250 stuff, and it's it's been pretty helpful for me. So Right. Oh, no, it sounds good, man, for sure. Um, well, hey, thanks for coming on, Colt. I appreciate it. Uh, good luck with everything. Uh, I wanted to catch up with you. It's been a while since we had you on. So. Uh, I feel like, uh, yeah, people aren't really talking about you, and I wanted to see about getting in. So, good job. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Yeah, I appreciate it, guys. Anytime. Thanks for having me. Oh, no worries. All right, thanks, Colt. All right, see ya. All right. See ya. Colt Nichols, everybody, brought to you by VortexRacing.com. Not many calls tonight. Wow, I'm surprised. Slow night over in the phone. Yeah, it's slow. I even put on YouTube and Facebook just like yeah, I put no, the number out there no. to call, nobody, but nobody. nobody. Last week, we couldn't stop the calls. Really? Yeah. Maybe so it's the co-host. Co-host, huh? Maybe it's the co-host. Keeper and double R. Yeah. No problem. Yeah. Interesting. Weege? Slipping. Not so good. Slipping. Uh, Jason Wygant here. We're going to take our last commercial break of the night. We're going to come back with the Motorsport.com Tweet at Talent segment. Um, the world is needing to know, Weege, though. What is the status of the cabinets? Oh, they are rock solid. You could be doing pull-ups on those things. We do have some problems with the doors, though. Okay. The adjustment of the doors or the two parts that there's drill handles, there's drill holes? The drilled holes in the doors. Okay. Now, I'm still looking for this elusive person that thinks that you can put handles on the top. I thought it was just a matter of, like, personal taste. (laughs) Apparently, no. 
There is no one on earth that thinks no. he handles the top. No. Still looking for this person. Uh, maybe like, Manute Manu this... Bull or, or Rick yeah. Smith. Is Rick Smith? Yeah, somebody it. said you could sell it to an NBA player. Right, right. Yeah. It, I, I, on the instructions. Did you see showed... his Instagram with this? Did you see his Instagram? Oh, yeah. Both of you guys. On the instructions, they showed drill holes, four drill holes. So I followed the instructions. I drilled four holes. I didn't know it meant pick which one will be the bottom and pick two of the four. It showed four drill holes. I, was, I had not done this type of carpentry work before, yes. so I'm like, I am following the instructions to the letter of the law, and it showed four the, holes, and I drilled all four. The look on your face when you finally dawned on you. Oh, it wasn't would, look uh, on my face. It was look on my wife's face when she came in. Because I didn't want – she didn't want me to do it. Yeah. She wanted me to pay. pay. I can't imagine why. Yes. She wanted me to pay somebody – and I was formulating a plan all along of how I could get this done. And I even went to Lowe's. I saw these cabinets. I downloaded the instructions on my phone and studied it in the store to, can I do this? And I was like, this seems doable. So each, there's three cabinets. Each one had a tremendous flaw each time that I did it. That you put this bar in the wall, then yeah. you hang the cabinet on a bar, then you drill yeah. the cabinet in. Yeah. So the first bar I flipped upside down so the cabinet wouldn't. Hook oh, yeah, because yeah, it's, yeah, it's got the hook. It's a 45 right. degree yeah, angle. Yeah. Well, I put it up against the wall, so it was like a ramp, so the, the thing <laughs> fell off. Then I had the bar. I measured where the top of the bar should go, but I put the bar in the bottom of that, so the cabinet was five <laughs> inches too high. Yeah. Oh, this wasn't even detailed, I don't think, on the Instagram. Yeah, this was all day Saturday, yeah. all day Sunday, and most of last Monday's workday. I'm like using Slack on my phone while I'm drilling things into the wall. And uh, also, these are 23 inch wide cabinets beams are always 16 inches apart. So I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. They have to be 32 inches wide or they don't hit beams. I did not know that as long as like some... Yeah, of, yeah, you don't need to, yeah. It doesn't need yeah. to be beam no. all the yeah, way down. Yeah, no. That's why I'm like, I could do, I put all these giant anchor hooks. Yeah. Oh, that's why I just I could do pull-ups on these. Yeah, things. yeah. So I finally get that after three days and they're level and you can do pull-ups on them and they're even and then I... Time to put the doorknobs on. And I drill the holes. I'm really proud. And I didn't. my wife didn't want me to do this, so I did not involve her. Yeah, yeah, Don't yeah. look at them. Right. Don't come in this room. Right. You never believed in me. Well, right. it's like, this was on me to do this. So don't ruin your day yeah. doing dumb cabinetry work. Yeah. This was my decision. You don't need to yeah. ruin your Sunday. Yeah, yeah. And then she comes in at the very end, and the first thing she said is like, why are there holes drilled in the top? I'm like, for the handles. Uh, and she's uh, like, what? <laughs> and I'm like, there's holes for the handles. <laughs> So, oh, no, this is how it started, actually. I said, everything's good, but I ran out of handles. <laughs> That's what it was. It. And I'm like, have you seen? Yes, I said, have you seen there should be two sets I'm of missing handles. handles? Yes. And I'm like, how could I have lost the handles? And then she comes in and looks, and she's like, why are there handles on the top? And I'm like, aren't there supposed to be handles on the top? And she's like, no. And then no one agrees with me. No one says that there's handles on the top of cabinets. You're incredible. So you know what my solution is going to be? No. Now that I know how to hang them, right. I'm going to have to buy two more cabinets and hang them in the garage. Why? So I can get fresh doors on those. Oh. Put them in the house. The garage doors will have. And the garage will right, have that. Right, yeah. Right. My garage, which no one checks out. Right. So I have two cabinets I don't even need. Will be mounted in the garage. It's unbelievable. Yes. I, I, I have no words. Yeah. I think the top holes are if you had the cabinets like on the floor. So they were at, it's like, that they're left level. and right side doors. So if the right side door you flip their left side door it's so the door can be universal either direction. Just drill holes in the bottom, put the door up, either way. Does that make sense? No, I don't follow that part. I'm I wasn't 
Because people kept telling me, dude, just flip the door. Oh. And I'm like, yeah. no, you just you, drill two holes in the bottom. Yeah. And then, yeah, exactly. Whatever way you want it. Yeah. If you want them on the top because they're bottom yeah. cabinets, just flip yeah. the door. Yeah. Yeah. Got that part, right. Yeah. <laughs> I did not know that you don't put handles on the top of cabinets. Um, She's like, look at the cabinets in the kitchen. Do they have handles yeah. on the top? I'm like, that particular style does not. But maybe there <laughs> oh, are so, kitchen cabinets. So you were like going down swinging. <laughs> like... I thought, no, this wasn't even an excuse. I thought it was true. I thought some cabinets had handles on the top and bottom. Like, you didn't dying just... on that hill, dude. Yeah, you didn't just put your head down and be like, fuck, no, you went still. You still... I still, this day, am not convinced that there aren't <laughs> cabinets that don't have handles on the top. Okay. I feel like I've seen this before. Yeah, yeah. So the next day, I actually... The reason I was doing this was... My wife had been telling me for two years to hire a handyman to do stuff that I can't do, like hang lights from the ceiling, put in ceiling fans, stuff like that, right? So I needed to get this done before he showed up because I did not want to pay him to do it. So I felt these huge pangs of regret. I'm like, I should have just paid the guy. I should have just had him do the cabinets. I screwed up. Yep. I screwed up. I screwed up. I screwed up. He comes the next day. He charged me $1,000 to hang two ceiling fans what? and two like chandelier lights. Really? Yep. Yep. That seems Two excessive. hours each at $100 an hour. I, uh, four things. I got a ceiling fan hung for, yeah, 125 bucks. Yeah, so it was like 200 each for four items. So that's 800 And there was some, like, you know, service, yeah, yeah, yeah. tax, blah, 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 $1,000. And then I was back to, thank God, I hung those cabinets myself. Because that would have probably been 1200 bucks. Right. So now I'm back. Yeah. That was a ride. Yeah. You only hang cabinets one time. Do you want to save the thousand dollars? You right. want to spend the thousand dollars? Yeah, because yeah. it's behind me now. Yeah, yeah. Yep. It, uh, good point. Uh, a cat update. Also, do we have a cat update? Uh, I don't want to talk about the cat. Okay, nothing. No. no. Cost, it costing you money? I leave that to their own devices. Right. I'm sure it does. I don't want to know. Yeah. I don't want to do okay. anything with it. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Are we still calling you Weed Exotic? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So I wanted to ask you how you feel about my latest expenditure so okay in opposite of me trying to say yeah money yeah on this yeah stuff, so yeah. so i pay someone every month to come here and pick up the dog poop which you know about you're not happy with that at all That's right terrible. yeah it's terrible uh, i got the floors you work done. from home steve i know i got the floors done upstairs you're not happy about that either yeah that's a that's a used car yeah yeah, yeah. um so i wanted to so uh, okay so pookie and i love to go to movies we we love movies theaters mm -hmm. um she has not enjoyed pre-COVID. Yeah, she has kind of quit going to movies because, mm. honestly, and I this was a race that Grant one night. Theater etiquette has gone completely down the fucking shitter. Really? Oh, it is. And I and I was backed up on Twitter on this too. I asked people and they they agreed with me. Like talking, laughing on the phones during during yeah. the phone. I mean this. Theater etiquette as just an example of this country going to the fucking shitter, okay? okay? So this drives her nuts. I can look past it. I can focus on the movie and be like, the fucking idiot. You know what I mean? I have told people to be quiet before, whatever, the phones, but it drives her nuts. And so she can't focus on the movie, so she hasn't right. enjoyed the experience. Okay. 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 And I used to, her and I would go to movies together yeah. a, a lot. We, we enjoyed this. You probably don't go, you have children or whatever, so. Yeah, I've not been to a movie in years. Right. It's okay. also a very expensive way to see yeah. a movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then add COVID, and Pookie is not Even going. Even more time, yeah. So yep. I went a little while ago to go see Jaws and, and uh, Empire Strikes Back by myself. Okay. Uh, there was nobody in the theater. It was, you know, while it was 
10 or 15 people, but whatever. Yeah. So this is like I, it's open, but because of COVID, not yeah, a lot of people are going? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. But, but yeah. I'm okay with it still. Yeah. But when you add COVID and the uh, etiquette, she is out. Okay. And so I am like, fuck, like, I really want to enjoy a movie with my wife. I, you know, popcorn and drinks and, you know, you watch the movie. So I rented a whole movie theater for us, too. What? <laughs> I just want to go to the movies with my wife. I want her You're to fucking en- kidding me. I want her Thank to en- you. enjoy the experience. So there there's a the, the Cinemark has, has a new package out where you can up to you and 20 people, 20 people total, you or two. Or, or two. Or two, you can rent your own private showing in the movie theater. Of one movie. Yeah, one movie. They have new ones or old ones. We picked an old one. We're going okay. next week. You can pick any movie you want. Well, no, no, Not no. Any, but no, yeah, there's a list there's of a list. 20. Okay. Yeah, a oh, list of 20 right, movies. Right. Yeah. So, it's just going to be her and I in a movie theater by ourselves. What do you, what do you what is this worth to you? I was How would you what would you Already doing the math in my head. I thought you were going to say you purchased a projector and you were going to try to like show it on the wall of your house and like replicate it. And I'm like, "Hey, going to the movies costs 20 some each time. Multiply that out times enough movies and you'll probably actually save money with this projector." No, that's not what you did. No. You're renting a movie theater yeah. for one time. Yeah, yeah one show. Yeah, one showing. You know, I will say I do appreciate the gesture. This is something that your wife really enjoys. Yeah. And it has been ruined. Yeah. By so COVID that, and, and assholes. Yes. So that and that's the thing that if it was just COVID, you could just be like, Hey, eventually. Yeah. It could be next June. Right. But we're back. Yeah. Yeah. But you're no, saying yeah. it will never be back. She people is, will never be off their she phone. She has lost her mind at these people in the movie theaters. Right. And I don't blame her. I'm able to work through it because of superior yeah. concentration oh, okay. and fortitude and everything else right, for right. myself. Yep. I'm ready. I'm able to work through that. Yes. She is not able to work through that. I mean, that is a fantastic gesture, especially if this is something that what? she's really passionate about. But what would you I'm pay still for that? Disgusted. What would you pay for that? 125 bucks. Ah. I mean, no, no, no. No. Sorry, that's no. what I think it should yes, cost. Yes, yes, yes. Not what you I would, would not pay. pay it, you would not but pay. That's what I think it should. You cost. would not pay a dime. No, I'm not doing right, it. Right, right. I'm not doing it. Okay. It was like $110. That's what it should be. Yeah. But that's disgusting. And Heather can't even get dinner from Chris. Right. You're running out a whole movie theater. It's a great gesture. I'm just I, not that kind of guy. I, a guy that spends money on things. I may have to do it again. Steve. I may have to go and spend $200 Steve. in total movies. Steve. I mean, this, it, there's you have Netflix. At that point, you're already paying for it. But it's the movie experience, the popcorn, the big screen. Oh, the... No. I, I... So I invited Marks and his, and his way too hot wife. They, won't, they won't go, though. They, they, they won't be able to go. But, cause I'm Just not... out of logistics or you don't I... feel good about this? No, I can bring 18 people. No, why, why can't oh, they go? Because he'll never make it. He'll be like, ah, I'll go there, and then he won't make it. So. All right. I, I said I would go. I, All I, right. don't, I don't know why you think I won't. I feel like to get your $110 worth, unless you're splitting it with him, which doesn't sound like you are. No, no, just no. Just no. make it you and Pookie. Why would you invite other people? Because I think, I think we're, nice, we're nice people. I know, but I don't it's want like him the... sitting by us, and if he's on his phone, oh, fuck. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck. If he's out there, like, uh, bidding on yeah, PlayStation yeah. 6 yeah, or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, If he's coding. Oh, he's coding? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he is done. Um... I feel like there's probably some but, 90s. But also, if you had any balls, you would hold your phone up in the middle of the theater. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. That'd be good. And just F your $110. I need someone to film the whole thing, though. So yeah, yeah. I need, I need so, a friend. So uh, I do feel like there's probably some 90s rom-com where the guy did this. 
Oh, I don't know. Yeah. It's it's a very no, romantic no, no. gesture. So I, don't ruin it by bringing him. I feel, oh, maybe I can get a, a handy. Yeah, that's yeah. probably not. I'm, right. saying, I'm saying home. I mean, <laughs> I never thought I mean, of that. It, with the terrible theater, it's probably happening in a normal movie experience you're saying yeah, at this point yeah. it's falling apart I'm going to cut bad. a hole in the bottom of the popcorn thing <laughs> you know she can just reach through the popcorn thing <laughs> I never even looked at it like that I'll stay I'll stay home yeah yeah. So if do, you're spending $110 for an incredibly romantic gesture don't ruin it by inviting him or anybody else it wasn't really a romantic gesture I just want to go to the movies with my wife what yeah it wasn't really a romantic gesture that wasn't why no you can't put a price on love I understand you know happy wife happy just, life you just want to enjoy a damn movie yeah, that bad yeah 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 yeah. I just want to go to the fucking movies without assholes ruining it or, or dying of COVID oh my gosh so your wife is sensitive to the COVID thing yeah does she know that people come in and out of this place every Monday <laughs> I'm she, not sure has she put this together I don't think she has don't, I was on a plane today don't alert her I was in another state right you had a mask and now on now I'm here you have a mask on right now no, but on the plane, you had a mask on. Yeah. The mask is more of a prevention device. I, I don't. Not... L- listen, I'm not working through the, the mental logistics uh, of this, I mean, okay? I'm a little confused right now, yeah. She is sensitive to like, hey, I don't want to catch COVID. Uh, okay, well, I'm here, and so are these guys. I know. Well, the guy, in the, he's got COVID for sure. <laughs> so, anyway, so yeah. All right, $110, okay. and yeah. you weren't even thinking of it as a romantic gesture. It was just like a functional... Ah, I got to pay to get the experience. That's what I'm going to I pay. want to go to a movies with my wife. You're bringing the ruckus to that ish. You know what? The movie theater business has to be terrible right oh, now. Oh, yeah. That, that, that's why this isn't that expensive to me. Oh, so that already... I was already wondering if you could get it for less, but you think that's actually the discount yeah, rate yeah, as it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe it's 300 in I don't know. 2019. I don't know, but... yeah. That's that's terrible, Steve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was I wanted to justify it as a romantic gesture to your wife, and then you're like, "Nah, it's whatever. It's not even romantic." Yeah, Marks wants to come. That's yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. Eighteen people. Split it. I'm not even going to charge it, Marks and Courtney. Thank you. Yeah. Eighteen people. If everybody pays ten bucks, make money on this. Yeah. You could actually profit. You could actually. I never profit. thought of that. Yeah. You are now. Yeah. Think about now this. I am. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I hope JT comes. I'm charge him triple. <laughs> uh, all right, Jason Wygant on the show. Um, crazy ex-girlfriend story. Do you have time? No. Okay, we don't have no. time. All right. No. Uh, sorry, Talon. You'll have to get it from him. That's a DMXS radio exclusive, everyone. I'm not familiar with that okay. show. Okay, all right. Uh, a couple phone calls here. Jacob, what's going on? Yo. What's happening? How you guys doing? Good. So me and my dad raised World Vets last week with you guys. Oh, yeah? Cool. Um, yeah, me and uh, so he raised 40 pro uh, and 50 pro, but never made it to the line for 50 pro and only raised five minutes of the 40 pro. And I'm not okay with it. Why? I'm not what, okay with it. So what? What happened? What? What was his deal? Uh, he's a pussy. Oh, uh, is oh. what happened? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he, wait. Okay. Nothing, nothing wrong with the bike. Okay. Wait. Wrong. Wait a minute. Your dad is Chicken Matasevich. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, yeah, so stupid, I raced my moto. I'm third moto. He's fourth moto. So I get off completely hammered. Track's already done. It's yeah. raining already. So yeah. if he's going to decide to not race, you do that when I get back from my moto. You know what I mean? Like, you don't get on, and when it's hammered rain already, make the decision to race while it's already ruined, and then do four minutes and pull off. Yeah, I agree. Kind of a way. Yeah, kind of a way. yeah I agree. Just, just ride the whole thing. Plus, being as he don't do any other races throughout the year with me, like 
Your dad's not an outdoor warrior. He's not an outdoor warrior. This is chicken soup. I mean, yeah. wow. let's let's go six, seven laps. Give it to me. Like, I mean, and six, then so did he ride fifty plus? Oh no no no! He he he! Not even telling, like I finished watching the moto. Yeah, his van was gone when I got back. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, oh not even God. joking. I was like, I was like, oh, let's go see, like, let's go see what happened. I turned around, his van gone. I was like, wait, well, what the hell? Chicken. I was like, where you go? My my chick's like, oh, he, uh, I think he left. I'm like, no, he's gone. Like, you don't think he left? He left. <laughs> yeah. It's the original so, uh, no shirt. I'm pretty Chicken pissed pussy. off because I ended up, I ended up, uh, I ended up doing what you did. I got knocked out off the start, um, the second moto, but uh, a little bit farther down the straightaway. And then I ended up taking a nap for a couple seconds, so oh, really? I should have went home with him. Oh, damn. Uh, uh, yeah. But uh, I didn't, so. A lot of fun, but I kind of wanted to give him some shit because uh, he doesn't do any other races, and I think once a year, I mean, at least hammer that one out. Yeah, um, right, he can do that. And plus, he's a good enough rider still. He still hauls ass. Like, he's fine. It's, he's not struggling Dude, there, we you did. Know I mean? We did a amateur day at Paula, and he actually rode pretty good. Yeah. Um, but I, I ended up giving him shit there, too, because Deegan uh, actually rode really good. Um, he ended up winning the class, and they, their deep drop was after mine. Uh, Deegan caught me and he didn't, so I was, oh, I was pretty stoked on yeah, that. Yeah, one. Yeah, he, was yeah. pretty, he said, "Oh, I caught you! I caught you!" I'm like, "Yeah, well, you won some chi- you won t- championships," and uh, I was like, "So it does, doesn't count." <laughs> Listen, you get you take, but, you, you put chicken under a stadium though, and there's a different there's a different you know like you want he's an indoor yeah, guy he's a supercross guy. we did supercross futures and he he shined there he, he didn't yeah, yeah. hesitate to stay all day there right that's, uh, so I was pissed off. <laughs> yeah no I, I can see that for sure dude uh your dad still rides a ton though man i see him out a lot at tracks when i'm down oh there. no dude we're yeah we're at the track i mean he wants to go lacr next week and then freaking uh Kauia too and i'm like god yeah. damn dude like can yeah. we Keep it in. Keep it. Let's go to Paris or something. He, he, he hates Paris, though. I don't know why. Uh, well, he so took down. Weird. He took down Damon. Leave it on top. Yeah, he left it on top. He Leave took it down on Damon. Top. Hey, you know what's funny is that he. Uh, I don't know if you noticed, but he doesn't switch gear. He doesn't like. He's not really like a new uh, new gear guy anymore. Like that, he doesn't really care about what he's. You know, his bike's all hammered, or whatever. He doesn't right. really care about looking trick or whatever. So I'm giving him shit, you know. And he's. I was like, dude, let me get you into some fly stuff, dude. We could be teammates with Damon. He's like. Fuck no, fuck that. Like, yeah, <laughs> immediately even mentioning it because I, I I've been liking the fly gear lately, and I yep. I'm always listening to you guys' show. So I'm like, dude, come on, let's rock some fly gear together. He's like, fuck that, dude, fuck those guys. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, never <laughs> changed. So no, it's, it's great. So I, I did that interview with Damon and Chicken. You know, when they when they oh yeah 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 right yeah. on Racer X online and. uh Yeah, Chicken's still like like not happy that Damon got hurt, but not that sad either. <laughs> Honestly, I was I was surprised he even stopped so fast to like right. you know help him. But dude, I mean, yeah, that was so, so gnarly. Like I was right there too, so he crashed pretty good, and he knew instantly um, like he was pretty hurt. Yeah. So. Um, how about when your when your dad came up here with with Debo? Did you ever listen? Go back and listen to that show. Just I did. Um, just, I wasn't uh, I wasn't aware when he went. Um, I think him and my mom or something weren't weren't or whatever at the time so i wasn't really involved at that time but yeah. he uh he uh he, yeah, i ended up listening to that show and yeah. uh i ended up meeting denny a few times he's, he's a funny guy yeah he, he that was a phenomenal show just phenomenal funny guy to get your dad from the airport in california to here was a full-time job it was a <laughs> oh my gosh dude, he, well, dude did you hear about when he left his porsche and lost it in vegas no oh no 
Oh, no. yeah, you got to ask him about that. It's pretty, he, I don't, honestly, he might have even not told me exactly what happened, but he ended up losing his car. Yeah. And then flying he, back home and somehow finding it, I don't even know. Uh, I think <laughs> two hours before his flight here, after, you know, doing everything to arrange it, two hours before his flight, he's like, hey, what? The, am I flying out today? And I'm like, yeah, Jeff, oh, yeah. Uh, there's a ticket here, Jeff. You got to go to the airport, like, <laughs> now. You know? All you literally got to do is show up. God, check out my Sick boat, it. dude. <laughs> and then his dude, no, oh yeah, like show him, yeah, show him your uh, spray painted like uh, skull light, yeah. light switches that yes. he makes for the house and shit. Yeah, and he he told me an off air <laughs> oh story God. about a exotic animal that was hardly oh, I could God. not believe it. Oh. I couldn't believe it was real story. Yeah. My wife and dude, her, I, could, I my wife had her jaw like down to the time. floor. My wife's jaw was down to the floor. And then he laughed, and she's like, "Do you think that really happened?" I said, "Yeah, I do. I really do think that happened." Dude, yeah. If you're ever around, like Paris, whatever, riding, you got to come by the house, dude, and just check out like what he's got going on. Like, it's so funny. I need to do that. Just, yeah. Uh, we we built we built a five by five outside like uh, outdoor lizard cage so he can have like uh, these monitors that have like a little pond. Dude, it's so bitching. It's so funny. Oh. Put so much work into it just to have these stupid things. <laughs> but yeah, hell phenomenal. Yeah. Um, fuck, I don't want to take up too much yeah, yeah, yeah. time, but uh, yeah, he, he, yeah, dude. Um, fuck, always listening, you guys. You guys, thank are you. Awesome. Thanks very much, man. I All appreciate right. it. Yeah, thanks. Peace. Why right, do this wow. goddamn show? Chicken. Chicken Sun. Yeah, that was incredible. Yeah, that was incredible. Every time I come on here, my mind is blown by yeah, something. Yeah, the time bets s- called, and I was like, "What is it? I didn't know the bets thing." Oh yeah, you didn't. Yeah, fuck my ass. Yeah. Chicken Sun. Right. Oh, yeah, I'm just thinking some guys ranting on his dad. No, his dad is chicken. That's chicken. Oh uh, motorsport.com, tweet at Talon segment. Let's do it. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from motorsport.com. It's the tweets at tits Q&A segment where your twatted questions find answers. Motorsport.com, Ryan Villapoto and myself, teammates at motorsport.com, of course. Those who ride dirt bikes, motorcycles, ATVs. Or UTVs. No Motorsport is the best place for OEM and aftermarket parts, riding gear, and accessories. Motorsport.com, dedicated team of gearheads. Have the knowledge and expertise to help get your ride working at peak performance and have you looking good, too. Motorsport.com, banner on PulpMX.com, on PulpMXShow.com. Go there. It takes you to a section on their website that is has all PulpMX sponsors. And, uh, and yeah, we are. And uh, you can get a discount, get a deal, all that kind of stuff at uh, motorsport.com and we get a small slice of that we're an affiliate program with those guys it's going really well thank you for the support great customer service great prices great products all of that stuff so motorsport.com these questions are submitted at Publimex Show on Twitter for Talon let's do this Talon right, first one from Two Clingy with the amount of 250 riders moving up if you include uh, Clout and Heart Ramped do you see any 450 privateers moving down as the 450s will be stacked I did not know the Clout is a 450 situation I did not know that either Okay. Okay. All right. So we're breaking news on this show. Heart Raft fans. Though. Yeah. Heart Raft that is big. F- 450 privateers moving down. Yeah. Uh, there's no money in that in the 250 class. They, they got to make money. Privateers got to make money. Yeah. Uh, uh, if you want to mention Heart Raft, uh, Cunningham, on and off a couple times. What is Cunningham doing? Do right. We, do we is, th- yeah. That would be like a guy we'd be saying. Would is Cunningham not that. racing? Does that mean tell Hansel? Bro. He always races. Okay. All right. All right. Cunningham will, right, will right. race. Chiz, Don't worry. Cheers. The Kyles, yeah. Chiz and Cunningham, yeah. always find a way to race. Yeah, okay. Right. Uh, I'm not going to say Chiz is moving down in the 250s. We've already been there, done yeah. that. Yeah. Chiz will Chiz. Chiz yep. will be fine. But yep. I could see someone else. I don't know. Maybe Cunningham would be the guy. Right. Yeah. 
from Steve's Hot Tub. Weege, what is harder, hanging cabinets or paying for cat food? Uh, like I said, I've got to, to my own sanity. I do not want to know. I do not want to know anything about any items purchased for any of the animals. Okay. So I don't even know. As far as I know, we haven't spent any money. It's right, right. No idea. Does Elisa, your wife, Yeah. do you guys have one checking account? Does she have her own money? No, we, uh, of course not. <laughs> yeah. So you see every expenditure on the bank. Account. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I can, be, I can check the credit cards tomorrow know what's going on yeah it was hilarious we were actually buying like hey it's been a good run it's been a you know i've been making good money you know the last 12 years you know 15 years yeah so we can spend some now i feel secure enough okay now so uh we've been borrowing our dining room furniture with my mom's we'd had it for about nine years i finally loaded up the ridge line drove it up to new jersey gave it back we're buying new dining room furniture because i'd said hey if i actually get some work this year during 2020 We'll spend some money. So what happened? I go to the furniture store. We decide what we're going to buy. Wife leaves, pick up the kids at school. I do the purchase. And the dumb guy at the furniture store is like, hey, now that she's gone, why don't we go check out, you know, recliners, anything else you're interested in? And I'm like, wait, wait. <laughs> oh, no, no. You think yeah. that now that the wife is gone, I got the credit card and I'm going to start going nuts? Yeah. You have no idea. She would be pumped if I did something like that. <laughs> you got the wrong man. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not here to spend any extra money now that she's gone. How about the uh, how about the salesman just trying to slide it in there? I know, yeah, I yeah. know. So there are guys out there where the they would spend and yeah. the wife is holding them back. Yeah, yeah. This yeah, happens? Wow. Uh, my, Pookie has her account. No way. And I don't see anything about that. No way. Yeah. Really? And then she has our account. Really? So, but then I see transfers. I see transfers from my account. Out of? Into? Out of into my account. And I don't know where this money is going. And then I thought we had a deal where she paid the car insurance. Mm-hmm. So every month she paid the car insurance and, uh, and that was her bill, quote unquote. Okay. And Through then, her account. Yeah. I see. And then at some point, I sa- at some point I said, hey, you got the car insurance, right? She's like, no. She's like, you put, you put on the credit, you put that whole thing on the credit card, like to save Uh-oh. money. You're paying all that. But you weren't? No, I was. That's oh. I just never, I forgot. Oh, so it's, but it's not coming out of her no, account anymore. No, no, yeah. no. there's none of that going so she's on. She's got no bills. There's none of that going on. Yeah, okay. No. There's, just, there's none of that going on. He's very like, like oh, I got to no. go. Yeah, okay. No, but at the end yeah. of the month, right. I will be going through everything. Yeah. I will be paying everything. Right. I'm in charge. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that, insert that Captain Phillips uh, meme. I am. I am the captain. I now. am the captain now. <laughs> a lot of it is, you know. I have a variety of different accounts because it's always the map. You got to use this credit card for this type of purchase because that's where you get the most rewards. Yeah. And then you got to use this for this. And I got to keep this in. This is the highest yielding checking account, which is pennies on the dollar, but I'd rather have more pennies than less. A lot of finagling. Yeah, a lot of that. ins and outs. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All right. From Nixkey151. I think there was any talk to JGR from Honda as a replacement for Geico if there was a title sponsor available. Yeah, I never even heard anything about that. No. I never heard that they were interested either way. No, I don't think so. I mean, look, the results aren't a great advertisement for any team to be like, hey, let's go check those guys out. And I really think that the North Carolina thing, if it was working awesome, yes. But you're signing up for a more difficult situation for a team that hasn't won a lot. Right. So I just don't see it happening. From the Carney, Steve, you tested two team bikes who no longer exist and supposed to test a JGR Suzuki. Mm. Are you the reason JGR is no more? Mm. Nope, Phyllis. Right from Coy Gibbs' mouth. Okay. From Just Josh 81. Can you believe, can you believe that I tested a factory Yamaha? Like, they, 
No, I, I cannot. Yeah, yeah. And then they're sending you forks yeah. or something. Yeah. I don't even know. Yeah. I was going to say, there is only one way that JGR can make it work. Mm. If their ability to make parts could somehow be cheaper or easier than the factories getting their own stuff from Japan yeah, or Austria yeah. doing it themselves. They'd have to flip that paradigm where they become like a Supply. cheaper supplier. Yeah. 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 From just, just Josh 81 will the Suzuki offer rejected by JGR be allocated to any existing Suzuki teams? I would think Hep would get think, it. I don't think the yeah. whole thing, but I think Hep would get some money, right? I mean, 300 grand compared to nothing yeah. would be great. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, that would make sense. From Nick Summerlot. How close is a factory practice bike to a factory race bike? They're really close. Uh, yeah, they're identical for the most part. Um, now, not, they weren't when I was at Yamaha, but they are now. Even then? Yeah, when I was at Yamaha, the guys didn't get the factory wheels. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, they just had stock wheels. So, um, you know, there is that. Um, I didn't know there was any difference. Yeah, I think, I think now, there, now yeah. there's not much difference. No. From Brock Moran. What is the concern level for Fernandez's starts in Supercross? He was an average starter at best on a star Yamaha 250. I assume the power advantage over the field will be gone. Ah, you never know. Maybe a guy starts better on a 450. You know what I mean? Like maybe his uh, style suits a 450 off the start better. I don't think you can just say, oh, hey, he's going to be a bad starter. I'm worried about it. Okay. I am. Yeah. I need to see. Okay. From Steve's Anal Beads. Hmm. Steve, with the house cleaning that went on at Yamaha in the racing department, does that free up some money to expand the Pulp MX Empire? More, bi more bike raffles, etc. That is the racing department. I am marketing uh, department over at Yamaha, so no. No, myself and RV are, are aligned, but uh, yeah. Motorsport and Yamaha teammates? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. From Ranham84. In regards to Amart, Will his Rock River Blue Crew be a better bike than his JGR Suzuki? Hashtag no RM Army hate comms. I think his bike was good. Uh, uh, tra uh, troll Trains. Was it the best? No. Was it the worst? No. It looked fine. Yeah, really. They I weren't saw that him, bad. I saw him jump stuff out of corners in Soupy where I was like, oh, shit, look at that. That's hard to get over. And he's he's yep. doing it. You yep. know what I mean? And he's and he's 80 years old. So Starts like, were good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. From Sean Yeager, 218. To both of you guys, name one rider, preferably current, currently racing, but can be non-current. Who do you genuinely not like at all, and why? If you can get into it. Mm. Oh, stop it! What, what are you doing to me? Uh, That—that's him. Just go past rider. Don't don't do current. Don't get yourself in trouble. Past uh, rider I, that I don't get along with. I, I, that you didn't like. I didn't like Purcell. He was an asshole to me many times. I don't know that I didn't like. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I got nothing. Yeah, I'm passing. Right. I don't like Purcell. Okay. Okay. You've have, you've you've already owned that one, so why not? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no. yeah. I gave him like three chances, and I'm like, okay, you're you're a dick. Oh, I didn't know this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Multiple opportunities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. From D Tremblay 889, Steve, if you could pick one person in the world to go on an e-bike ride with, who would it be? Well, mm. sitting here on the desk mm. is Damon Bradshaw's three-quarters full water that he drank here at the house after he went e-biking with me. I mean, is there anybody else? Yeah, I mean, I, the Was only reason I'm not going to pick Bradshaw is because you already picked him. And I could probably do this one. Justin Brayton. Uh, you, have, you, you haven't done it? No. Oh. No. I'm actually a little bummed. I heard... Uh, who was telling me the other day that they just went on a, like four guys, it was like Kyle Peters and somebody else. Like, yeah, we hooked up with JB and went for a mountain bike ride. I'm like, man, oh. I can't get in on this. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Bradshaw. I mean, Bradshaw. Yeah. So. JB. 
uh, from Lax Defense Coach. Weege, will you be opening a training facility at the former JGR Supercross test track for your kid? Yeah, uh, Phil says he doesn't like to train riders, but I believe at one point he said, give me a week with Lane, we'll turn everything around. Give it to me. <laughs> as far as the JGR facility, uh, I believe Koi operates with the more someone wants something he has, the more he wants to not give it to you just out of spite. Right. So I believe that that pristine riding facility is going to sit there under lock and key just so everybody can want it and not have it. Right. That's, That's what's going to happen. That makes points, yeah. 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 Uh, MX Maniac wants to know, do you think Chad will end up mentoring any Supercross riders in the future? I'd like to see him work with Max at KTM and help steer that steer that ship from the beginning. Oh, I can see it. Yeah. Someone's yeah. working with Chad. It's yeah. going to happen. Yeah. And I don't have that on authority. Like, yeah, I don't yeah. know who that is, but it will happen. Chad Reed will be back. Will it last? No, no. He'll no, jump, okay, no, well, yeah, yeah, he'll yeah, jump yeah, around yeah, or okay. get canned or whatever. He'll yeah. be frustrated with some part of the operation. Yeah. 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 All right, last one from Sean Yeager, 218. Just kidding. I read the wrong one. From Jay Richardson, 435. Why does it seem like only Honda and all the Austrian brands are willing to help support other non-factory teams? Look, I, I've said this to the Cowboy guys. I'm like, you're upset about the Austrian teams going out there? Support somebody. And they said, there's our guy. And he pointed to Eli Tomac's bike. That's our guy. That's what we want to support. But, yeah, I mean, uh, props to Honda and, and the Austrians for doing it. And we could we could do it more. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I don't know. I, I, uh, I don't know. They just don't want to. They just don't want to. That's it. I found it goes to ebbs and flows when a team feels that they can win. Outside of KTM, it just sponsors everything, mm -hmm. almost like fly racing. Most of the time, when the factory team feels that they can win, they don't care about the other stuff. As soon as they feel they can't, suddenly they start spreading the love. So uh, I feel like Yamaha, back when it was like RC days, and they didn't have RC. Dude, how many guys yeah. were on Yamahas? Yeah. With the Isaiah Johnson, yeah, Keith Johnson, yeah, Kevin yeah, Johnson, yeah. Ryan yeah. Clark, yeah. Mach 1 Honda Yamaha. Troy, Honda Troy, or Yamaha Troy. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. there were so many Yamahas yeah. on the gate. And right. it was like, oh, but now we got Chad Reed to win. Ah, sorry. We're out, guys. Yeah, maybe, yep. huh? Yeah. I never thought yeah. of that. All right, yep. is that it for this? All right. Motorsport.com, please check it out. That's old news, right? Uh, ride engineering. Check out what Chris Kiefer has to say about riding the stock clamps versus the WP factory clamps versus the new ride engineering triple clamps. Uh, the ride was able to study and use the progression of ride engineering was able to study and use the progression of the WP version to get more comfort and feel out of the front end of your KTM, Husky, or Gas Gas. Quote, quote, the ride engineering clamp allows the front end to absorb more of what the track is offering the rider. I felt like I could go into the corner much easier. End quote. Chris Kiefer. Available in four color options, including the limited edition blue and pulp fan 20 is the code to save with ride-engineering.com for those guys. So, uh, Dark Side, what's up? What's up? Man, how great is Weege in studio? Oh, he's just on fire. He is great. Yeah, he is. He he's, is. he's great. He may be the most knowledgeable man in moto. But yeah. I mean, when you're, it's like a, Steve, what do you, what class are you, 45B? 45B. I mean, that's what it is. It's like, if you have like a B rider and like a pro, it's just the way it looks. It doesn't mean right. I'm the best in the world. It just <laughs> matters who you're with. Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah, you're, yeah. you're just, you know, you're right. Jeremy Martin on Paris versus Yeah, me. exactly. Right, right. Yep. How does J-Mart going by compare to AC going by? Uh, J-Mart was faster. Oh, really? I swear to God. The blow by speed. Oh my God. The blow yeah. by speed yeah, was faster. Yeah, that's phenomenal. Anderson passed me a couple weeks ago at Glen Helen. Not as fast as AC or J-Mart. So. If he only knew it was you. Yeah, I don't think Because he, he does, does know how to take people out. Yeah, yeah. He I don't does. think he knew it was me. Yep. Well, it's been a good show, man. I think uh, you got to get Weed in more often. He's, he's 
pretty good. He's really good. He's on the East Coast, though, and uh, and all yeah. that. So. Well, uh, my kids are finally in school, and if that holds, we never know with COVID how long that holds. I finally have two kids old enough to both be in school. So the oh, they're in school now. They're gone during the day. Yes, first time. Oh. Ten years. Took ten years to get to this part. But your schools are open for the COVID stuff. Started in okay. October. Oh, yeah, wow. we've had about a month now. Oh. It's been glorious. <laughs> Sorry to all parents out there. You don't have to lie. Yeah. You don't have to lie. Right. We all love our kids. I love my kids. But a couple hours being away from them ain't going to hurt anybody. Right. I waited 10. <laughs> my daughter is 10. It took that many more years for my son to be old enough to go to kindergarten. And then when the day finally came, we didn't have school thanks to COVID. Right. But North Carolina opened that back up in October. It has been one great month. Fantastic. Congratulations. Oh, yeah. 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 So what, what I'm saying is options like flying here on a Monday. Yeah. Didn't exist in the past. Yep. It's on the table okay. now. All right. Yeah. Good Good to hear. All right, Dark Side. Uh, any regrets for you uh, getting some non-sponsored uh, bicycle tires? <laughs> no, I'm good, man. I'm good with it. Randy's, Randy, uh, Randy, Randy gave pulling, me some crap, though, but yeah. Pulling the support from the wrap-up show. Nah, I think we're going to – I think we're going to – I'm going to save it. I'm going to salvage it. I'm okay. going to get them back. Okay. All right. Who's who's on the wrap-up show this week? Is we John? Uh, Mason Mills from Steel Savers. Okay, and uh, some guy named Kellen Brower. Oh, oh. Well, he's looking for a job, according to Steve. He's gonna just want to talk MSGP though the whole time. Yeah. So you got to yeah. di- divert him from mm-hmm. that. Well, thankfully you touched on it briefly. So yeah. right, we'll talk. We'll take, talk about Giuseppe's uh, travel agency. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Get him. Get him going on that. Yeah. What do you, What do you think about the uh, extended link of the show lately? Because Talon says it's too long. The the wrap up, yeah, it went almost two hours last week. Yeah, that's fine. There's lots to talk about. I mean, it's a great show. Break it down. Uh, yeah, don't worry. I about know. It. I think I feel like every couple months I'll add like an hour until I'm longer than your show, and then I'll just take over. The show about the show is longer than the, the show. show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I like that. So, um, no, I thought it was good last week. Uh, who'd you have on? Oh, Galdi uh, and Checkers. Yeah. Yeah, and then we got a little special there with uh, Heather, and of yeah. course Jericho left you a message. Yep, yeah, Jericho. I love it. It's great. Yeah. Special yeah, guest. With, the, with the, the wrestling promo. What, how is Snowboard tonight? Uh, is everyone happy? Is everyone angry? Was the political stuff getting too much for these people? I mean, I was watching on YouTube, and when you started talking political, some other guy started talking political, and it uh, never Oh, it just went down into the sewer. Yeah, down into the sewer. Yeah. YouTube's good for that. Oh, wow. Facebook much more recent. Yeah, yeah, Facebook's way yeah, better. Yeah, that's great. Facebook was Facebook was dead when I got to it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, these phone lines. All right. Snowboard's always good though. I'm gonna I'm gonna sign up for snowboard. I'm gonna just go in under uh, a different name though. Oh, those guys would just they love it. They, they think you're in there now, Matthews. Oh, they do. Yeah, yeah. Because there's there's a couple guys in there that have used some of your. Um, yeah, little things that would you would they would think might be you, and yeah, they yeah, think yeah. yeah well, I said I was going in there, and I, my name was going to be Elephant Cock, and then someone yeah, yeah, signed up as Elephant Cock. There's so. an Elephant Cock on there. That's what it is. Yeah, right. yeah that's probably Marks. Yeah. <laughs> Dark side. What's your thoughts on me renting out the movie theater? Honestly, I couldn't believe how cheap it was. I'm yeah. the absolute opposite of Weege. I was thinking when you said it, I was thinking a thousand bucks. Oh yeah, no, no shot. I think yeah. I can't remember what events. I think I had some run-ins of what these things cost somebody else had done this for something and i heard it was like 300 bucks or something like that yeah right and, and uh, i'm like okay half because it's covid yeah yeah i'm surprised and like is star wars any of the of the 20 that you can pick from 
No, it wasn't. No. Oh, can you not pick good movies? I forgot. What? The movie actually matters. Can you not pick like popular movies? Yeah. Necessarily? No, you oh, can't. Can. Yeah, right. some of them, but just yeah, they're, they're not. Yeah. They're not uh, I'm sorry, I was confusing. I said Star Wars. I meant good as in popular, not good as in actually good. Yeah, Star Wars yeah. is not. No, it's yeah, not good. right, right, right. Not relatable. Right. So. <laughs> oh, yeah, I think that's killer. That's a good. I had to probably rent it out for the whole week for that price. Right. With yeah. 18 people times 10 bucks, absolutely. Does, right. does your pony yeah. count as one of the people? <laughs> no, it doesn't get its own seat or anything. Okay, it's all good. right. All right, just checking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, man. All right, that's all I got. Just right. want to promote the show, the wrap-up show. Wrap-up uh, show presented by Guts yep. Racing, Seal Savers, and, of course, the Michelin Bicycle Tires, at least for another month or so. Yeah, we'll come back. And motorsport, hopefully, stick on, and we'll we'll keep this thing going in 21. All right. Sounds good, Dark Side. Thanks, man. All right. See ya. All right. Thank you. All right, everybody. Uh, that's a wrap for tonight. Martin Davalos, Colt Nichols, Tim Connor, Phil Nicoletti, all in the show. Of course, Jason Wygant. Weege, I'm going to read off my sponsors. First thing that comes to your mind. Are you ready? Yeah. All right. Motorsport.com. Somehow, it allows you and Ryan Villapoto to say that you're sponsored by the same company. Fly Racing. We'll sponsor anyone. Race Tech Suspension and Engines. If you don't have race tech, you won't win? Or am I confusing? A text brand. Sorry. All right, my bad. Uh, Vortex Racing. Use Vortex Brockets to ram the shit out of Christian Craig like Dylan Ferrandez. Okay, Roost MX. Apparently, they have the technology to make numbers you can put in a motorcycle. I will look into this. <laughs> Vertex Pistons. Uh, it sounds kind of like a Vortex Sprocket. Vertex yeah. to ram the shit out of Christian Craig. Okay, X-Brand Goggles. If you don't have X-Brand, you won't win? Yep. Okay. Perfect. Right. Mm -hmm. Michelin Starcross 5. Uh, Randy Richardson gave me some bicycle tires from Michelin three years ago. They're still in a box. <laughs> Who really wants to mount new tires? Maxima USA. Easier mounting, always a good feature. When you think Maxima, you think Dogger. Yep. Skosh. Uh, used at Dean Wilson's wedding, apparently. Mm -hmm. Pro filter. They're not amateur filters. Firepower batteries and chains. Apparently the battery is not the problem with the battery that I have. FMF. I also have an FMF exhaust system sitting in a box that I haven't put on my bike. <laughs> Jesus. Who really can mount an exhaust system? Atlas neck brace. Uh, my son wears it. Yeah. And his uh, neck is fine, so yep. we're doing good. Uh, works connection. Uh, it's a connection to having works stuff. Oh, that's actually not a bad one. No one's ever used that. No one's ever used that? Noted. that that's kind of what it is. Noted. Yeah. That's kind of yeah. what it is, yeah. OGO Power Sports. The bag's so good, they designed a pickup truck around the size of the 9800. Get data. Get it. Guts racing. You need to have guts. Art, art of sport. Free stuff to get me through the year without buying shampoo. WUSA. My last initial. W, bro. Ride engineering. I mean, if you're going to ride, you probably want some ride engineering. MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. Kellen Brower, RIP. <laughs> ride, uh, Rourke's Chassis Lab. What's the difference between Works Chassis Lab and Works Connection? Well, they make different parts. So Works is a connection to Works, but the Chassis Lab also is Works. Yeah. All right, lots of Works going yep. on there. Intense Cycles. Oh, dude, it's so intense. Taser. Yeah, I can't keep track of all of your different... I mean, how many of these things you got in there? Nine? Tasers? How many just uh, bicycles? How many four. Four. Okay, yeah. I thought it was nine. No. All right, four. Okay. <laughs> all right. Uh... All right. Well, hey, good job at the uh, tonight on the show. Good We're luck, done, huh? Yeah. Good luck on the Shortest intro. Shortest ever. No, but really, yeah. Who is shorter? What's wrong? Oh. Oh, you know what's not shortest ever? We started an hour earlier. Yeah. See? Okay. So we're doing okay. Um, good I luck. I got a text from someone at KTM at eight thirty saying, "Can you talk?" And I had to say, "Like, no, not yet." So now, what? Oh what am I going to say? I was doing for the last hour and twenty minutes. Hanging cabinets.
Yes. Yes. At in, in I'm not in in Vegas. I'm, I'm here. Yeah, you're I, here so, for a cabinet install yeah, class. Yeah, yeah, I needed it bad. Yes, exactly. Uh, uh, thanks, thanks to uh, what's the best guest tonight? Phil, Colt, Marty, Tim Carter. Phil. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, and uh, we're announcing a joint venture between myself and you. Are we? We're gonna do a podcast. You and me. Okay. It's coming out. We don't know when. It's not a secret. Not yet. I'd say for the off-season. Yeah. It's off-season content. Yeah. Yes. Stay tuned for that. Yes. I'll be back here. Yep. Uh, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah. Not live. We're just stay tuned. Yeah. Yeah. It's coming up, and right. uh, you should probably like it. And uh, I think people will like we it. We might uh, even look at doing some live shows. 2021. Yeah. Thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe Thinking about we, bringing we, them back. We could be back with the with, could with, be back with, with the live with, show. With the COVID enforcement live shows. Of some sort. You've come up with a beautiful workaround. I have. Yeah, it's really good, actually. Yeah, yeah. It might actually be better than doing it the way we used to. Yeah, I'm just trying to be show Steve again. Because those are fun. Uh, yeah, we, and I we, think now there's pent up. Yeah, and, and look, we make money from them, but not much. They're more fun than anything. Like, that's why we do them. Yeah, they're when, really fun. By the time show Steve rolls around on Friday before the race to try to get this together, remember that time at Washougal I was trying to make it there? Yeah. And it was like 5.30, and the show was starting at 6, and I was 35 minutes away. At that point, the money starts to really not even be worth <laughs> The stress, but it is fun. Yeah, yeah. But JT, we will if we do another live show, we will have to settle this. JT's still upset because he will go to his grave saying we should have done the one in Indy. Yeah, yeah. Indy Supercross right, is canceled. Right. But JT still wanted to do it. Yeah, and and everyone was freaking out. But yeah, he's like, you, we're a bunch of pussies. Yeah, because yeah. I think that was Thursday of that week, and the show was Friday. Yeah. That Thursday was maybe the most confusing day, maybe in U.S. history or world history. Right, right. No one knew what the hell. Life was going to look like, but JT knew one thing. We're doing this live show in Indy. the live show. He's We're still mad it about it. We're doing yes. it live. He's still mad that we didn't um, do it. Absolutely. So, well, thanks for coming. I appreciate it. Stay tuned for that kind of news coming in. Uh, thanks to Swisscore and Marks. Thanks to Pookie. Marks, thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Tom. <laughs> thanks. What's wrong with Helen? Well, I'm just thinking about doing your fork tomorrow. Well, yeah. yeah thinking the, about how busy the, I'm going to have to be. Get the fork done so I can go riding, all right? Yeah. Wait, to he Western. works on works on your stuff too yeah he does suspension work his oh pool he's got a guy for everything yeah tits, oh, is, the mountain bike. tits is the mountain bike guy tits works on the mountain bikes yeah so you don't scoop your own dog poop you used to be a mechanic you yeah. don't work on your stuff yeah and you work from home yeah jeez yeah he's pretty smart with his employees yeah. he's not smart with his money clearly my gosh uh, well, talent won't charge me a dime oh well, all right yeah, well no, I'm, no. I'm down with that change that lower tube i've had some people do free <laughs> stuff and i still screwed that up right no no, yeah. no no we don't uh so thanks everybody for listening appreciate it uh we're off for two weeks we're off for two weeks so just you're supposed to be off tonight but you came on for we, me we came all over on yeah, yeah. you came on we came yeah, on for you, you came on the air and uh so thanks everybody for listening appreciate it and as usual uh thanks to jason wygant thanks to you people see you in a couple weeks everybody I had two things on my mind, winning races and smashing pussy. There's something I want to get off my chest, and it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine, and I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I, I meant... You probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.